happy Labor Day to everybody listening at home. Welcome. Good morning. 2015 West Fresh Hempstead Labor Day drill. Alongside Lenny Gombert from the St. James Wildcats and zero Tom zero. Dudley Moran First team on the from line. the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers. Good morning, race fans. We'll be closing out the 2015 motorized circuit today. There's still one more old-fashioned, but if you want to get that last fix of motorized racing, come on out today. Beautiful day out here in Hempstead. A couple things up for grabs. Go ahead, Len. Oh, I was going to say, beautiful weekend overall. And, um, again, some good racing a couple of days ago out at Hagerman, but... Um, yeah, still some things to be decided here in Nassau. Got about 11 teams entered, 11 teams on the track right now. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's funny. All the all the events that involve a ladder, those are all locked up. First three in buckets are all locked up. West Hempstead has won all those. When we get to the hose contest later, we're going to have some good battles. I'll tell more about that in a minute. Good morning, Dudley. Good morning. Dudley, thanks for joining I us today. Apologize. I lost my voice in Titletown. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in between Central Isaac <laughs> and West Salem. <laughs> All right, we're starting it off. You hear in the background, this East Farmington. Was it East Farmington? No, that looks Roslyn. like Roslyn. Yeah, it's Roslyn on the line. Okay, we had a little bit of a stumble, a little bit of a log jam, but made it, making it up to the top of the Roslyn Highlanders. Time for Roslyn Highland, 7.18, 718. Next team on the line, the Baldwin Tomcats. Had the third man in at 440 for the Highlanders right there. So you say somewhere in between... His title town. Does that mean Mikey Welton gets to claim it again? or uh, I think he's got enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting off the day with two post entries, Roslyn and Baldwin. Baldwin, the perennial Hagerman uh, entry. Yeah, they came out last, uh, they, last they week. Come the other to day. They come to Hagerman every year. They really do. Uh, good, right. bad, or indifferent. They left one year with their sea truck only having three tires. That's so the one I was thinking of <laughs> when I said good, bad, or indifferent. Here they come. Yeah, they're coming down the track. Good approach by the first man. He's on and gone. Nice smooth shot. First man slips about midway up, and then it's the whole domino effect going on after that. Third man. shot up until that first man. Yeah, third man in motoring in at 413. Nice. Good number. Time for the Tomcats, 9.50. Next team on the line, the New High Park Termites. You know, just a quick shout-out, uh, if you were tuned in early, the uh, National Anthem. Young lady did an awesome job and very good job. Made a comment before she got a chance to uh, sing. She was stretching out up here and <laughs> getting ready, and uh, <laughs> it really paid off for everybody that was here and got a chance to listen. Every, everyone's got their uh, pregame ritual. That's funny. New I Park Termites come to the line. New I Park Termites, second place in county points. They have eight, but they're it's not enough to be able to catch West Hempstead, who sit first with 14 and a half. Ooh, there's a stumble by the second man Ooh, out of the line, and he's pulled limping. Muscle. Pulled something. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's That's hurting. That looks like an ankle. Yeah, he's down and hanging out. Phil wanted to no make No time for the termites. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. Phil Athenis, the ultimate professional as the first man. He said, I'm finishing. I don't care what happens. Rescue did a track. Well, that's the thing. You don't look behind you in this contest, obviously. Without you just keep going, and no one yelled, really yelled, stop. But that you know. was right off the line. Right I mean, off the he line. He didn't make it two steps. You know, is that is that Dominic? He's, he, he used to race. That's Dominic ra racing with them today. I just looked at him. I'm like, when did he come back? For, he came back just for today. So, I mean, Dominic, he raced with the New I Park Termites for a long time. You know, you talk about the early 2000s up to about 2010-ish. Um, his, his most famous position is... Uh, I thought, no, oh, no, no, he's not, he's not the slide. They oh, had two Dominics. Two Dominic. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. I no. heard the name. I didn't see the face. Yeah, no, this is the chef. This was the guy on Top Chef, right? And he had the place over in, <laughs> in Hempstead over by Hofstra. Um, oh, that's his brother. See, that's the trickiest thing. There's two Dominics, and this Dominic's a twin with, <laughs> oh, <laughs> with some Come on, right. Fred. 
He's the teacher. Okay. All right. Okay. So Fred giving us some background info. Is that Ralphie Rubino out there too? You guys got all the old, old crew out today. So I see. Is Ralphie running today? No, I don't. It, it looks like a, yeah. I mean. So anyway, here's what happened. You know, right off the, it was one step off the line. Dominic immediately stumbled, went down. It looks like it's an ankle, maybe Achilles. Who knows? There is rescue attending to him. He's obviously sitting up, talking, maybe even joking around a little bit. But but yeah, know, he went down. He didn't even make it to the first line, so he didn't even make it 25 feet. No, he is on the side. I mean, it was one step, and he was right off to the side. Um, you know, I, this reminds me. I feel like this happened in New High Park in like the 03 state drill. It did right? Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia is coming off the first line. I believe it was the first line. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and yeah, they, yeah. they were a team that could have ran a number that day. It was, it was definitely in the state tournament. Yeah, it was. At, and, at Ridge. And that was a day, if it's 03, that's a day 639 was fifth place tied for a half a point. Yeah. You know, that was oh. us and West Sable taking Twan, the half. Tuan is on his stats. Yeah. Was that, was that uh, North Belmore? That was a North like Belmore. Yeah, heavy like number. That was, yeah. they, that was their second in two years. Yeah. You know, that was with uh, Chris Garaccio. But, yep. yeah, and I, th I think CI was in there with a 627. And then a bunch of 6-3s, Benzaport, Islip, us as the Yellow Hornets and, of course, West Sayville. But, you know, I'm just saying that because New I Park could have easily put another number in that 6-3 that day. Now you got, you know, 6-7, almost eight shots in the 6-3 range for the 0-3 state drill. And it's funny. If Bill first step off the line, same thing. Now you hear, you know, several years later, Dominic filling in, first step off the line. That's like saying this three you teams know? would run the same number in three-man yeah. state drill. Yeah. Oh, wait a <laughs> <what happens. laughs> yeah. wasn't, wasn't that a... Uh, the right word, prelude to what was going to happen yeah. the rest of that day. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. just certainly was. What a day. I mean, Dudley, I, you know, I know you guys wanted to finish better. You guys had a chance going into buckets uh, to win it all, not, not to, to rub it into you. But, uh, again, announcing the tournament, we had a, a great time. It was such an exciting drill. But so many teams with so many chances and just uh, you know, incredible we, drill. It was yeah, awesome. I, I always, you know, especially being – that me and Twan practiced together so much that, that Monday yeah. was always a killer after oh the yeah. state drill. And actually, we didn't even practice until the week after the state drill. We took a whole week off. And uh, I remember Scott saying at the end of practice, you'll never be that close to winning and not win. You know? Be a half a point yeah. behind the leader going into buckets. And, yeah. You know, things didn't work out the way we wanted you know, the bucket shot we run Saturday. We I, run you, know what, you know what's funny? <laughs> I was going to bring all this up later, but we're getting into it now because we have a little delay. I mean, you guys have – a lot of teams are doing that. I saw Bayshore ran a bucket number. I saw you guys ran hoses. You ran the hell out of hoses. Yeah. You know? I, but I know. Yep. I know. Bayshore I, I'm not did trying the same to dig. thing. Their bucket shot would have won it yeah. as well. Yeah. But so. that's how it goes, man. That's the state drill. It's yeah. unbelievable. It, you it, know, uh, un unfortunately for us – and I'm not making excuses. You know, we, we had a guy that was dumping, lost him, and, you know, Ducky – for his first year, you know, you don't, you, did a you, good don't, job. you don't run, you, Twan, you dumped, yeah, you to, don't to, run, to that, run, you don't run heavy numbers your first year doing uh, it. Especially with the state tournament on the line, you know what I mean, it's a whole different yeah, ball game I when mean, that goes on, you know, it's not just run your shot. It, 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 looking, looking that day, our first five buckets, I'm going, we got it, we got this, yeah, it was a good shot. this is going to happen, yep. <clears throat> and then uh, kind of fell. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man, but are you sleeping these days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, though. That Monday after the state drill, when you're that close, is the worst. Sunday's not so bad because everyone's still around. Yeah, still you, hanging you know, out. you hang out after the... the Monday the you go home. <laughs> Monday, it's pretty... Or the Tuesday and, after. And 
two years that I can remember were really bad were 2002 and 2006 because the Yellow Hornets were here not to practice, <laughs> but to uh, watch practice, I'll say. Yeah, we wanted to be around each other those years, you yeah. know, be around the action. Why, why, we, that was us. Why, they watched practice, and yeah. we listened to Ralph uh, do his impersonation of Monk the entire year. The applause that you hear in the oh. background, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're just tuning in, New High Park Termites, a little bit of a mishap in three-man ladder, nothing major, like an ankle twist, maybe oh. it's uh, some type of uh, Achilles tendon injury, but the first step off the line, the second man, Dominic, went right down. He got the applause, and he gave yeah. a big thumbs up he to the crowd. He's, he's, he's going to be all right. He's uh, fine. Just pulled a, muscle, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, and hopefully nothing ripped. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I see his ankle all wrapped up. Who knows what it is, but... One of the topics I wanted to bring up throughout the day, for those listening at home, and we'll give you the number to text. I don't have it memorized. Um, just what are the highlights of 2015? What are the things you liked about the year 2015? We're going to get to that throughout the day. Um, and I think, you know, we kind of just touched on it a little bit. The first one I was going to say is a state drill in 2015. And how could you not We could talk about that, that all day. I know. <laughs> I know. We could go race by race. Uh, I mean, just calling buckets that that day it was, it was a privilege. It, it, it was... Um, the word to describe it. it was chaotic 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 trying to keep up with the points Dudley the with, with the all the possibilities uh, and, and uh, Artie and, and, and Tuan and Paul and myself just just <laughs> trying to keep up and, and watch the races I mean there were times where, where teams that weren't involved were running buckets and these guys were breaking down points and who had to do what and what the time yeah. had to be I, I, I'm I, like guys somebody's <laughs> running here it, it, right it, it was you, you never really know what's going you know it's hard to tell especially if you're the, the driver like what's going on in a drill point wise uh-huh but I felt like so many times in that drill, you'd watch a team and you expect them that hey they can run a shot here yeah. and blow the shot right. and you go yeah the 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 person I could say and I said it to him that night was Richie Quenza from West Sable yeah and in motor pump I remember after they ran he was I, I hope he doesn't get mad that I'm saying this no, he good, was man. kneeling down next to the truck and basically screamed into the side of the truck so nobody would hear him how frustrated he was right. And they an hour later, he's <laughs> stage champ again. That was after motor pump. After yeah, motor that pump, was he was very frustrated. Right. Hey, right, let me right. let me throw this out there. Before, or as Bayshore was taking the line, yeah, there were a lot of teams going. This is it. And yep. when they saw them get set, yep. and get into their pace with their first bucket, it's yep. over, guys. Yep. We're, they're set. We're done. They were heads hanging, and I know. Uh, on CI West Sable North, whoever whoever right. it was that still had a chance. And you know, it was unfortunate for Bayshore, of course, but. You couldn't have predicted that no. I mean, halfway through that run. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, right. Usually the misses, you know, with the set, you know, it's. But listen, that's that's the thing about that contest. You know, you yeah. got everyone working on. It's a team contest. Everyone needs to be on the same page, and one little thing goes wrong. We're talking one second. Somebody, somebody on the radio crew said it best, and I apologize. <laughs> I don't know if it was Lenny or if it was Audio. Somebody did say, you know, at, at seven o'clock in the morning when you were coming through the gate, you said, hey, we have a chance to win. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That. At seven o'clock at night, those still those teams, teams yeah, are saying right. nine, we have a chance to win. and I think that worked out it to almost a quarter of nine. the teams. Yeah, twenty-two percent of the teams right. still had a chance to win. That's right. And let's face uh, it, a lot of us think CI when CI has their day, yeah, is going to be the dominant force, and you know we have to hope they don't have their best day. Yeah, and and they didn't, and what Sable didn't have their best day, they're probably the second favorite. Right, North Lindy right in there as well, but it just it just created great drama, I, I, a great I, I, overall drill. And by the way, I said it before, but great job by the Southern Fire Department. Hosting that drill and parade, I thought they did a, a terrific job. A, you know, after uh, it, you know, just being part of it, you were excited. I was excited racing in it, but you could like feel the excitement of you guys on the radio. Yeah. Like How, <laughs> you know, it was fun. 
It, it was just, you, you could feel it. You could feel that coming out, like, listening to you guys talk, like, it, it was like you didn't want to go to the commercial. No. Be like, all right, no listen, I'm going to be back, and there's going to be a lot to talk about. And, you know, that's, that's And in listening to it, there were actually a couple things that we missed along the way with the excitement. For example, like, the Copac Yellowbirds got on the line. They're one of the last teams to run. If they beat the 2089, there's a three-way tie for first place now. No one mentioned that. I, uh, part of it was thinking, but they oh wouldn't have been a part of that, though. Right? No, they they would have. So they would have They would have went from shy, eight to thirteen, right. right? So that knocks West Sable down to thirteen, and it knocks CI down to thirteen. Okay. And we we just missed it because I don't know. Maybe part of it was you know I don't know what Copec's team record is. Maybe they couldn't put it in the twenty eighty nines. We were so <laughs> amazed by what had happened already yeah. prior to that. We called them a monkey wrench team. They could have gotten in between. I think that was the more realistic thing. But I mean, if you run a twenty eighty nine, and they would have been three way state champs. Imagine that. And the other thing too, Bayshore had to beat the Islip time of 21.99. They couldn't tie. They had to beat Westbury it. Turtles. So, anyway. All right. So yeah, that was definitely a highlight. The tie in the pines. The pine barrens. Are, are we coining a phrase today? The tie in the pines. Tie at the pine. <laughs> uh, Pat in the t-shirt. All right. I don't think Pie Callahan will let us put the tie in the pie. So. <laughs> the tie in the pie. That's funny. All right. So we're getting back to some racing here. Westbury Turtles are taking the line. Looks like they brought Dominic from New I Park to go get his ankle checked out. We have two rescue trucks here today, so West Hempson's truck now is the main bus. Westbury Turtles come to the line. No points on the year in three-man ladder. Easy chance to take some points today with only 11 teams being here. For years they were perennial scorer in three-man. All right, first man may be out of the gate a little bit earlier. He's up and gone, though, giving a clear ladder for the third man. This is a nice, smooth shot they got going. Third man kind of struggling up, makes it to the top. Yeah, he got on at 453. Right. Yeah, Westbury winning this contest in 2012 with a 627 with Dougie Ingram and Johnny Ingram running on their, on their team. They actually won in a 2010 also with a Westbury will get a rerun of digital malfunction. All right. Interesting digital malfunction there. I'm wondering if the three guys on top are not within tolerance. wonder if it's that type of thing. Or maybe one of the lights didn't go. Chappie's not tolerance in life. <laughs> wow. The reason Dominic was filling in today because yeah. the uh, regular guy, Nick Terzi, had surgery on his hand. So that was going to be Pilatus digging and nozzle. Ooh. Do they have a backup digger now, uh, Fred? They have another digger that can fill in. Remains to be seen for today. All right. So that's a tough loss then for you guys. I mean, I didn't realize he was running all Next those. Next on the line will be the Merrick Buckeyes. Now, what does that do for New High Park? They're that's tied for awesome. second in county points with the Port Washington Roadrunners at 63 and a half. So one of the sub storylines of today may be taken away from us. Here's a storyline: Merrick Buckeyes. They're sixth place in county points with 11 and a half. They got to gain 10 on North Belmore. Can they do it in three-man ladder? They're off and running. A little bit of a stumble by the second man. Good recovery. They get to the top. Third man on at 418 and pushing that second man right up yeah. the ladder. Time for the Buckeyes. 7.26. 726. Merrick. Team on the line in North Belmore. Rinky Dinks. So like I said, Merrick 11 and a half county points on the season. Just 9 and a half behind. I'm sorry. Let me say that again, guys. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Merrick has 21 county points on the season. 1, 2, 3. They are in fifth. So, let me, am I reading that right? I'm not reading that right. <laughs> My eyes are, are screwing with me. Let North Belmore go, <laughs> and then I'll redo it. Sorry about that, guys. The North Belmore Ricky things come to the line. 
Yeah, North Belmore has 21. Merrick has 11 and a half. Okay, so far a smooth shot. Third man stumbles on the end. First and second man were up and gone. Third man stumbled on the end. Looks like it's going to be a no time. He grabbed the run below the grabbing run. 4-10 on the slip. No That's time for North Belmore. Failed to grasp and hold room 1301. The first man got the grab. Oh, yeah, no grab. Next until the third line, man was the coming The Port Washington Roadrunners. He, he was sitting on the arch, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> At the last minute, he just touched yeah, the rung from behind. One and two still have to grab in sequence, correct? No, two can be before one. Two yeah. can be before yeah, one? Yeah, okay. that doesn't make a difference, right? As long as three, three is last. As long as three is last. Okay. Port Washington Roadrunners, like I said, they have 63 and a half county points. They're in a deadlock tie for second with New I Park. Kyle Lou's going to be running third man for them today. This is wide open. Uh, yeah, 718, first place by Roslyn right now. Port Washington, interestingly enough, no Nassau County points in three-man ladder yet this season. All right, they are off and gone. It's a good start. First man's up and gone. Kyle and the second man are up and gone. That's a nice shot. Maybe a little bit of a hesitation on the grab, but the smoothest shot probably going to be the first six of the day. Time for the Roadrunners, 7.12, 7.12. My mental clock's off. Next team on the line, the call plays Frogs. Third man in at 4-4-4. Four, four, four. <laughs> Look at these shirts. Describe that one. Uh, looks like I'm seeing the ladder holders from Carl Place with their blue shirts. It says Angry Mike and the boys. I saw a, a purple face, I guess. Yeah. It was, was, no, was it a frown or a mustache? I think that's the mustache. <laughs> that's oh, they're mustache. all wearing them. Yeah, that's Mike's cool. Mustache. Okay, their first man jumped the gate a little bit there. That's going to take a few time, a little time off of them, but there's, there's a slip anyway. Yeah. 409 in, but he couldn't go anywhere. You know, we're hearing a lot of good in times today. I heard yeah, yeah. with a good one. Carl Place with a good one. You know, now that I watched that shot, I think that it was probably a good way to run it for Carl Place because you saw the first man leave early. He, maybe he's Time not. for the Frogs. 1-3.80. team on the line. The Hempstead Yellow Hornets. That's by design is what you're By saying. design, yeah, because you could sell. He, you know, he, he, he probably is self-aware knowing, hey, I need to get as much as I can to get out of their way because if I don't leave early, then they're going to catch me on the first two steps on the ladder, so. Yellow Hornets running with a little bit of a B squad today. You got Benny Casella running first man. You got Luke running second man. Alex Luffy running third. It's a clean start. Benny's on and gone. Luke's on and gone. Let's see how Alex is going. He's good. This is a smooth shot they got going. Yep. Not bad. I don't 437 in. It's going to be a low seven. Time for the Yellow Hornets. 7.32. 732. Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. That 732 is actually fourth right now, so we got a 712 Port Washington, 718 by Roslyn, 726 by Merrick, and a 732 by the Yellow Hornets. Now that those two points, if that holds out for Merrick, that's going to make an interesting race if they want to get top five county points. Like I said, they got to gain nine and a half on North Belmore. Well, here's a team with a shot at first place: Hicksville Hicks on the line. Hicksville Hicks are off. First man's out and on. Second man's on, and we got Dougie Chiz running up. A little oh. slip by the second man he right was before the grab. pushing that second man. Yeah. Dougie on at 439. Time for the Hicks, 8.53. 8.53. Next team on the line, your host for today's event, the West Hempstead Westerners. So the West Hempstead Westerners, as I've said, they've already locked up county points in the three-man ladder, 14 and a half. They have won this contest the past two years in a row with a 6.57 and a 6.52. 
Looks like a little bit of a change. I don't see Gerard out here today. I see Craig Hayes back at third man. Ralphie Nichols running second. Not sure who the first man is, but wonder what that's all about with the switch to from third man. I know Gerard was the guy running third man for them all season, including the state tournament. Pressure on the first man. Get out of the way. Okay, it's a good start. They're all off at the same time. First man's quick, up and out of the way. Ralphie's looking good. Craig's got a clean ladder to climb. Nice and that's job. a nice shot. It's going to be our first place shot of the nice day. Nice job by the first man getting up and out. 425 on. Time for West Hempstead. 6.82. 682. The next team on the line, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. I was going to say, if anybody's listening in the crowd and they find $10, I think it blew out of my pocket. <laughs> Just come up here. I'll describe it. And another note. Okay. Another note. You know, Fred is putting on knee pads and taping up his wrist right now. I don't know what that means, but that <laughs> that that digger. But I think he's digging. <laughs> he said he'll dig, but he's not sure about the nozzle position. All right, you got Manhattan Lakeville on the line. Mikey Ward out at least a full <laughs> second before everybody else. By Probably design. by design because they're catching him on the ladder right now. Third man on five. So Mike's getting out early, and the third man's getting on 5.10. Time for the Minutemen, 8.36, 8.36. Mike's looking for oxygen up here. Next team on the line, <laughs> the Levittown Rebels. Guys, I, I have stats for the Labor Day tournament that go back to 1991. And since that time, the slowest time to win three-man ladder is a 6.57. We have a 6.82 right now in first place, with only Levittown left to go. That 6.82 is going to be three-tenths off the slowest time since 1991, so not the greatest, most blistering three-man ladder day today. We had a couple slips, a couple injuries. Let's see what the Rebels do. First man's on and gone. Big delay between two and three. Second man's up. He grabs. Can the third man grab in a mid-seven? Third man on Doesn't at 521. That's not going to happen here, Twan. Okay. Turtles coming up for their rerun. Oh, I forgot about that. Levittown will get a rerun. Digital malfunction. So we got West Hampton with a 682. The Roadrunners with a 712 in second place. Roslyn 718 is third. Merrick 726 is fourth. And the HYH hanging on for one with a 732. Westbury on the line for their rerun. I mean, if I'm Westbury, I'm thinking, you know, we could get some points here, of course. Obviously, you know, they're used to those heavy sixes. New team running. They can put it in a high six and try to get four large here. That's a good start right there by the Westbury Turtles. All guys off at the same time. Third First man's charge. up. Yeah, this is a smooth oh. shot. The third guy slipped on the in. He was going for it. What'd you have at his number left? 429. Yeah. He was motoring. Time for the Turtles. 8.91. 891. Steve on the line will be the Rebels from Levittown for their rerun. So Levittown barely getting a breather here. Yeah. Uh, although in practice, you, know, you go and you, you take a minute or two in between and you go again. And exactly. Maybe your third or fourth run, you don't go quite as fast. Exactly. Uh, you take a little more of a breather, but they should be loose now, right? I mean, yeah, good to go, man. Call it. Dudley, tell us about your climbing days. <laughs> it's going to be a short conversation. I was going to say, I, I don't care how quick we practice three minutes. I'm ready, I'm ready for another one right away. <laughs> Eight, ten, twelve times. Let's yeah, go. Keep going. You know, that third man from Westbury, one of those things that's difficult to do in this contest is to know kind of when to slow down, when to do that downshift. You know, he was kind of sprinting the whole way, getting in the ladder, and that caused the stumble. If you just learn that it's like a gradual 
like almost like a downshift. If he can figure that part out, you know, you we can judge see some it better by things. the line. The now, line now, I always well, let me give Levittown that call. Levittown first man is on and gone. Let's see how the second man handles it. Lost his hands a little bit. Third man on at 519. And they finished just now. You know, I judged. I went off of JoJo a lot. I didn't really Time look at for the, the Rebels. track. Eight you know, point nine one eight ninety one. I've heard people judge by the uh, yellow line. A couple of giant steps after that on uh, the slowdown. Yeah, I always kind of looked at Joe and then the ladder. I never really tried to look at the lines. I always That's how I always kind of visualize the run on the way down. You know, I don't like to look down when I run. You know, I like to look straight ahead. Oh, so, I hear you. You know, and staring at that rung. Yeah. And it's easy for me to do that than it was to judge on my peripheral looking for the lines. So. <laughs> Hope it gets a little better after this, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Well, you know what it is? The weather's been so good this weekend. Perhaps <laughs> our racers have uh, been enjoying the good weather. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking of all Long these. I'm thinking of all these people that Twan got with. Get your last taste of motorized. Got in the car and got halfway here and heard the time and said, "I'm going home. I got a pool. I got a TV." <laughs> Thought he said motorized. Sounds like old fashioned. <laughs> oh, zinch. Oh man, so. It's going to be, the West Hampton's going to get first place with a 6.82, the slowest time, I mean, going back to 1991, probably even before then. But that is going to be three years in a row that they win three-man ladder at this drill. So congrats to the West Hempstead Westerners. West Hempstead, by the way, they have, a, in case you're wondering about county points, as far as the whole year is concerned, they have 100 and a half points. And New White Park and Paul Washington, 63 and a half. So, what did we talk in there? What's the math there, 37? So I guess but really all they need to do is to gain three points on New High Park and Port Washington. They've already... Well, they haven't quite gained that much on Port Washington, but they gained it on uh, New High Park. So a couple more points we'll in West Hampstead will lock it up technically, even though realistically I they've kind of locked it up I already. bet you right now the Merrick Buckeyes are happy. About <laughs> Tell you what, and that's a good storyline right there, Duds, because they the gained... The winners of the three-man ladder event, first place, five points, the West Hampstead Westerners. Second place with four points, Port Washington Roadrunners. Third place with three points, the Roslyn Highlanders. And fourth place with two points, the Merrick Buckeyes. And in fifth place with one point, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Dudley, like you were saying, the Merrick Buckeyes, interesting storyline early going today. You know, they, they kind of burst on the scene this year a little bit. They had a lot of young guys that coming back. Getting the team together, they could run some ground events. They've taken a couple points here and there, V-Ladder, C-Hose. Merrick has a chance to come top five Nassau County points for the season. They have now 13 and a half. North Belmore is the team ahead of them with 21. All right? So we're talking, what, seven and a half points? Seven and a half points more they have to gain on North Belmore to tie for fifth place on the county. That's an interesting That's story. That would really be big you know? for Merrick. They, and I mean, you could see the progress with them. And going back to their days in the beginning when they came back motorized in 91, yeah. they, that never never happened. They've never been in the top five. I mean, you, you go into the Head City Yellow Hornet, New Eye Park. Yeah. Those more competitive You're talking teams. about Merrick now? Yeah. That's, isn't they, that when they were the Outlaws? No, no, no. That was, a, that was a different, that was a a different, different company, company team. Okay. Yeah. I think but I mean, the Buck. I'm going to the the years of like Bobby Munson and those guys racing when they had competitive hose team and stuff and some young kids. That was always their goal. Like they wanted sure. to be top five in county, but they knew that New Hyde Park or the Hornets were going to be the county point. You know, right. but they wanted to be in that top five. Sure. sure so th progress. this is kind of like a big deal 
that they want to do it. They were hanging on the fence, watching three-man, looking to see what they're going to get points. It's a great storyline to watch the rest of the day. Fred, uh, we need to do some commercials here, and then uh, we can get back to B-Lad. Does that sound good? All right, live on top of the arch, 2015. Congrats to the 2015 county champ, West Hempstead Westerners. Just did a little math. They locked it up already. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com open table or facebook or call 516-354-7797 with over 25 years of service in the fire industry high tech fire and safety continues to be a proud sponsor of new york state drill teams high tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for morning pride products including state-of-the-art bunker gear usar gear ems gear helmets gloves hoods and boots in addition to morning pride gear by honeywell high tech also provides quality products including isg thermal imaging cameras and cmc rescue products and deuce rescue systems providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs for personalized demos speak to a certified sales specialist call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. 
Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 the Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trucks. We are a one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State next drill event teams. Will be Camera B-ladder service event. is also available. Check out Coastal Recognize Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. First team on the line, the Roslyn Highlanders. Okay, and we are back live on top of the Arch 2015 Labor Day Tournament out in Hempstead, hosted by West Hempstead. The last motorized drill of the season. Lenny Gompert, Dudley Moran, and Tuan coming at you. As we said, Tuan, it's a little bittersweet. I mean, we had a great year of racing that we uh, were able to all attend and, and uh, enjoy. However, the last one is a little bit sad. I mean, we got great weather for it, but, you know, it's, it's a long bunch of months off until June again. And, and one of the things I'd like to do today is talk a little bit about things we liked in 2015. So we're going to bring that topic up in a little while. BLAD is kind of a quick-moving event to give that its proper uh, doing, but we, we want people listening at home to chime in later. So think about it. What are some highlights you want us to talk about of 2015? You could send us a text up here on top of the arch. The number is 631-495-5008. But first, we have B-Ladder and the Roslyn Highlanders coming down the track. Go ahead, Len. The American flag flying high on top. They're into the break. Just put it in a good spot. Ladder's in. A little bit crooked. Climber fights through it. 313 in the ground. That's going to be a low six. Good fight there by the climber as his ladder got very close to this yellow pole up here. But it stayed inside. 
Yeah, he fought through it. Cocked a little bit on his way up, but uh, I don't know how much experience that climber Roslin has. Roslin will get a, a rerun. Oh. Di Another digital error. That's our third digital error of the day, going back to three-man ladder. You had Westbury and Levittown get a rerun in three-man. Now you're going to have the Highlanders get a rerun in B-ladder. So not Hold sure what's on going start. on. Hold it up on a start. That's... Uh, not sure what the issue is. We really haven't had many issues like this this season. No, that's not a, a um, thing we want to get into here, a pattern we want to get into. But, uh, you know, Tuan, you brought up things you remember from the season, and you, you asked me when I got on the arch earlier this morning and started making some notes. Um, being here at Hempstead, yeah. something that uh, stuck out in my head was the Hempstead drill. The Hempstead Yellow Hornets getting back on the track and yeah. scoring big and BNC hose. Yeah, um, there you go. Uh, Matt back on the nozzle. Um what they take, eight points, I think it was, a first and C and a, a third and B, I think? Something like that, maybe a first and a second. I don't remember yeah. what that B-host shot was. But, but uh, with two solid shots come, kind of coming out of nowhere. They hadn't really uh, raced much that year. Was that their first drill of the year? Uh, no, it wasn't their first, but it was their first with Spinelli coming back. Okay. So, yeah, definitely. That, that was a very impressive. Yeah, that, that was that was fun to watch, even, you know, racing with Matt all those years. You know, it was great to see him back out there uh, running a great shot, you know, a heavy seven. Uh, excuse me, a heavy 12. He was a little disappointed yeah. that day with the B-hose shot. Yeah, the C-hose, I'm looking at it right now online. 12.39 was first place. And then in B-hose, they actually, yeah, second, third, excuse me, Jack, with a 7.90 yeah. with a heavy wash. And yeah. I remember he was really disappointed about that because he knows that could have been pretty special. Team record 7.55, you know, he... he that's always a number that Spinelli's looking at, you know. That's that's what he's yeah. always been known for. That 755 yeah. was run at the uh, 06 State to win us that drill that year. That's the kind of things you know? we're looking for, folks. You folks yeah. at home or whatever, you want to call in and uh, remember one particular shot from a drill or a series of shots from a drill as Jack Cloudman Jr. joins us. Welcome, Jackie. What's up, Jack? Good morning. What's going on, man? Nada. So, yeah, definitely a good highlight. We're talking about highlights of 2015. We're going to kind of make that the theme of the day. Maybe you can check the if anyone texts on the screen, just let us know. You could be in. I'll put you in charge of that there, Mo. <laughs> What's going on? Not much. How's it going? Good, man. Finishing another year up here, you know. But, um, again, county points-wise, all ladder contests are locked up. West Hampstead wins three-man ladder. They have B ladder locked up. They're up by six and a half points over New High Park, so that's a lock. Sea ladder, they're up by seven over New High Park, so that's a lock. And buckets locked up. Also, county points, total county points for the West Hempstead Westerners locked it up. Congratulations, West Hempstead. I believe that's, what, four years in a row now? 12, 13, 14, now 15 that they're county point champions. So there's a story in itself. West Hempstead continuing yeah. their um, excellence here in Nassau County and, and really overall in the state. They, they really represented well. I don't know if you guys touched on it at all. I, I was curious, the, uh, how many tournaments before West Hempstead won the Hempstead drill at Central Islip had one in a row that they raced in? I, I don't know those numbers, but uh, Tuan, I'm surprised. What are you asking? How many, how many, how, how many tournaments? Every tournament they raced in that year, I, I don't know how far it goes back. I was curious how long that streak was of, of them uh, for CI. winning tournaments for CI. CI for winning tournaments? Yeah. Winning, like... You know, winning tournaments. They, I think that year they they won every tournament they raced in. Okay. I I think I'm not 100% positive, but I, I was curious if it went back to last year and and if it did, how far it went back. Oh, I see. All right, while we're looking into that, uh, Dudley, you're down on the track there. Uh, any chance you can talk to some of those officials and see what the issues are? Uh, I could work on that. And uh, we and I I know that we beat them in the Hunter, so. Oh, okay. In uh, the last time we went to Hunter, we beat CI, so. Sanctioned tournaments, Dudley. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jackie's got game on. But I, I will say that every week I, 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 we did it, and a couple other teams like had CI on the ropes there. We could, like nobody could ever finish the job. Yeah. That's why it was good that West Ham, not good, but you know, it was nice to see that West Hempstead was able to do it at that drill. Well, they, they, uh, they had to hold them off. Uh, Bailey held them off, actually. Like <laughs> I think is what happened to a, a couple teams previous to that. But even this year, a couple of the drills later in the season. Uh, CI was on the ropes a little bit and, and got strong in the last three, which we all know they run as well as anyone. I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at the, the tournaments this year. So, I mean, Islip won the Selden invite oh, okay. going right. back this year, right? But the Hobos have won every other tournament since then. A correction so on the time for Roslyn. Except the Roslyn will invite. get a time of 6.25, 6.25. The rerun was announced in an era. That's an interesting era. Yeah, I, I hear you, Len. I mean, and it's a little I late to be announcing. <laughs> so, so, and so we have a delay. I'm curious. So working on the lights. Right. So, so, how, so the, the lights didn't malfunction at all. Then is what they're saying. And That's a little confusing, a right? Why is there a delay? Why did they announce the no time? Did they give the no time for uh, maybe the watches being out of sequence? Oh, no, it wasn't a no time. Think. It was an instant rerun. Uh, well, so they'll get a rerun. They but never gave them a time. But, well, I, but I hear what you're saying, because that—that's because if the time started, that would be the only reason to have a digital error, is that they're out of sequence. Maybe they thought they were, but they're not. But the computer takes care of that, right? Yes. The computer program I just found that out takes care of that. Right. Well, interesting. If, if they got to be within a tenth. Right. If of the middle. Of, if one of the three is out, then, then they, they average. still average the other two. Correct. What happens after that, I couldn't tell you for sure. So it's I believe if all three are, if if all three are two, off the It sounds like two of the times were dead on. So the third button was bad. So uh, all right, all right. the next team on the line will be the Baldwin Tomcats. So perhaps the screen was red in error. Yeah, it sounds um, like it was something like that. Yeah. Human error. But if two of the times were dead on, then, well, we should then just that's, clarify that's the time. That, that was not digital error. Right, it's, it wasn't an error at all. <laughs> all right, well, good. We're going to get back to some racing then. So 625 by the Roslyn Highlanders. Um, again, Port Washington now moves into second place, county points, 67 and a half. So it'll be a good race between them and New High Park. New High Park, you saw Dominic. Their second man go down today, filling in. Uh, everything's all right. Again, it looks like an ankle injury or Achilles injury. We don't know. Um, but he was supposed to be digging and running some other motorized spots for them running today. Running nozzle. No, running run nozzle, Fred right. Fred getting us the inside information there for New High Park. New High Park is lined up to run this contest, so they found someone to fill in. I saw Ralphie Rubino over there. I don't know. Is he putting a helmet on? <laughs> Interesting to watch. <laughs> but first, here come the Baldwin Tomcats. So again, Baldwin Tomcats at the line, giving it a few revs. And here they come. They're off in a good spot. One of the spikes walks a little bit. Climber fighting it all the way up, but keeps moving. And he makes it to the top. 291 in the ground for Baldwin. Time for the Tomcats, 7.67, 7.67. Next team on the line, the New Hyde Park Termites. I don't think the spikes quite went in together, Jackie. What happens when that? What, what happens when they don't go in together? Uh, you, you know, the ladder gets a little wiggly, and instead of being able to just flat out climb, I, you, you tend to fight the ladder. Tom, I'm sure, could elaborate yeah. on that a little bit more. Yeah, you know, both both uh, diggers need to go in at the same time, but the thrower and the climber, obviously, they help the diggers go in at the same time. You know, you got to keep the ladder level getting off the truck. So it could have been a number of things. It could have been the diggers not getting down, and maybe it was a thrower issue. But if you don't go in straight. Your ladder's walking, and it's crooked, and it's going to be a job. That's the term I was going to use, yeah. walking it. Yeah. And, folks, when we say walking, it can go side to side, and it just makes it all hell on the climb. Yeah, you, you lose all your momentum, and the shot's pretty much, you know, just salvage what you can and hope you grab a point or two. All right. So here come termites. 
as we said, with a fill-in digger, we don't know how much experience, if any, he has. I don't think they put somebody on there with no experience. Right, no. They, uh, termites, you know, consistently they, they've had a lot of depth on their team. Ten points on the gear in, three in B ladder. Here they come. Nice break. Nice smooth. Again, it doesn't go in straight, but Frankie on and go. Oh, slips two steps from the top. I'll tell you what, he slipped two steps from the top, and he had oh. Mo. He was going. That was going to be pretty. Time for the termites. 7.23. 7.23. Ladder went in a little bit crooked, but the thrower kept it straight. It didn't walk. Three flat in the ground for the termites. Oh, still uh, still pretty impressive for, for grabbing someone off the side. I see Devin digging. Ladder. Who's the other guy? I, I don't know. I don't know names on every team, but I know Devin's there. Yeah, I saw you know, Devin. the guy working with the Titan group. So I don't know who. Devin on the left side. Who's the guy on the right? <laughs> That's I the question. I don't know if he was uh, Looks like the nose from new. the back, but it I know does. the nose isn't here, right? I, I don't know if he was somebody that was brand new, but uh, they didn't. He didn't drive it like he'd never dug before, so. Yeah, no. I, what was he in the ground, Len? Uh, three flat. That? Okay. Three flat. So. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. Now, the Highlanders just did a pass-through. Oh, I guess they got online figuring they were getting a rerun. And right. They did not. Okay. Yeah, because there's no return road here yeah, today. There's so. no return road, so they just did a little pass-through. Yeah, we have a lot of plans down here, but we have a lot of politics to get through first to get these return roads hey, listen, up and running. Juan, you, know, you, so. don't, uh, you don't have to explain to anybody. <laughs> I know. It's been a great, great... Uh, host, whether it was the Hempstead Hornets, Flukes, the combined, the Westerners, so many great drills here at Hempstead over the years. Uh, we're happy to still have this facility on Long yeah. Island. I'm sure Nassau County loves it, but as Long Islanders, we love it. So yeah. Hempstead always been a great supporter of uh, FB racing. Yeah, no doubt. It goes back to, you know, 54, first tournament on this track. So we're trying to, you know, do some upgrades, make some improvements, and make it so you own the property right here to the north? Is that what it is? Yes, okay. and uh, Nassau County owns that fence line over by DPW over there. So there's some interesting, like, uh, you know, issues with, uh, you know, building stuff and land surveying and all that. You hear the right. Westbury Turtles coming down the track. All right. Good solid break. Just over the yellow line. Good spot. Oh, the climber goes right through. Ooh, a couple of times. I, I mean, I liked how he got in there. He just lost it on the second step. Kind of the windmill thing goes on. You know, sometimes you get that first step, but the ladder's moving too fast, and you miss your second step. Time for the turtles, 9.92, 9.92. I like where they put it in Next the ground. Next on the line, the Merrick Buckeyes. About two feet over the yellow line. Twan, what was the, did you like it out there? I yeah, mean, I, obviously I, it, it tends to lean toward a, a better time, but. I, I mean, ideally, the dead center of the yellow line and the three-man ladder line okay. is kind of where I liked it personally. Um, everyone has their own preference. Yep. But, I mean, I liked how the, th how the climber attacked that rung. He, his foot was on as soon as those spikes hit the ground. I just think a little windmill effect happened with the second step. You know, Jojo always used to tell me when he was teaching me, your second step is just as important as your mounting step. Because that's the one you're going to miss because the, the ladder is, like, perfectly vertical at that point. When you mount. Yeah. So your your first step's on, but that second one is the biggest gap between, you know, third because rung. Because the ladder is moving away because, from you. Right. Exactly. But once you get your second step, you should be good. Big shot for the Buckeyes. All right. So here comes Merrick. They bring it over the line a little bit deep, just over the three-man ladder line, but a nice mountain. This guy can climb. Wow, what a climb getting to the top. It was it, He lost all of his momentum trying to reach for that top rung, but wow, I, 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 I'm i impressed that he got Time on and made the it to the top. Time for the Buckeyes, 6.39, 6.39. And you hear the Buckeye fans giving their Next heroes a cheer. The North Baltimore Ricky Dink. They were a good two and a half to three feet over yeah. the perfect ladder line. Not an easy ladder. Truck sounded like it was sliding. It looked like it was sliding. It didn't yeah, grab at all. He, I think he came in a little a little deeper than yeah. he wanted to, but yeah, it didn't stop at, at all. That 639 though is second place, and again, if the Buckeyes want to get in fifth place in county points, 
They have to gain seven and a half on the team that's currently on the line, the North Belmore Rinky Dicks. Which really means they have to score every race. Correct. They, 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 no matter what North Belmore does, they have to score every race, and hopefully they beat them out a couple of points here and there because not a lot of teams here today. Right. Hicksville holding fourth right now with 22 and a half. So, I mean, you got Hicksville 22 and a half, North Belmore 21, Merrick 13 and a half. That's the battle for fourth, fifth, and sixth. Wide open for the Rinky Dinks. Put it in the fives, and he's getting first. And North Belmore brings it in. They're in a good spot. Go in hard. Climbers on. Good. Nice throw. Wow. That was good the best run. climb I've seen him have as what a climber. What a throw, too. Oh, my goodness. He eased him right in. 281 in the ground. It's a solid five. That was a nice time shot there. Time for the Rinky Dinks. 5.62562. What a job by the thrower. Next him on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Walks away limping like he might have pulled a hammy or something. Maybe a calf muscle. Hopefully we'll see what he's got left for sea ladder. It looked a lot better than a 62 to me because the, the climber had some momentum. It was a great grab up top. What were they in the ground, Len? That was probably where they maybe lost. Oh, actually, it's fastest of the day. I mean, you want to be faster than 280, obviously, but I, I thought it was the smoothest shot. One of the best shots I've seen with that guy climbing. Again, sorry about the names, yes. not knowing everyone's name, but yep. he's been climbing for several years now. That's that looks smooth. That's, uh, it jo looked nice. Joey and Sean, Thank their you. brothers. Actually. Right, right. Great job throwing. Um, again, it was it was spike outside the uh, the three-man line, pretty much where you would like it, Twan. Yeah. About between the safety line and the perfect line. And uh, he just eased them right in. No major slam, and the climber climbed right through it. Now, here's a team that can run some B-ladder. Fort Washington on the line. Not running with Kyle Lewis this year, but props to the backup climber, Kyle's relative. They've had, like, three different climbers. I know. All right. Fort Washington brings it in. Just about on the three-man ladder line. And this kid's motoring. That was a great shot. shot he had a lot of mo getting on. He ate it up. I had 307 Time in the ground. Time for the Roadrunners. 5.67. 567. Stick time. Next Muscle. team on the line, the Call Place Frogs. Lost a little on the dig time right there. Yeah, I thought, I mean, just that they were a little bit deeper than the, uh, yeah. You know, if I'm Port Washington, 567. North Belmore. <laughs> yeah, 567, second place right now. You know, Port Washington, you know, we could talk about when's the last time they won a major on, on the island. You know, I know they won the Point Pleasant drill, but right now with four points at a three-man ladder, West Hampstead obviously has five. I mean, we could have a nice battle going on today between West Hampstead and Port Washington. Port Washington currently second place in the contest. Yeah, I, I give a lot of credit to Paul Washington this year because they, they lost a couple key players, and they... they came out here and ran real real respectable, real well. I, I mean, they were one of the nine teams that could have won a state drill going into buckets. Without Kyle? I mean, you, yeah. all of these ifs from this season, right? All right, here come the frogs. Caught on the break. They go in together. He's on. Nice run. One of the things I noticed there, the climber did a nice job. The thrower needs to grab that ladder a lot earlier than Time he did. Time for the frogs. 5.82582. Now to be ladder times are starting to heat Next up. Next on the line, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Three flat in the ground for the Frogs. I was ju I was just going to say. You that, that Jack? The yeah. first thing I was ever taught throwing was let go of the handle. Let go of the handle and yeah. grab the ladder. You don't want to be holding on when that truck pulls out. Uh, it's easier. So the throw on Carl Place, when you watch the tape, just as soon as you hit that break, you're off that handle and you're on the ladder. You're on not going rail, anywhere. Yeah. Your Newton's taking you down the track. And it'll make it easier. The shot will actually become easier because you're under it, you're ready for it, and you now, can get off with a lot more control. Now, again, you guys are, are saying that, but very important that the driver never pumps the brakes. 
because you're in the brake and that's keeping you on the truck. You get an inexperienced driver that pumps the brake a little. Well, then you might go forward a little bit, but you know that. It, forward, I'd you're gonna go back. Oh, if he pumps, if he pumps the gas, he gets off. No, if he gets off the brake a little. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hear I mean, ideally saying. the diggers are gonna hold you on, but yeah, that'll. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Diggers hold you. That'll be shake right. you up. <laughs> Yellow Hornets right. on the line. So here come your teams. South Hempstead's B truck. Tommy Marr driving them down the track. They're in with a lot of speed. Alex they slips went in, in together, but a little bit crooked. Yeah. A little uh, climber stumbles getting on, completes the run. Three flat when they went in. They did go in together. I guess it was a little Time for the Yellow Hornets, 8.42, 8.42. You know what I was going to say Next about... Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. Driving perspective-wise. Go ahead, Dodds. I've been watching, you know, see where where I would start my mark, and you know, I'm sure everybody's trying to hit what their marks are, but Carplace and Hempstead were the first two teams I saw that actually didn't look like they slid through. Everybody else looked like they were sliding through, and that's why you have a lot of up and down ladders. But it doesn't seem like the truck uh, track stopping like it normally does. Now, Dudley, you want to you want to run in the back there. If you if you can watch a couple teams, maybe you can pick something up and, uh, and make a little adjustment with your shot, depending on what's going on, right? Oh, without a doubt. I I got uh, you know I got that coach there, Kevin Connell. He likes to go and watch, and then he comes down. He'll talk to me about three four teams before we want to go. If he wants me to change anything. But as a driver, you try pretty much every track. You have your mark on each track, and you know how each track runs and how your truck runs on each track. Hicksville Hicks, 5-1 team record earlier this season. Got off at a lot of speed. Dougie's eating it up. A little bit of an air show there, almost an air show. He kind of stopped before he grabbed it. Two and a half feet over the safety line. 253 in the time for the Hicks. 5.53. Woo! 5.53. That was a quiet first place run. <laughs> Next team on the line, the host for today's event, the West Hempstead Westerners. And he paused a little at the top, right? Well, he I mean, did. He paused he saw a little the bit. Slam coming. Yeah, he saw it. He kind of hesitated, then he went for the grab. I got JoJo chiming in on my text. He said, When did a 5.6 become a great shot? <laughs> Come on, Joe. We're just trying to make it interesting it's to the people at home. Day, you know, Joe. it's like. <laughs> Hicksville, Joe's the, uh, thinking, Joe's the thinking right. He could come, come out of, come out of the, uh, off the couch <laughs> yeah, right now and run, run a 5-6. Five, five, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the times that have won this contest at Labor Day, I mean, going back to 2002, 521 is the slowest time since 02, actually 524. So, I mean, you got your average winning is 5-2. I mean, you got a bunch of fours, a lot of 5-0s, West Sayville, Hempstead, So we gotta say CI. Great, we got to say great run for the day. Great run for the day. There you go. West Hempstead, three years in a row, they've won this contest. 526, 507, 515, 509 earlier this year at the state drill. What do they do here? They bring it in. They get off warm. Good I like dig. the speed. That is a great shot. There you go. There's a good shot. Now, that's how you run this contest. What do you got? That's a Lenny, really good shot. Lenny's got a, a major number. Time for the Westerners. 5.17. <laughs> 5.17. Lenny had a heavy number. You gave him the climbers <laughs> button. I'm at Hassan Lakeville Minutemen. I got excited. We got to get you uh, as an official. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny had a four on his watch, and I'll tell you what, looking at the shot, it looked like it was that good. Makes you wonder if there's a digital error somewhere. Yeah, uh, maybe these go three guys at the top one were ready. I don't know. <laughs> I had a four. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you have? Right. Uh, <laughs> nice. Wait. We got other guys from the Westerners up here behind us. Had 522 in their watches. So now you know what it was. <laughs> I mean, after these 562s, it was nice to see something, you know, <laughs> come on, coming come up on. heavy. Get you know, a little, get a little excited. All right. Capping off a great year of B ladder by the West Hempstead Westerners. 517 there. 
Congratulations, guys. Your county point champs in B-Ladder. You already had it locked up prior to the yeah, shot, though. That's the way to finish it off. Manhasset Lakeville takes the line. So we have five fives on the day, 582 to get in the money. They're down in the ground. Ooh, climber really struggling to get on the ladder. Goes a little bit crooked. They'll complete the run. Talking about our favorite. Five for the Minutemen, 8.79. 879. The next team on the line, the Levittown Rebels. One of the topics of the day is things we liked about 2015. I'm going to throw one in there right now. Carl Place Frogs getting two points at the state drill this season. Um, first time they've scored points in the state drill. The reason I bring it up now is because they're holding one point in B ladder right now, the 582. So I'm not sure the last time the Frogs took a point in a motorized ladder contest, but... You know, Twan, on that with the uh, state drill, it yep. wasn't two points in one race. They scored it two different races. Correct. Probably, right? They I mean, scored efficiency and motor pump back yeah. to back. And believe it or not, it doesn't qualify them for the Joe Hunter tournament. It puts them in 11th place. Contrary to popular belief, if yeah, you score I a was, point, you don't automatically get into the I Hunter. I was wondering when that changed yeah. over the years. I yeah. thought it was top 10. It is top 10, but he does it based on your point total. So if four teams have seven and they're tied for they're fifth, all they seven. all are fifth. Then the next score is sixth. Right, here comes Levittown. A little bit of a long break. They're just over the three-man ladder line. Ladder going up slow. Climber working it. Don't think that's going to get in the money Time for the for Rebels. Time for the Rebels. 7.55. 7.55. I'm just, I'm just going to go on a record and say let's let's get call place at the Hunter tournament. Two, two events, <laughs> two points. Usually what Spinelli does is if a team can't make it, then he'll go to the 11th place team and, and send them the invite. Dudley, you still listening down there? I'm just curious, what do you have on your watch for the Westerners? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you forgot, you forgot. That's all right. You 502. Okay. Oh, okay. He was more See, in line I with you. I he wasn't so far off. He was more in line with you there. Oh, we got to get these officials on their game for C-Ladder. So West Hampton's going to take first with a 517. From there we go 553 by the Hicks is going to take second. And we got to go down two at 562 by the Rinky Dinks. That's a big three points for them because it keeps them ahead of Merrick, who's trying to knock them out of the top five county points for the season. Port Washington's going to keep chipping away. They got two, and the Carl Place Frogs looking to get on the board. 582. They're going to get one point, and I'm going to say their first points in motorized ladder in quite some time. Oh, impressive to see. Congratulations. So one of the favorite things we've seen this season, one of the highlights, was Carl Place grabbing their first ever points at the state drill. Two points this year. Like we just said, one point in efficiency, one point in pump. And now they come out to Labor Day, get a point in B-Ladder. So congrats to the Carl Place Frogs. So the Frogs jumping up in the standings a little bit. There you go. Move the I equipment. see what you did there. <laughs> the results of the B-Ladder contest. First place with five points, the West Hempstead Westerners. In second place with four points, the Hicksville Hicks. Third place with three points. The North Belmore Rinky Dinks. In fourth place with two points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. And in fifth place with one point, the Call Place Frogs. All right, listen, while well, we got a, a little bit of time here between B and C ladder, I know Fred wants to do commercials. I just wanted to read one announcement. The Nassau County Volunteer Firemen Parade and Drill Team Captains Association is running a fundraiser Saturday, September 26th at Manning Pub and Grill. Featuring a DJ and a live radio broadcast. There'll be an open bar and buffet. $40 per person, 3 to 6 p.m. See any uh, officer from the Nassau County Volunteer Firemen's Parade and Drill 
Team Captains Association. And now we're going to Fred. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com open table or facebook or call 516-354-7797 with over 25 years of service in the fire industry high tech fire and safety continues to be a proud sponsor of new york state drill teams 
Hitech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, Hitech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in any time for a drink. State record is held by the Central Islip at a time of 8.71. First team on the line will be Roslyn Highland. Correction on that, the Baldwin Tomcats. Okay, we are back live on top of the Arch 2015 Labor Day invite at West Hempstead, hosted by West Hempstead at Hempstead. Uh, so far, we have the West Hempstead Westerners. They're up to uh, 10 out of 10, 682 and a 517. Then we go down to the Port Washington Roadrunners with six. Hicksville Hicks getting on the board. They have four, puts them right into third place. And then North Belmore, three. We got Merrick with two. Bunch of, bunch of points spread out after that. The Highlanders have three. I heard that they weren't running Sea Ladder today. The Sea Ladder contest is already locked up. West Hempstead wins it with 20 points on the season. So there's not really much of a race going on for that. New High Park second with 13. County points for the season already locked up overall. West Hempstead 110.5 points now. Hey, Len, I want to go back to uh, what you have for West Hempstead's Sea Ladder shot. I had a high four. Okay. Well, in, in fairness, I was petting Ducky's bulldog on the fence and had the microphone under my arm and a stopwatch, so throw that into the background. <laughs> you know, that's a loaded statement right there. <laughs> I went and looked at the buttons for the Westerner shot. It was 514, 517, 520. Okay, so I so. got a little excited there. A little bit of that. It's always hard to judge the start time, you know, when the light goes off. Just when, you know, Dudley says he's petting something. Yeah, right. All right. Baldwin. Here come the Baldwin Tomcats. They bring it in. They're under control just over the safety line. It's a little slow getting on. This is a long climb. Oh, and the slam makes it to the top. I missed the dig time. I don't know if you got anything, Dudley. Time for the Tomcats. 1-1.76. Next team on the line, the new High Park Termites. Dudley, just so you know, typically... That setup doesn't work too much past the hydrant, but if you want to test it today, let's see. No, 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 you can go a little further, and let's see how it goes. Uh, we haven't checked it in a while, but uh, if you want to go a little further, if we start getting some static, come on back. I like to uh, – I'm, I'm trying to see it. I know that six and a half feet before the cones is like where I, when I drove sea ladder here where I like to get out. Okay. Trying to get a perspective of seeing where guys are going today. Sure, chime in, let us know where everybody's getting on it or getting off it per se. Ex-Chief of uh, Hempstead, Scott Clark, doing a great job officiating today. I see him giving a big wave. I'm sure he's on one of Fred's 27 cameras. He'll be chief again. <laughs> X, 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 Chief. <laughs> Termites looking to get on the board, guys. A little bit of an injury in three-man ladder. Here come the Termites. Bring it just before the cones. Mike gets on the hard. Hitting the ground clean. Frankie's on. Clean shot. Yeah. I had him in the ground at 6.61. Time for the termites, 9.70970. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. What were they in the ground out there, Lenny? I had 6.61. Uh, 6 yeah, so that, that's the difference. 
you know, right there, usually you take at least four tenths off of that number, right? Six two, maybe even more than that. I don't know what you can do today with the yeah, the way that the trucks run and all the safety features on them, but I mean, six six, they've obviously taken things off. And, and Mike with was about digger there. Yeah. Mike yeah, was about eight feet before the cones. He was out, and uh, I don't know if you figured out who was digging the right side, but uh, they put the ladder in the ground, nice. Yeah, no, it just says, that, you know, I got some of the instant feedback saying that it was Devin, but we already knew about him. Just not sure who's on the other side. You know, talking about highlights from the 2015 season, you know, we got to give it to Mike Mara running a five flat. That's the time of the year in B ladder. At 42 years old, I mean, the, you know, I know he doesn't like to hear about his age, but that's the time of the year. And, uh, that the wasn't fastest, his only 5-0. Right. He had a couple of 5 -0s. It was a five flat that was the time of the year and the fastest yep. time in the sport since 2012. So that's one of the Crazy. highlights of this season, yep. Was that Artie? I know Artie loves that time. No, I was just... Something I wrote down. All right, here come the turtles. Nice drop by Merck. In control, that climber is on. Oh, stumbles in the middle of the ladder, makes it to the top. Merck with a nice controlled shot there, giving him a chance. Time for the turtles. 1-0.86. 1086. 686 in the ground. Next on the line, the Merrick Buckeyes. You know, what, you know what I'm watching? A lot of a lot of throwers, guys. I don't know if, if you if you guys, uh, Twan, you climb, but they don't hold the ladder. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I've seen a lot of ladders slam, and I, I was always taught once it starts coming down, you hold it. Maybe you can't hold it all the way out, but at least so that it doesn't slam against Slowing the Slowing it down, yeah. Yeah, I had the benefit of running with Zudi all those years, and it was uh, he, he always did a good job of preventing that from happening. You know, every now and then. Obviously, you know, it ha it's going to happen, but yeah, for the most part, you take as much as you can off of it. A little extra hot or... Yeah. So, yeah, what, what, I mean, what are the ladder highlights this season? We got, you know, we got Josh Kaysen running a 4.13 for the second time. I'll give you a little bit more about that in a second. Sea ladder just moves along quickly. Merrick Buckeyes with a big shot here. They want to keep track with North Belmore. Merrick puts it in the ground in a good spot. Climbers on. Ooh, again, stumbles in the middle on the slam. Just what you were talking about, Jack. That, that throw has got to hold him out a little bit longer. 732 in the ground. I don't know Time how much for they the Buckeyes. 10.70. Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. And what Jackie's saying is, folks, the thrower, it's not just get the ladder up with the climber and throw it. you got to throw it, and when it gets to that straight-up point, start slowing it down. Or even before that, the best ones can really judge it realize it's going up so fast and start slowing it down and, and do all you can and almost be like a cantilever you, you don't even the some of the throwers say you don't even see like behind the ladder they're like on the side you know uh, the way we run we go us our throw always has like his left foot underneath where the plate is steady in that ladder and given you know try not to bang you into the arch like uh, jackie was saying <laughs> Paul Washington on the line here. Interesting. After Paul Washington, you don't see anybody on the track. There's nobody on the track. I was just going to say you know, that. The, re the return road, obviously, not up and running. So what we're going to have to do is, I guess, let five teams go after Port Washington. So I guess that'll be a little bit of a I delay. I hope there's more. We can get the conversation going more about 2015 highlights. Got a couple things I want to get in before ladders are over. Awesome. But Port Washington with six points on the day. They're looking to close it. Four-point gap between them and the Westerners. Ten to six West Hampstead over four right now. So here come the Roadrunners. Danny right to the cones. Stops it well just before the three-man ladder line. Climber is on. Oh! oh, that's a nice shot. 6.51 in the ground. This should be a low nine. 
figure a 2-5 climb. Time for the road runners. Should be. 9.22. 9.22. Some happy roadrunners down there right now. Yeah, he, he brought the sea truck right right to the cones, got it under the control, gave him a little pop, and got out with a little momentum. What'd you think of that drive, Dudley? You, uh, I think you were right on that. He brought it heavy to the cones, and gave, gave him a nice ladder to climb there. So uh, while we have a parade of sea trucks coming down the track right now, obviously from underneath the arch toward the sea ladder line due to the lack of return road, Gives us a minute or two here, again, to continue talking about some highlights of 2015. Things we liked about 2015. Uh, we already talked about Mike Mara running the fastest B-ladder shot of the season. I just mentioned briefly Josh Kaysen running a 413 an individual ladder to tie that record for the second year in a row. That's something you got to like from this year. Yeah, can you go faster than a 413? I talked to Tommy Abramski about it the other day, and he's like, I don't know. You know, he just... He said his hat was off to Josh for doing it the second time. Of course. I mean, you you know. do it once is one thing. You yeah. do it twice. Uh, yeah. Not that he wasn't legit the first time, but you do it twice. And wow. I, and the fastest button was 4.11 out of the three, but it averaged up to a 13. So that was a fun thing to watch from the uh, from the ladder perspective this year. Dudley, I got one for you here. We're talking about B-ladder. You know, and one of the things that we missed during the B-ladder call at the state drill, you know, we were so just taken aback. It was such a great shot, the 501 by North Lindenhurst taking first place that we we neglected to mention the fact, and this was talked about on Labor Day at Hagerman, that the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers with Ducky running that 501, yep. they become the first team in racing history to have four different climbers run a 5 wow. I mean, put that in perspective, I mean, I, I think that just says a lot about North Lindy's ability to, to have some turnover, to, to, to teach, to get guys that are athletic and to turn them into good ladder climbers. So my hat's off to North Lindenhurst for four climbers running a 5-0. And again, I know and Paulie and Artie talked about it, but go ahead, Doug. And, and, and I got to be, uh, I got half of them as a driver between Ducky and Joe Boy. Ducky and, and Joe Boy, And right. Joe was in his 40s when he got his first 5-0. Right. I remember at the state drill in 08. Yeah, and then he, uh, Labor Day, he ran a 5-0-6. It, it was a little faster than that, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe Boy's a guy we could do a whole radio show on. I know. What he's uh, done with and for racing over the years. Um, hell of an athlete and, and run so many different positions and, and, and excelled at most of them. Of course, Tommy Abramski and A-Rock are the other two from North Lindenhurst to put it in the five O's. And, and Ducky with his quirky little personality. <laughs> what, Ducky what, with his plucky? Is that what you said? Uh, quirky. Oh, quirky. He, he actually wanted to run a four, not to be in the four club, but he wanted to be a guy that ran a five-one and then run right to the four. Right, because his, be his best was five-nineteen, <laughs> I think. Right, maybe five. On the line, That's funny. Call place frog. Interestingly enough, Ducky <laughs> Ducky puts himself in a three-way tie between, in case you know, for ladder stat guys out there, he's tied with Paul Jordan of the Westerners and Jay Newhoff of the Hobos, of the guys who have the fastest five that are not in the four club. They each ran a 501, but never put it in the fours. Ducky still a lot of career left. Jay Newhoff, we're thinking it's, uh, <laughs> it was a swan song the other day. And obviously, Paul. You had to put that stat out about Ducky. Got he just <laughs> went headfirst into the <laughs> low end of the pool. But, I mean, only three teams have had three climbers run a 5-0. Patchogue, Yellow Hornets, and the Westerners. I remember Craig did it just a couple years ago here, and we had a whole conversation about them becoming the third team to have a third climber to run a 5-0. Patchogue had three? Yeah, Mike Pickney, Cushing, and Messi. Oh, and Mike did it too. Yep. Okay, I didn't think of Mike. Tommy, Sorry, Mike. Tommy, Jojo, and me for the Hornets. Junior De Silva, Craig, and Paul for the Westerners. You hear the car plays yep. frogs. Hey, the frogs are in. Whoa, Whoa. they get off hot just over the three-man ladder line. Maybe a little too hot. 
Climber struggles a little getting on. That was warm. Time for the Frogs. 11.36. 11.36. Next team on the line, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. To give them a, a little credit for, for handling that shot. They got a little squirrely and uh, the driver, driver gave it to them right there. Yep. And they, they, they were able to keep it within the, you know, before the plumb line, but Climber couldn't quite handle it. It's Labor Day, Jack. Can't hold nothing back now. <laughs> Give him the drop. We know. Got the, got the whole we season know. to heal up, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Boy, this, uh, this crowd is filled in very nicely. It's a little thin for three man, but stands almost full on the south side. North side is uh, under yeah. repair right now. Yep. Under repair. <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. Under the weather. That, that, that must be a time of material job. What's yeah, right. <laughs> Yellow Hornets on the line here looking to get... Oh, no, they are on the board. They got 1.3 man ladder. So, you know, to get into money right now, we have, let's see, a 922, 970, 1070, 1086. Fifth place would be the 1136 that you just heard from the Frogs. Frogs looking to go back-to-back, -back, taking a point in each. All right, Hempstead Yellow Hornets are off the line. They're through the cones. Bringing it in warm right on the three-man ladder line. Climber has a little bit of a problem getting on and stumbles in the middle of the ladder. And he makes it to the top. Truck was bouncing in the break there. You got to look at the uh, tire pressure in the fronts, I think. Time for the Yellow Hornets, 11.95. 11.95. What else is new? 6.53 to the Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. Twan giving a little jab. Disregard <laughs> <laughs> that. Yellow right there. The next now, team on the line, uh, this year's host of this event, the West Hempstead Westerners. It's more of, I feel like there are probably Yellow Hornets listening at home, and it was more of like a joke, because... We always had to deal with some type of tire pressure thing, or <laughs> who knows. Dudley, getting back to that 501, man, you guys had to be pretty psyched running back to the track after that, running, running back to camp. 501, I mean, that, that's faster than any AROC time in the state drill, to put that in perspective. You know, AROC's run 50s, but never a 501. So, again, one of the highlights of the things we liked in 2015. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, and, and hats off to guys like, you know, CI. I remember, you know, we had the team on the back going back to camp, and, all their guys were out in front, you know, clapping yep. us on, and you know, high-fiving the guys on the back of the truck shows what what kind of kind of act CI is, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, th th if roles were reversed, we'd be doing the same thing to them. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good feeling, you know. Yeah. All right, here come the Westerners. Get back to that in a minute. Let's give West Hampton their due. Looking to sweep ladders for the third year in a row at this tournament, bringing it right to the cone. In a good spot, Craig is on. Little wow. stumble in the middle, not much. That's going to be an eight, guys. Looking to beat the 922 of Paul Washington. That should that be an eight. Time for West Hempstead. 8.92. Had him in the ground at 6.31. Next team on the line, I'm at Hassett Lakeville Minutemen. That is one one-hundredth of a second off of Craig's personal best 8.91. I believe that's true. I don't know if he put it in. Did he put it in the 88s this year? State that's right, 889. That's right, correct, yeah. correct. So right about that number. He's put 889, 891, now 892. Well, that was that, I mean, minor hiccup in his climb. But yeah. Ever, ever so slight. But a uh, great run by the West Hampstead Westerners as they continue to pound away at this drill. Things we liked about 2015, we were talking about the North Lindy 501 at the state drill. Uh, someone's chiming in right now saying, Tuan, I believe North Lindy had five climbers in the 5.0s. Kevin Sullivan, believe it or not, I actually confirmed this with Chris Connell last night, so I'm glad you, you, I'm glad you bring up Kevin Sullivan. Uh, his best was in the 5.1s. And if you actually go back, North Lindy has three other climbers in the 5.1s. Wow. 
uh, Kenny Stallone and Mikey Clement, along with Kevin Sullivan. So that's six climbers, what, that's seven climbers, five, one or better. You know, it's pretty impressive, and I think it just shows about their ability to to handle the turnover in the climber position and get people that are competitive on the back of that truck. And we even had Bobby Glegg climb for a half a season with us. Really? From Roslyn? I don't remember that. Here comes Manhasset. Stanley brings it across the cone. A lot of break there just over the safety line. Climber struggling. Slips in the middle. And he completes it. 6.98 in the ground. Dude, that's Bobby. Time for the minute, Ben. 1-2.98, Is Bobby Glad from Roslyn, Dudley? Uh, yeah, Bobby was I with us for a, a season. I he vaguely remember that. And uh, right. he actually uh, he, he climbed one or two tournaments for us. Yeah. We had Mike McNamara climb a tournament or two also. Oh, yeah? Uh, he was never a... Uh, no, not a 5-1 guy. No. Good, right, nozzle, right. good nozzle man. But yeah, uh, of course. He uh, was okay. We're talking about ladders. He so. was he, all right. He was a good climber in Selden. We'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a loaded statement right there, Dudley. <laughs> we love your uh, your comedy. Oh, thank you, thank you. But, uh, yeah, and, and it's funny, you know, Twani brought Kenny Stallone up. Kenny and Ducky started together. Right. It, Kenny would run B ladder and Ducky would run C ladder. And I remember thinking back, just because of Ducky's personality, I'm like, you know what, Kenny's going to end up being the climber. And I thought eventually that they'd always race and one of them would be the thrower and the other one would be the climber for them and maybe move Your attention Chris, Chris please out. with the rules committee the general judges the grievance committee and the local committee meet the chief judge on a course but for the water test so just a little the backstory there is that uh move the equipment i thought kenny would be a uh, climber right and I thought maybe Ducky would be the thrower, just because Kenny had that A-Rock body style. You know, he had that, that he kind of built like A-Rock. He was using A-Rock's ladder. And uh, I just, I, I, I always thought that Kenny would be the climber. And Kenny only did it for about a year, and he's got that 5-1. Uh, what, what, what ended up happening to him? He just, Kenny, he's uh, not racing at all, no? Kenny's, Kenny's a the city police officer, and right. uh, he just, he works nights. So he, he comes and helps us out and gives us a lot of laughs. We wish we could have him And the results cars. of the Sea Ladder event. You guessed it. First place, five points. Kenny the Stallone. West Hempstead Westerners. Second place with four points. The Port Washington Roadrunners. Third place with three points. The New Hyde Park Termites. In fourth place with two points. The Merrick Buckeyes. And in fifth place with one point. The Westbury Turtles. You know, going back to that, you know, I think we were still here then, right, uh, Twan, when they both started climbing, yeah. maybe at the end of the year? So you, yeah. You've seen the, the whole arc of the circle there of them starting out and learning how to, to do it to yep. where we are now with them. Yep. And, uh, you, you know, and I, like I said, kudos to Kevin Connells, all the guys in North Lindy that are around teaching the guys to, uh, to be able to do that. All right. Um, being given the signal here. When we come back, uh, we're going to continue talking about things that we liked in 2015. Let me just give out the number uh, to call if you want to chime in with an idea. But what did you like about the 2015 season? 631-495-5008. Send us your ideas. We'll get the conversation going. Before we go to break, Lenny has one more announcement to make. One more announcement. The Islip Terrace Fire Department is running a Rocktoberfest on October 3rd. The show starts at 3 p.m. The doors open at 2.30 There'll be live performances from Jimmy Kenny and the Pirate Beach Band. I understand that's a Jimmy Buffett cover band. Also, Dakota Rose. Music in between the bands by DJ Elite. Uh, the tickets are $25. The pre-sale before September 20th. $30 a day of the event. And you can call for more information. 
581-7350. Okay, and with that, we will be back for a little water test, a little bit more of a conversation about things we liked in 2015. Stay tuned. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-Ex Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 the Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to Trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. 
How well does your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud Long supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State drill team racing as they celebrate their 40-second year of publishing. They're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State drill teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The I'm Inn sorry. at New Hyde Park, Long it's Island's premier catering to. facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, itself. and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com open table or facebook or call 516-354-7797 with over 25 years of service in the fire industry high tech fire and safety continues to be a proud sponsor of new york state drill teams 
Hi-Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, Hi-Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for... Attention, please. The water time for today will be 4.65 with 144 feet and 1-inch hose. One inch hose. <laughs> I think he meant a one inch nozzle tip. <laughs> one inch hose. That's point four six five water. I got a good joke here, but I, I'm gonna hold back. <laughs> it's it's from the seventies and eighties. You guys know what I'm thinking? One inch hose. Uh, no. Okay. Oh yeah yeah no I get it yeah yeah now I get it right 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 right. I, I gotcha. That, that topic came up tentatively <laughs> like one broadcast. <laughs> Well, anyway, we're back, live on top of the arch. Welcome back. <laughs> Jackie Cloudman, Lenny Gombert. Twan Timothy Moran. What's going on, everybody? West Hampshire Westerners out to a lead. They have 15 out of 15. Interestingly enough, that's the third year in a row that the Westerners have swept ladders at the Labor Day Invitational. So they're putting on a show for the hometown fans here. Port Washington Roadrunners have 10 points. They're in second place, and it's a two-dog race right now, 15 to 10, because after that, you drop all the way down to four between the Hicks, the Buckeyes, and that's it. And then we got a couple teams at three, including Roslyn, New High Park, and North Belmore. How many how many teams total are... are uh, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen. 13. About 13 teams here today. West Hempstead already locked up. Nassau County points for the season. We have a good race going on for second place between Port Washington and New High Park. Currently, Port Washington is up 73.5 to 66.5, so they have a seven-point lead after ladders with, with what started out as a deadlock 63.5 tie. The North Belmore Rinky Dinks are in. That's going to be fourth place with 20... I'm sorry, that's a Hicksville Hicks in fourth place with 26.5. And then the race for fourth, uh, for fifth and sixth, excuse me, Mer uh, North Belmore, 24 points in fifth place. And the Merrick Buckeyes looking to get in the mix. They have 15 and a half points, so they're going to have to gain eight and a half points to tie the North Belmore Rinkadinks if they want to get in the top five. Seahose on the year. We got quite a good race going on here. Seahose is not locked up. In fact, the next four contests are all up for grabs, and they're quite close. This is the closest race. Right now you have West Hempstead and Port Washington tied for the Seahose Trophy. They both have 11.5 points on the season. you got the New High Park Termites with 11. So it's a three-team race for the Seahose County Point title for the year in Nassau. 11.5, 11.5, 11. So that'll be a good sub-story here as we continue with our 2015 Labor Day drill. So you heard 465 water. We've been talking about things we liked about 2015. 
We mentioned a lot of things in ladders. Uh, I'll give one final thing in ladders, and then we can, uh, you know, change up the story a little bit. But thanks for the people chiming in at home. We have another text message here. One of the highlights they thought for 2015 was the state drill B ladder contest. And Lenny, we were up there watching. You remember three five O's, reminiscent of the, uh, you know, the O three state drill when you get a lot of heavy numbers up there. You know, I was talking a little bit about the, uh, Craig Hayes with that. They ran a 509, Jack, and, you know, they're back at camp thinking, sweet, this is great. You know, maybe five, maybe four points we're getting. You know, then the Hobos come down, I believe, right, 505. And then the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers come down and even best that with a 501. Yeah, Heavy it was, number. It was a, th it was a throwback. Uh, there, there was a, a time period back there. I, I think I don't know if it was early 2000s, late 90s, maybe even mid 90s, where you, you had to run those numbers yeah. to even think about getting points. And there was just a lot of good ladder teams back back in those days. Yeah, it was actually 503 by the Hobos. Excuse me. So it was 01, 03. A little bit of a drop off of fourth and fifth. New High Park 530, East Ice at 547. But yeah, you go back to like the 01 state. I mean. 515 didn't even score that day by the Bayshore Redskins, so it's been well documented about that fact. So thank you for chiming in. If you want to chime in and join the conversation, the number to do it is 631-495-5008. What'd you like about the 2015 yep. season? It doesn't just have to be the state drill. It's it could be all, anything. The whole year, yeah. Right, and and this is the last thing I'll talk about ladders before we get into something else. Uh, the Copac Yellowbirds, three-man ladder team. I got to give a shout out to them for the season. You know, they they switched third man. Earlier switch, in the season. They didn't have a choice. Yeah. They didn't switch. They right. were forced to make a change. First year climber running third man. And that was his first year? I believe it was. I, you know, oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Send me a text up know. here. But I, I think it's his, I thought it was his first year running third man. I don't know. But, yeah, if they made the switch, I'm thinking they made the switch this season. Yep. Anyway, they run some 6-3s. I believe America in a 6-3. They come to the state tournament with six with three 6-41s in front of them. They come down and run a 6-37 to take first place. And if that is his first year climbing, and I'm future, sorry I don't know the name, looks bright. Yeah. but just think, to win the three-man ladder contest in the state drill in your first year running it, I mean, that puts you into, you know, conversation with Michael Mara. I don't know that anyone else has done it. I believe Michael's first year was 1990, but I actually, no, he didn't win it in 1990. The Hobos did. Michael won three-man ladder for the first time with the Dutchman in 91 at Hagerman just edging out the Yellow Hornets by a hundredth of a second. So. Well, you know, Twan, you talk about Copenhagen. Uh, yeah. You know, we were all excited uh, doing the announcing with the third 641 when Bayshore ran late in the pack and right. said, wow, imagine a three-team runoff. And I heard that might not have happened for different reasons. But, you know, the excitement, Jackie, of a three-team runoff in the state drill in the first race. And then Copenhagen comes up and says, uh-uh, it's ours. <laughs> 633 was Very the number to impressive. correct myself. But, yeah, it was impressive. And I'm getting a text by Ryan Murphy. Uh, the guy's name is Charles Brand, so thank you, uh, Ryan. Chris Brand, excuse me, and he did run first man while Billy was there, Billy okay. Hoffman was there. And that's the other thing, too. You know, you, you lose Billy Hoffman, you, you lose a Vinnie Bogart. Uh, that's on my notes. You, you know? You know, that's yeah, on ahead. my notes overall. Um, the progress uh, that Copeg made this year from the start of the year to the finish. I mean, they lost Vinny a couple of years ago, and, yeah. and that's a big loss. Vinny's a, a, a great utility guy. can use him in so many different areas, and he excels in all of them. And then to lose Billy last year, you're, you're you know, motorized climber, you're three-man ladder climber, you're hydra man. Um, to lose him and still bounce back and have a chance to win the state drill. When you're on the line of buckets. Yeah. Had they well, I don't think they could have won it going they, into buckets. They, they could have they got up to second, I think. No, if they beat the 2089, interestingly, they had eight points. If they beat the 2089, it could be a three-way tie for first. Because it would have knocked West Sable and the Hobos down but to 13. That to, see them, to see them but stick yeah. with it right. and not get discouraged and keep developing talent in yep. Copenhagen, which, you know, hasn't been the strongest racing town for decades. Right. Uh, over the last 10 More years of a new or so. Team, yeah, right. Yep. 
But, uh, I mean, hats off to Copay. Great job this year, and I can't wait to watch them next year. I'm becoming a Yellowbirds fan. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird is the word. Bird. <laughs> and they just came in fifth place in, H- in Hagerman, correct? Yeah, I think they came down the track. Uh, I believe they were top five, yeah. Fifth. Yeah, they were fifth place. Yep. So the guys back at Kobeg, if you're listening, congrats on a good season. One of the highlights of 2015 has to be the story of the Kobeg Yellowbirds. So congrats, guys. Congrats on a three-man lattice state drill win. I mean, that's that's big in and of itself, you know. I that mean, finished that race off. Yeah. So yeah. great. I mean, yeah. we, to be that excited at, uh, what was it, uh, 9.30 in the morning, uh, Twan? Yeah, it was whatever. early. Yep. Maybe uh, 9.45. I mean, we were jumping off the arch at that point, excited about how the day was going to go. And uh, uh, hats off to them, like you said. They made it exciting for everybody. Definitely set the tone. And, you know, the 641, like you said, I mean, we're going to have a three-team runoff in the state trail. It was incredible. And then Kopeg putting the K-Bosh on it with a 633. So. It, was, it was funny the way the way that day started off. It, it, it looked like there was just going to be punches traded all, all day long. And then and uh, it was. <laughs> then it just tightened up. It, it was no, one, no one could uh, deliver the knockout punch is what happened. That's yeah. right. Yep. So we are uh, just awaiting the final touches here. The water's been tested, and the track's been wet. Not that much, though, Jack, right? Don't they usually wet it a little more at both ends? It, it uh, a <laughs> doesn't, doesn't look really wet at all. Yeah, right that's what I'm saying. It looks a little dry. I'd like to be running first here. So the Baldwin Tomcats with a, uh, I'm not going to say a major advantage, but they're going to get a chance here to uh, be able to run. I think we're having a problem with the target, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure what the delay is. They, they yeah, announced the water at 465, so everything is good with that. Yeah, everything looks good at the hydrant. Yeah. They s- see some officials and uh, some local committee uh, playing with the target a little bit. All right. So I'm not sure if the timing truck is getting the proper signal or what Here, the here's, issue is. Here's something interesting. Neil Brogan just posted a message on the GroupMe app, and I'll read it to you. It's about Phil Athenas, longtime member of the New High Park Termites, and I didn't Long know this. Long time. He's like since day one, I think. Since, I, the, since the termite was hatched from the egg. <laughs> I didn't know about this, uh, What is it, Fred? 35 so, years? So, Neil writes, Today marks the retirement of Phil Athenas from, the, from New High Park. Today, on his 53rd birthday, he'll pack away his sneakers. In his career, Phil has won eight Nassau County Point Championships, had 16 top five finishes in a state drill. 16. Think about that. In the state. 16. Wow. And has a total of 35 years jumping off the trucks. And we're not talking just motor pump. No. We're talking sea ladder. Every ladder, position, yeah, everyone. I think, too. Yep. He's run everywhere. Our hats off to fill in Phil. So congrats on a great career. And <laughs> they're going to be the second team to run today. And they do have a chance to go out with a county point victory in both C-Hose and B-Hose. Like I said, they'll have to gain a half a point on Port Washington and West Hampton. So just back up. So. You said 16 top five finishes uh, in the state trail. According to Neil Brogan, that is what he wrote. There are guys on teams that have raised 15 in 20 years that wanted one top five. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, 16. Incredible. I mean, you, th- you talk about all those new High Park teams, and we had the conversation up on top of the arch at the state drill. One of the best teams to not win a state drill. Yeah. And, and Phil is a big yep. reason for the, the fact that they were there in the conversation. So you're going to say win. big reason they no, didn't no, win. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. that's going to go. You know, don't disrespect the man. No, no, definitely not. But uh, he's one of the reasons they were in that, you know, in position to win a lot of those drills. Sure. So, you know. That's a lot. 16, I didn't realize there was that many. That's a lot. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a ton. I mean, I mean the, the there's sec- other guys that are going to, you know, 
whether you get with uh, CI or, or West Sable or even some of the guys from Ice Look or whatever. But, um, but again, a team that's never won it right. to have that many top fives, that's uh, surprised. In- again, he hasn't jumped that's off the bridge yet. That's the Seahawks <laughs> contest. Hats off to you, Phil. Yeah, congrats, State Phil. State record for this event is 11.93, held by East Islip. The first team on the line today will be the Baldwin Tomcats. Do you know what I realize about Phil not racing anymore? Yeah, you're old. No, because <laughs> every week Joe Boy is happy when he's racing because he's not the <laughs> oldest guy, and now Joe Boy is going to have to be the oldest guy on the track. How old's Joe Boy? He's got to be 48 or 49, yeah, 40s, right? right? He is almost 5'0". Yeah. Getting a text back here. Chris Brandt from Copag, just to quickly clarify one thing. He started running three-man ladder this year after Lindenhurst. R- running third man. Third so first year as a third man. But an adjustment winning from, the state drill in from three-man first ladder. man to yeah. third man. That's yeah. a big adjustment. No, it's not easy to do. That's a big adjustment. Huge adjustment. Dudley, you want to give us so. the stick times? Can you do that? Was that a yes? I got a capability to do that. All right. <laughs> We're going to count on you for the stick times. All right. So the Baldwin Tomcats are going to be the first team to run some sea hoes today. 11.93, of course, the state record, the track record here, 11.99, West Sable, back at the 06 Hempstead Invite. All right, here come the Baldwin Tomcats down the track. A little bit out in the middle, but looking decent. Hydraman in position, gets it on. He's got water in the hose. Oh, the nozzle man and the breaker go a little bit past it. They get the nozzle on just in time, and a decent hit on the target. That was a tough one. Jackie, they both went by it, the nozzle man and the uh, breaker, but they got back to it. With the water here in Hempstead, that's not easy. 3.70, 13.70. Nice recovery. 8.16 on the stick. Nice recovery. Did you happen to see that the nozzle man completely let go of it? on the line, the New High Park Termites. Uh, nozzle man completely let go of the nozzle though when he when he spun it on, and I, I think that's when he got the water, so it, it threw him off a little on the target. That yeah. might be something he wants to work on yeah, a little I, bit. I never but went with the spin. I went with the you know click turn, and if you're on a quarter or a half, it should hold. I just found out all four of the four of those guys. This is their first year racing, so I put a nice little run together. Yeah, there. yeah 1370. Decent shot there for the Boulder Tomcats. But so. yeah, when they review that on video or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm only one guy, but we don't usually spin and let go of it, as Jackie's saying. Click, turn, and hold it, and, and be ready for that water. And, and you got to make sure your threads are good to do that. Now, if your threads aren't good and you got to spin it, well, that's something else. But. So we talked about Phil. We talked it up. And what could be, you know, you never know. I, it's always like a 99% thing when they retire, right? Maybe a 70% thing. <laughs> but if this is the last C-hose shot of Phil's career, he could go out. By winning or helping his team win the county point title in Seahose. They have 11 on the season. They got to gain a half a point on Port Washington and where, West Hempstead. Where, and where is he running? I've seen him drive it. I've yeah. seen him run. I think I know I've seen him break. I'm not sure if I've seen him run nozzle. I think I've seen him run high. Oh, he's breaking. He's breaking. That's yeah. his probably most solid spot. But yep. I've seen him drive this race. But to do it at 53 years of age. Right, off of their sea truck, which athlete. moves. <laughs> yeah. you know? so, as you most of the sea right. trucks do. Bone dry at the hydrant. A little bit wet now at the nozzle end. I have some interesting numbers about Manhasset Lakeville when they come to in terms of guys running on the back for a long time. But let's give it to New High Park right now. Go ahead, Len. All right. New High Park. Mike Athena is bringing it down the track. Straight as an arrow. 
Frankie Sonnenberg off. He's giving him water. They're going to have a chance here, folks. This could be a solid shot. The nozzle's on. Ooh, little miss on the target. Had a 7-13 hookup. Sorry about that, Dudley. What'd you have? Six eighty-nine. Okay, I'm going with your Time number. for the termites. One two point eight six. Twelve eighty-six. So there you go. Sorry, Dudley, I got excited. Did you notice something about the stream coming out of the nozzle end? I don't know if it looked a little bit. Yeah, yeah it, it looked like it broke up a little bit. And actually, I, I thought he was almost on the plate, but it, it just wasn't enough to to yeah. trip it up. I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's a little nick on the uh, in the bore or uh, definitely looked weird coming out. A little bit of a breakup, I would agree. Um, Twan noticed it. Well, if you guys saw three of us noticed it. Sometimes you get that outside jacket on there. And if that, that jacket bunches up a little bit, it, it, it crimps the, the hose a little bit inside, and that could break up the stream as well. Normally teams, and, and New High Park's very smart, normally teams stretch that jacket right before you, you pack the hose, so I would doubt it was that, but I guess it's a possibility. That 1286 currently sits at first place and puts New High Park in position to win Seahose County points for the season. It'll depend on Port Washington and West Hempstead. Next team on the line, the Merrick Buckeyes. Well, again, we, you've been telling the story all day, Twan Merrick, looking to keep chipping away and trying to get in that top five in the county. they got a lot of work to do now. Yeah, they're back to where they started. They started the day, I believe they were down eight and a half, and now they're down that same total. Actually, no, they gained one. They're up four to three on, on North Belmore. They need to gain eight and a half more points on those rinky-dinks. North Bel uh, Merrick, one county point in Seahoes this season. All right, here come the Buckeyes. Again, pretty straight down the track. A little conservative at the hydrant and a little deep. Stick is down, but only halfway. Breaker goes by it. Nozzle Man breaks himself. Pretty good shot on the target, but overall, not so good. Time for the Buckeyes. 1-5.03. 15-03. You know, the, uh, the, the there was a good drop at the hydrant. He just, the hydrant man never, never cut to the hydrant. He just kept going straight. And it didn't look like it was too hot for him. It just, like, he never made his uh, right-hand turn there. So what, Dudley, what you're saying is he's got to be ready to cut as soon as he gets off. He's got to be aware of where that hydrant is. Exactly. Right. Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. You know, Dudley, as a as a driver, I'm, I'm sure you would agree. As one of the one of the first things, also, I was taught when you when you're getting off the truck is, is knowing where you are on the course. And uh, you know, sometimes when you, you get a guy that's real good on the back, can help the driver out. I know the drivers make uh, make the guys on the back look good all the time. But every once in a while, you know, you get a driver, you go a little deep. The guy recognizes it. He, he goes a little quicker and, and is able to save the shot. But uh, knowing where you are on the course is is, is huge when you're doing this. Well, that talk about things we liked in 2015. I'm getting text messages from the Copeg Yellowbirds. They have their own separate group me saying it's blowing up on the team group me about all the praise they're getting. So, actually, uh, their third man, Char Charlie, is uh, texting me. So, again, congrats again, Yellowbirds. So, so we're getting invited to the so. Yellowbirds after-season dinner. That's is that right. what you're saying, uh, uh, Maybe some free roses, Valentine's Day, <laughs> you know. Hey, they did Throw a good job. Uh, One-stop shop for all your Valentine's Day needs. We do the same thing in Hempstead. You know, all, all joking aside, I mean, uh, us doing the announcement and all, when a team doesn't do so well, we have to call it that way. And when a team does well, we call it that way. So, you know, hopefully teams don't take it personally. And 
And you're doing well. We're going to let you know that, too. So Let's go. They're obviously excited, and I'm sure uh, they're disappointed in the sense that they have to wait till next season to start racing again. I know. You start getting hot at the right point, and you think, oh. Now it's, that's a team that probably ball. wants to keep practicing <laughs> another <laughs> month. Or give us two more drills. We'll watch what we can do. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons why North Lindy has good turnover at their ladder climber position, because they would come out after Labor Day and practice. So, you know, the weather's warm enough. Anyway, Port Washington on the line, 10 points. they got to catch five on West Hempstead in the drill, but they have 11.5 county points in the season. Got to beat the 1286 if they want to take it home. Here they come. Danny Salerno got him straight as an arrow. Nice drop. Donald's on the hydrant. Truck skitches a little bit at the nozzle, but they're going to have a chance. Hit it. Nice oh, run. Shot. Good shot. I got a heavy number at the hydrant. What do you got? 675. Woo! I got a low 12 overall. Time for the Roadrunners. 12.38. Nice shot there by the Port Washington Roadrunners. 12.38's heavy number. Of course, we're used to 12.1s, 2, 12.2s, but 12.3's still up there, guys. And you know, Danny Salerno's got that flair for uh, drama. As soon as he heard the time, he started the truck back up. <laughs> you know, 12.3. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what their team record is in Seahoes. Yeah, but, I don't I know mean, either. That's got to be knocked that, on the door, I would that think. Is, you know? That is their team record. I just nice. asked Donald. We're going to get Donald for an interview in a minute. Good. Yeah. Right. yeah. So congrats there. Now, that puts them in position to win Seahoes County points for the season. Uh, that eliminates New High Park's chances of winning it. So West Hempstead, the only other team that could beat it. If West Hempstead wants to win County Point Seahoes, they have to beat a 12-38 or tie the 12-38. Jack, what'd you think of that run? I mean, just smooth all the way through, right? The whole the whole way. That's what I was just gonna say. Nothing, nothing uh, extravagant. Just a very, very smooth, uh, controlled shot. And sometimes when you, you know, you, you have to work hard. Sometimes you don't get the the numbers. I think that sometimes when you run the best numbers, everything just seems to go nice, smooth, and easy. Hey, Len, I'm getting beat up over my hydrant hit here. What do you? Oh, what? Your number? Yeah, my number. What, it wasn't hot enough or it was a little slower? Uh, your, your former teammate out here is telling me that I'm off. The what? current the current uh, state record holder, uh, Jay Skidmore, uh, his team, I'm told I'm off. So. Well, what'd they have? They had seven O's. I had seven ten. But I mean, the Wildcats, you know, and uh, the Guzzlers, they got special hoes, so, you know. Well, the Wildcats, our thumbs are getting old, so you can't go by our thumbs. All right, I got I got Donald uh, Smallwood here. He, that is their team record, 1238. Uh, Donald, uh, how'd you feel in that run? Felt nice and smooth. Uh, Danny gave me a nice shot right on top of the hydro where I like to be. Less time to think. And uh, Chris and Richie uh, did a great job down there. That was team record. And I uh, just just love this team, man. We worked hard all year. You know, kind of what we were talking about was. You know, you had the, the whole thing go on with Kyle this year not being able to race, and you guys really had to come together, move some guys around, and, and still have a productive season. And got a good shot to uh, be the uh, winners of this drill if you keep it going and maybe get a couple of help from uh, West Hempstead, maybe not putting up their best numbers. What do you think? Well, I mean, West Hempstead, it's going to be tough to beat them. You know, it, they're just such a great team. But, Ask him uh, if he ever ran better with, with Roslyn. the team and all the hard work we had to do this year. I mean, like I said, we had two different climbers this year, and attention, I mean, please. I've never been part of a Spectators team along so the fence are asked to please find a seat in the stands. Just working, working, working every night at practice. All spectators along the fence are asked to please find a seat in the stands. Stay competitive with West Hempstead. Did you ever run a better Seahorse shot in Roslyn? No, my best in Roslyn was a 12:42. Was 
stand run a nozzle, I was breaking. All right, there you have Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Dudley, can you ask him one more question? Uh, I got if, one more question. What, what, Paul Washington, last time they won a tournament on the island, major motorized. Yeah, this is something me and Tuan would talk about earlier. When was the last time Paul Washington won a tournament on Long Island? Uh, Just if he won those. I don't know uh, if he... He can get back to us. He was in diapers. Yeah, Just because, you know, they're going to be in a run. Uh, I mean, I know they won our... Next team on the line will be the call place frogs. Uh, you got homework to do. Yeah, come back. Let us know. Yeah, he doesn't have enough nice to shot, do. Nice shot, Dom. <laughs> He's got to get ready for B-Hose giving him homework. Congrats. <laughs> congrats again to the Port Washington Roadrunners. A new team record in C-Hose 12 38. My guess in his life, Donald didn't do very good doing homework, so <laughs> <laughs> just what I know about him. <laughs> Dudley in the house. <laughs> well, he, he did say right on top of the hydrant, no time to think. All right, so he'll get back to us in two years with that answer. <laughs> 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 All right, car place frogs on the line. Uh, Donald's another great racing guy. You know, we talk about Joe Boy. And we, we have some other old-timers we're going to talk about retiring, right, Twan? Yeah, yep, anniversaries on the track, all not, that good not stuff. Not that uh, Donald's retiring, but great racers. Carl Place Frogs getting a point earlier today in B ladder for the first time in quite a while to get motorized ladder points. So they've, they've done a, lo a lot of that this season, scoring points in the stage drill and then now motorized point and ladders. See what they do here in C Hose. Yep, bringing it down the track. A little bit wavy, a little double break. Water is on. They got a shot at a run here. Break is made. Nozzle double. Oh, two shots at the nozzle. I thought he had it on. Jack, did you think he had it on the second shot? I thought he had it on, yeah. Yeah, it must have been like an eighth or a sixteenth of a turn, and it didn't hold. Time for the Frogs. 17.81. 1781. What you have on the hook up there, Dudley? I had uh, 695, but you'll have to check with uh, <laughs> Billy and uh, Jay Skidmore. 695. And, and, you know, watching that run, the way they came in, I don't know if it was by design, that was kind of like a CI run, like a hard break back on the gas, and then... I said that, the a little bit of a double break, yeah. And almost, if you look back, Jack, you can almost see, coming across the cones... Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. Coming across the cones, Jack, you can see a, a, a set of break marks, mm -hmm. and then everybody hits it hard at the end. That might have been from them. We noticed that uh, Saturday in Hagerman, CI, coming in doing the same thing in, uh, I think it was C-Ladder. And Ralph Nichols had 688, so I don't feel bad right now. Wow. <laughs> That's a hot, That's hot a number, hydrant yeah. there for the call place frogs. I definitely see some potential on that host team right there. They, they look like they know what they were doing. See the potential on the whole team. So the frogs, like you said, uh, Twan, you know, a little bit of a story scoring in two races in the state. Yep. And showing, uh, you know, potential in some of these other races. And Look out for the frogs. And if one team can't make the Joe Hunter drill that's above them, then they'll get the invite. That's how how spread out the points were at this year's state drill. That well, they're going to have to know. take uh, somebody yeah. out to dinner. Or that's something. right. <laughs> in case folks are wondering, the time of the year in Sea Hose this season, 12.35 by the Bayshore Redskins. Um, that was run at Central Islip. That's 12.38 by the Roadrunners today, just three one-hundredths of a second off of that. You got the Yellow Hornets who've run a 12-3 this year, and you got West Hempstead who are capable. Does that number go down today? It's always nice to get the Big 8 fastest time of the season. This so. is the place to do it. We all know that. Guys from Bayshore probably listening, seeing if their time will hold up. No trophy for that, more of a bragging rights type of a thing. Here come the Westbury Turtles. All right, Westbury. Merck bringing it down the track. Nice drop of the hydrant. Kenny, ooh, Kenny's stumbling just a little bit. Oh, nice recovery, though. He's giving him water. 
stumbling and bumbling at the top end as well. That Turtles. A lot of things went wrong there, and it's still going to be a low 13, I think. Turtles pulling for the Turtles. double duty this weekend. 1-3.24. Wow. 12-34. Kenny went past it, had to come back. They stumbled 24. a little bit at the nozzle end, had to come back. 13-24 yeah, was 13, the time, 24, just yeah. to clarify. What do you have ultimately on the stick? Uh, uh-oh, I see him comparing numbers with Billy. It was 13-24 for the Turtles. I, I had 8.03, he had 7.98, so... Uh, All I, right, I, you're getting closer, you're getting closer. I said those St. James thumbs, we're getting a little slow without having a team. We don't get to practice, you know, two times a week. Hey, oh, he, ha- he has a team, he said. Yeah, he does, he does. He, he practices a little more than me. Next team on the line, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. So the Yellow Hornets are going to take the line here. Mikey Spatz going to be running your hydrant. we got Matt Spinelli. He's going to be running nozzle for the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Again, that shot earlier in the season at the Hempstead Invite. 12-3, Coming right out of the gate. Yeah, it was a 12-39, which is four one-hundredths of a second off of the time of the year. So anybody listening to the stands, pay attention right here. They're on their home track. They ran a 12-3 about a month ago. And now they got some real practice under their belt, so... This could be interesting, Jack. See what the Yellow Hornets could do here. Looking to build off. They have one point on the day on three-man ladder. Again, be nice for them to come down the track top five. That's definitely their goal for today. It's the goal for all teams here, but if they're going to do it, they need points here. Tommy Marr giving him the revs. Got Lenny looking intently at that light to get the start for you. And they're off. Go ahead, Lenny. All right. Hempstead bringing it down the track. Another good drive. Nice drop. Oh, smooth. Awesome. The water's on. They got a shot to make a time here. Matt with the nozzle on. He's got to hit it. Ooh, a little wave, but brought it right back. It's going to be close. Good job. Mid-12, mid maybe. Time for the Yellow Hornets. 1-2.59. 12.59. So 12.59, still an impressive time. Dudley, what you get on the stick? Curious Next about that. Next team on that. the line, the Hicksville Hicks. I had 6.84. 6.84? Okay, yeah. I, I don't know that... I, I thought Tommy could have drove it a little bit more. I, You know, he, I think he got off a little bit early. Maybe that's by design. I don't know. That's just what it looked like from here. Didn't have their usual speed coming into the hydrant. What do you guys think? No, that sounds about right. right. It was mildly conservative. I mean, still a nice shot. No, definitely, right. Watching watching what you're used to with Mikey, uh, sometimes they got a little more heat coming in with (laughs) some of their shots. If you're going for first, uh, yeah, they could have come in a a little bit hotter, and and I think he can handle that. Yeah. And then a little bit of a wave on the water coming out to to bring it back and hit a target. Maybe a tenth of a second off. You're right. Okay. So 12.59, second place for the Hempstead Yellow Hornets right now. You know, guys, uh, Jay Skidmore just told me he got a text from Chuck who said uh, that East Isop doesn't have special hose. They have a special hydrant man and a special nozzle man. Sounds like Billy Etzel's been coaching him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, by the way, they do have not only that, they have a special anchor man, a special breaker man, and a special driver. East Islip is all out when that hole. Hey, you know what we saw again? You know, talk about uh, stories of 2015. Go ahead. They didn't have 
their regular Hajiman and Osman most of the year. And they still were competitive in hoses. And what does that say about the athletes and the coaching and everything else on that team and the driver um, that they're still able to be competitive in those races? Just amazing. So, again, that's, that, that brings up a good point. Hats off to CI, yep. a 2015 story. Hey, uh, excuse me, EI, yeah. 2015 story. <laughs> Getting the a lot of text about this, too. I'll catch you up on that in a minute. The, these guys, uh, the Billy and uh, Jay threw me out. They're going to give me the hydrant times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little, little squirrely right, coming yeah. down. Hicksville, Hicks coming down the track. Hicksville looks like they're, they're a little deep. Yeah, maybe they're a lot deep. Bobby Lang dropping them a little bit deep. Now they got water in a hose. Nozzle, oh, the breaker leaves the hose right in front of the nozzle man. You never like to say that. And he's not holding the hose down. He's got his hands on it and his body's extended all the way across the track. He barely had his hands Time on the hose. Time for the Hicks, 1-6.50. 16.50. I don't think they coach that way. The breaker man's got to make every effort to get behind him. Now, if the water comes out too fast, Jack, and the guy can't get there, that's one thing. But this guy, I mean, he had time and... All he did was lay across, and he, he was more interested in looking at the target, and he had his hands on the Next hose. Next team on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. Yeah, not a not a knock on Hicksville, but uh, as you said, uh, teams like East Islip, like North Lindy, the teams that, that regenerate that are good for years and years and years, you know, it's it comes down to the knowledge. I mean, yeah, you can get blessed with some athletes, but if you don't know, if you don't have the know-how and you don't know what you're doing, you know, New Hyde Park is another team that's been good for a long time. Always, you know, it seems no matter who they plug in, they run it right. They do a good job. They develop people. Hey, hey, if you want to talk about that for a minute, I'm sure when Matt Schmedley went to East Islip, he didn't think he was going to ever be running nozzle for them. That's a pretty good backup. couple other messages, guys, not to change the subject, but I, I like that the people are chiming in at home. 631-495-5008 to do so. Again, what did you like about 2015? A lot of texts are coming in just about the stage drill. Again, it's been well documented. We talk a lot about that, but I just want to get your names out there. Seeing, uh, you know, eight teams slug it out to for buckets for a chance to win was something incredible. And then someone else wrote, nice to see 40-plus teams entered at the stage drill. Uh, last thing I'll chime in on, we asked, when was the last time the Roadrunners won a stage drill? I'm seeing on the text a across state here. State drill? Uh, I meant to say, excuse me, a Nassau County drill. Major. A, a major on the county. It was 1974. So we'll get back to that in a second. West Hempstead needs to beat the 1238 to win county points and see hoes. They're into the hydrant. Nice drop. Oh, a little, little double clutch on the stick. Handle wasn't down quite as quick as it could have been. Decent hit on the target. It's going to be a 12, I think, but maybe a high 12. Time for the Westerners. 12.87.12.87. Little problem at the hydrant there, Dudley. Can you describe it? Billy says he missed. And Hassan Lake <laughs> will be on a 20-minute breakdown. <laughs> That's why Billy's not on the radio. Now, interesting. Now, he's not Go the ahead, best Doug. color man for any reason, though. <laughs> Go ahead, Twan. Well, that 12.87 doesn't beat New High Park's 12.86, so that actually puts them into fourth place. Now, we talk about Port Washington wanting to have a chance to win. With that 12.38, you know, barring Levittown and Manhattan Lakeville's shot, that's going to give them five. That'll bring them to 15. West Hempstead's going to go to 17. We're going to have a good race going here. If the if the text messages are right that the, the Port Washington Roadrunners haven't won a drill, a major motorized drill, since 1974, today could be the day as this event is tightening up, 15 to 17. So that'll be a good story to watch throughout the rest of the day. So, yeah. Back, so. Getting back to West Hempstead, it kind of looked like he came in and I thought he was going to miss, and then it almost looked like he didn't turn it. And then, you know, put backspins in it after uh, 
Po possibly, uh, possibly cross maybe, and then push, push yeah, through on the cross. Exactly. So that's why he held off on the stick. It looked like he went for the stick and then held off, and then. All right. So, really, Paul Washington could use a tweener, right here. But uh, hell of a drop. Got to give kudos to the driver. Got to keep the driver in me to the driver <laughs> and Teddy. Great drop. Tell you, it's. It's tough, too, though. West Hempstead, you, you got 15 points out of ladder. You're sitting in fourth in, in C-Hose, and, and you're up two points. Yeah. And they're breathing <laughs> down your neck. And they're, yeah, no no, uh, no break at all. Meep, meep. Here come the Roadrunners. <laughs> all right. Looks like the last team on the line here. Yeah, last team will be Levittown, and then we'll wait on Manhasset-Lakeville. Um, it's actually good that Manhasset-Lake was on a bit of a breakdown because I have some numbers to give you about them. Wow. I was going to wait till before their shot. What's fifth right now? Uh, yeah, yeah let's go number? through. Yeah, Port 1238, let me see, 1259, 1286, 87, 1324 by Westbury. All right, so 1324 is the number to beat. Levittown brings it down nice and straight. Nice drop of the hydrant. Oh, miss. Oh, double miss on uh, hooking that coupling up. So I don't think Levittown's going to get in the money. Nozzle's on. Target's tripped. They're going to get a time, but I don't think it'll be in the money. That was the Rebels from Levittown. The time for the Rebels is 16.20. 16.20. All right, so we're just going to have a little bit of a delay here as we wait for Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen to come off their 20-minute breakdown. And while we have that, I put a text out on the GroupMe app yesterday. Manhattan Lakeville still on that breakdown. I just said, hey, does anybody have anything for me to talk about tomorrow in terms of retiring, special anniversaries, whatever it is? And Stan Dibus was one of the few people to actually get back to me on that. And he said... Stanley's retiring? Not Stan. Oh, okay. No, he just wanted to let us know about some anniversaries that have been celebrated throughout this season. So I'll start with Let Hicks. Let Hicks. His first name is Let. L-E-T-T. -T. He's the father of Preston Hicks. He's celebrating... This is his 50th year being involved in racing. Um, he spent 25 years approximately racing and then 25 years as a coach. So I just wanted to say congrats on 50 years of being around the sport in the year 2015. Uh, he was a climber. Maybe you didn't realize that. So Preston, obviously, what you know, top 10 climber all time. Many would debate that uh, and, and probably I argue in favor of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm saying he's in the conversation. Um, you know, his father, Lett, was a climber. He ran nozzle and B and C hose, ran nozzle and efficiency. For many years, ran all eight positions. And even for one season in the early 1970s, they took first place in efficiency in every drill in which Lett was running nozzle. They have a couple of uh, state records in C-Hose and efficiency throughout the 70s. So, Let, I know you coach now of the Manhattan Lake Minutemen. Congrats on 50 years. What a fine gentleman as well. And he'll talk to anybody about anything. He'll, you know, he'll talk to you about racing, of course. Uh, my dad raced against him and said what a gentleman he was. And, um, again, not the biggest man in stature, but um, just big on the racetrack. Yeah. I mean, got everything done. A great athlete. Yeah. To this day, in great shape. Looks like he could still run. Yeah. So congrats on 50 years, and thanks for the greatest contribution, of course, of Preston. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding there. Um, but, yeah, no. I, uh, the, the other numbers that are going on with Manhattan Lake, well, you got Mikey Ward celebrating his 30th year on the track. And as you know, Mike Ward's been, been a part of many different uh, big shots for the uh, for the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. One that comes to mind, he was a nozzle man on a shot that was 12.10 in the 06 Denton Avenue invite. That, so that's, that's a heavy number for Mike Ward. So imagine that 30 years off the back. 
And Mike, obviously, one of the guys that's keeping it going for Manhattan Lakeville. Talk about leadership on your team. Yeah, you know, they're just yeah. missing the athlete. Give them another athlete, like like a Preston or you know. That's a guy like who's seen it through some yeah. good years and some lean years, and yeah. he's stuck with it. They, yeah, they've had a they've had a rebuild a, a couple of different times. And last but not least, in the year 2015, Sean Fagan is celebrating his 25th year on the track. Uh, Sean, of course, their Hydra man for a long time. He was part of the 1209 state record in sea hose. Uh, he's got a 1210, 1219, couple 12-2s under his belt, and he was digger for all of Preston's big shots, which include three fours and several state records in sea ladder. Overlooked position. Yep. And you know everybody says the climber, the climber, the climber, mm -hmm. but the diggers are there, and again there's a consistent digger for you, and the thrower and the driver are just as important as the climber. I mean, the climber gets the glory spot. He's like the quarterback That's right. per se. But uh, those other guys are so important that they give them that consistency, not only in that particular run, right. but in practice, all exactly. year, getting it done. So, so so congrats to 50 years for Led Hicks, 30 years for Mike Ward, 25 years for Sean Fagan, and hopefully the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen will get their sea truck up and running so we can run some sea hose. All right. While, uh, while we're in this little bit of a delay, I do have one more announcement. Um, the FASNI Winter Games are going to be going on, the 2016 FASNI Winter Games. February 5th, 6th, and 7th up at Greek Peak Mountain Resort. So you should save the date. All firefighters, auxiliaries, and Explorer firefighter youths are welcome. Uh, I happened to attend this last year as a uh, exploratory thing for my department. And um, really a good time if you're into the uh, winter sports. The, all these uh, races are run in full firefighter gear in the snow, and it was great. There was probably two feet of snow on the ground, and it was snowing the day we were up there. They have a bunch of races. There's tubing races. There's a hose relay. There's a sled pull. There's a tug of war. And to do all this in the snow, guys, is just amazing to see <coughs> and a lot of fun. And then there's a broom ball on the uh, Cortland, uh, Cortland College uh, ice hockey rink on Sunday. So it really is a good time. Again, it's February 5th, 6th, and 7th. It's a FASNI event. See if you can get out there. You can contact anybody at FASNI, um, www.fasni.com. Is that, is that coordinated with any of the events from uh, Manfest up at the Cornell House? No, no, but I heard that's a good time, too. <laughs> but if they get us a brochure, I, I don't know how much room they have. Have you ever gone to that? No, I have not. I've been Bro invited. I haven't made it there. I've, I've that might be a good thing that I haven't made it there. <laughs> There's a brochure for Manfest? I said they probably should put it together, but have you been to that, Dudley? No, no. I've, I, I've heard a lot, and I've seen some pictures <laughs> that I'm, I wish I didn't see. <laughs> I know there's something Billy and a tidy whities and a keg. I don't know what <laughs> what event that is. Yeah, but that could be any weekend. <laughs> but I, I, that's yeah, that's Saturday night. <laughs> but I, as Gorilla Monsoon would say, it sound, seemed like a good idea on one late Saturday night. That fits Billy Cornell's lifestyle. And that should be the front of the brochure, by the way, is Billy, the tidy whities <laughs> and the keg. And each year they just put the number that a year across the keg. <laughs> We continue to wait here. Uh, yeah, at Asset Lakeville on the breakdown. I was just going to say, what the time is on that. if anybody wants to chime in, stories about Lett or Mike Ward or stories about Sean Fagan, send us a text message up on top of the arch. 631-495-5008 is the number to do so. Twan, did you get any other official retirements? I mean, you had you had given just a shout out for that. I've, we've heard a lot of rumors. Philippines is is one that I know right. about, and the the other one we were talking a little bit off the air, I, and this is. This is something I wanted to bring up as things that I liked about 2015. 
Um, and I, I think we need to give a proper send-off, potentially, to, to CI Hobo climber Jay Newhoff. The rumor out there is that this is his last year racing, or this was his last year racing. And uh, if, it, if it, it was, in fact, his last year racing, you know, my hat's off to him for on a great career. You know, I remember Jay coming around 01, 02, you know, he's like 19, 20 years old, just getting involved. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, he was one hell of a three-man ladder climber. I mean, that was back when he was able to run 6'1", 6'0", right. you know. I remember him struggling in motorized. Like, he was almost too big for the ladder. I don't know if they changed the ladder size. Yeah, I mean, I at he first, struggled early. Uh, he mind probably mind. did. I mean, like anyone else struggled yeah, at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. You know, it didn't really start running those heavy numbers. I, uh, probably to, the, like, the late O's, you know, the 20, 08, 09. I'm gonna, I, that area? I, I'm going to chime in cause only because we're at this track. But yeah. He had a, a lot of tough state tournaments in B-Ladder. I mean, one in Main Transit, I remember him falling off the ladder here. He fell off the ladder. I remember hitting the safety rope Yeah, in that's right. whatever year that was that's here. Right. Yeah, I just remember he, he early some, in his... For a, for a guy that's won a lot of state championships, he had a couple of rough ones. It was definitely a great, great career. Early out of the gate. Yeah, right. That was the thing. He was excellent at three-man ladder. I remember him being like a track star and all of a sudden coming to racing. And we were like, who is this guy? You know, the O2CI invite. He runs a 610 as a third man. And then they go to the runoff that day. He's, he, you know, 604 to 608, the him versus them versus North Belmore. I mean, that that was, you know, that that's how everybody got to know Jay. As he grew up and matured, he figured out B ladder. I would even argue that he was better in C ladder. You know, I, I can I think agree. about huge, huge C ladder shots that he has run, um, which include multiple state titles in C ladder, and one in B, one or two in B ladder. I mean, uh, definitely a great career. You know, you could just talk about his ladder skills, but he was a guy who ran pump nozzle, dumper and buckets. He he ties Star and me, uh, you know, not to toot my horn, but he's got three 19s as a dumper. You know, only I know, yeah, I know, sorry. Uh, but to tie Star, I mean, I'll put that in perspective as a dumper <laughs> with three. Twan, you, know. you did it, you did it, man. Yeah, listen, I was up there too. You know, but that's more of a team contest as is motor pump. But he's run all that at key but positions. It, I mean, if you talk yeah. about, you know, putting yourself in, in a club, he's got a 6-1 and 3, man, if you include the 6-0, which is a runoff. Um, I wonder if there's even a 6-0 in there that wasn't part of a runoff that he's got under his belt. But he's got a 5-0-1 under his belt. He's got the fastest 5-0 of any non-4 climber, tied with Ducky and Paul Jordan. He's got 8-5. So, I, I, as a climber, I mean, that right, that right there, 6-0, Oh, heavy. B, BTW, I think he was part of the 840 in uh, efficiency. Uh, that's the other thing. He's yeah, in yeah. that. I think he runs a second coupling. Five, right, but five, that's the thing. Five, four and I don't include coupling men in that. Five, I, I include and your pump. hydrant and your nozzle. Yeah, okay, five. yeah. Five, so, four, the other guys pump. aren't doing anything. 19, 5. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. He's got the 547 as a nozzle man. And on the line coming off their breakdown the Manhattan Lakeville Minuteman. And three 19s as a dumper. So if we've seen the last of Jay Newhoff, congrats. Thank you on a great career. It was a pleasure to watch. And obviously four state championships to boot. Um, who and knows? If, it's one of those, not, you know, it's if, probably not 100% that he's out. But No, if we if have it, is, we would love to see him back. Right. I mean, Twan, he's a great entertainer. Twan, you go to those guys and those that are running couplings and efficiency, you don't think about them until they don't couple. Exactly. They get during the race. <laughs> exactly. Ryan Murphy corrected me on a couple things. 605 in Hagerman, so he is in the 60 that wasn't part of a runoff. And then an 860 C ladder. I thought it was in the 85s, right? No, but 860, I do remember that Hagerman shot that one day. So, Jay Newhoff, if we've seen the last of you, happy trails. Come join us on the radio once or twice next year. Or you can come racing Hempstead. <laughs> You're not the only team uh, speaking of putting out an olive branch. Speaking of retirements, are there any non-retirements that, that we should be aware of? 
Oh, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you mean the non guys, guys coming back, back Jackie? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, Jack, you, you know. shot your eyes to a guy, and I know you weren't <laughs> looking at me. There's always a buzz going around. I, I mean, Fred's just... still racing, so <laughs> there's only one guy in between all of us. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all that being said, the good news, folks, is Manhasset Lakeville has come off of their breakdown. They've uh, proceeded up the track, uh, lined up their truck. They're putting the adapter on, so... We're going to get the last team in and see hose here for you. Keep this drill moving. I mean, it's been really moving well. And Jack, as you fast. said, you know, you're not usually up here for ladders, but the ladder races really moved well. And see um, hose, this really being the only delay. We had a couple of clock issues early, but nothing major. So uh, they've been given the track now. And, and just remind me, we'll do this in B hose and getting a text of, uh, we have to give a send off to somebody from the Henrietta Old Henry. So we'll do that. Once we get back to B-Hose, we can stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to finish up this contest with Manhasset-Lakeville. 13.24 is the fifth-place time. The Port Washington Roadrunners with a 12.38 have set a new team record and they've locked up county points in this contest. What does Manhasset do? Bringing it down the track there across the cones. Pretty straight into the hydrant. Nice drop. Oh, bangs off the coupling, but a nice recovery. Stanley getting busy at the nozzle. Nice target hit going to be a mid-13. So it's got to be the 24. If Time for the Minutemen. 1-3, 13-51. Not going to do it. About as mid-13 as you can get. Any stick time down there, Dudley, or you weren't that close? 7-25. Okay. So with that, we're going to give the Port Washington Roadrunners five points, and that's going to bring them up to 15. The West Hempstead Westerners are only getting two in this contest. That's going to give them 17. So we have a two-dog race here between West Hempstead and Port Washington, 17 to 15. Port Washington looking to win their first major motorized invitational drill. That's heating up, Twan. Since the early 70s, as I've been told, 17 to 15. The Yellow Hornets are going to get second place with their 12.59. That's going to bring them to five on the day. Third place is going to the New High Park Termites. That's going to give them six on the day. And then, well, I, I just said West Hampstead's fourth. And then Westbury is going to get one point with the 13.24. I'll give you the rundown of total points. And then we'll send it off to commercial quickly. So like I said, West Hampstead 17, Port Washington 15, I mean, huge drop-off after that. We go all the way down to six for the New High Park Termites is third. The Yellow Hornets just put themselves into fourth place in the drill. They got five. And then we have Merrick and Hicksville with four points on the day. So Port Washington keeping the pressure right now on the West Hempstead Westerners. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. And congrats also to Port Washington for closing out Seahose County points on the yes. season. When we, get, when we get back, we'll give a proper send-off to a member of the Henrietta Old Henrys. We'll talk a little bit more about Behose County Points, live on top of the arts, the 2015 Labor Day Invitational. We'll you know, be back in a few. You know, Fred, I think Twan gave it all. Oh. I gave him already. Okay, Fred, Freddie's telling me he wants the all official right. word. Official. The he doesn't trust you, I don't know. It's cool. He doesn't trust you, Twan. <laughs> By the way, you're putting that teaser out there from Henrietta. I hope, I really hope it's not Patty Marshall retiring from running the Henrietta camp. So I, I hope it's not that. Move the equipment. It is not. Okay. At the end of the 
Tennessee Hose Contest. First place, five points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Second place, four points, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Third place with three points, the New Hyde Park Termites. In fourth place with two points, the West Hempstead Westerners. And in fifth place with one point, the Westbury Turtles. Did I say one? Should have been one. Total? <laughs> What's that? Fred coaching the uh, rookie well, announcer. Fred. Well, Twan gave it all, Fred, so I the I people at home and listening, they, they know where we're at. So you can go to commercials, Fred. I mean, yeah, we're going to get into the running here. FDNY in a minute, so. electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, 
speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors Next who event provide will products, be parts, Behold. maintenance, repairs from State coast... State record for this event is 7.55, held by the West Hempstead Westerners. Okay, and we are back, live on First top of the arch. First team on the arch. line, the Roslyn Highlanders. Going into Behoes now, it's a two-dog race, 17-15. West Hempstead over Port Washington, and we are joined from West Hempstead by Darty. What's up, my man? Oh, what's up? Going Good on? afternoon, race fans. Joining us. How up are here. you, Lenny? How are you, Twan? Good, oh, Twan, man. Twan, we got all these front runners coming up here. Now. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got open mic. Today's open mic day, so if anyone wants to try it out, <laughs> I think X Turtle wanted to uh, come up here and uh, try <laughs> them up, try it out for a little bit. Okay. Uh, just to tie up some loose ends earlier in the day, we heard uh, you know Dominic from New High Park went down in three-man ladder. Uh, in what looked like it might have been a, a torn Achilles, I have an update. I'm receiving a text message. Dom is on his way back here from the hospital, and unfortunately, he did suffer a torn Achilles ooh, tendon. Ooh. So that is a tough injury. You saw it one step off the line. He went yeah. right down. He that tried to it. explode off the line there in three man. And Dominic, of course, was filling in today uh, in quite a few events, but didn't make it out of three-man ladder, unfortunately. But Dom, get well soon. I uh, hear he is a teacher, so, you know, I know... <laughs> Being in the same field, you know, I, I, he can still do the work, but, uh, you know, to be on your, <laughs> to be sitting down the whole time. I uh, guess that's a perfect job to have that type I, of injury. I, see, I, I, think, <laughs> I think the opposite. I feel like I'm on my feet all day doing what I do there. All but right. anyway, you know, yeah, just leave it. Just leave it. We'll take them both. Thank you. Thank you, West Hempstead crew, leaving us some uh, soft pretzels up top. Um, B-Hose, as far as the county's race is concerned, the Roadrunners, they locked up C-Hose. They have a chance that they could also lock up B-Hose. But they are only one half of a point ahead of the new High Park Termites. It's 11 to 10 and a half. Good year for them in Hose, yeah. Washington. They had a really, uh, really good year for them. Ladders they struggled a little bit losing Kyle, but I mean they they'd always step it up in the drills and Hose and come back with with nice numbers, scoring the drills, you know, and and point away in in these drills where they needed to. They did a good job running with their B squad and ladders, yep. including a 922 and C ladder today. But you know. 
so many ifs from the 2015 state drill. What if Kyle was racing? This is that 20? Uh, is that 9:22 their best time of the year? Uh, with, with the that I don't B-team? know. That I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's got to be in the mix for yeah. that. But uh, you know, what if Kyle was running this year? You know yes. what I mean? It's, it's another one of the thousands of ifs from the 2015 state drill that we like to talk about. Crazy drill that was. That was. Yeah, it was unreal. That was uh, one of the highlights of 2015 for sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, Roslyn's gonna be ready to go in a minute. See, they got the American flag uh, gusting in the wind back yeah. there, off the yeah, back of the truck there. Yeah, we noticed that in B-Ladder. That's a pretty <laughs> cool look, right? So. All right, here comes Roslyn. Cross the timing line, really tight at the hydrant. Missed one time. He's got the stick down now. Stick's only halfway down. He's got to throw it down. Nazaman's got the nozzle on, waiting for water. Nice hit on the target. So Rosalyn not running with their C truck today. B truck only. Three points on the day. Time for the Highlanders. 10.55. Dexy on the line, the Baldwin Tomcats. Topic of the day, what things did you like about 2015? I was going to give some upstate teams some love a little bit later today, including the Henriette All Henrys. But uh, before I get into that, to, to their team summary for the year, I just got a text message up here saying that the Henriette All Henrys would like to wish longtime Nozzle man Eddie LaRocca yeah. on a proper send-off. His 36-year Nozzle career came to a close this year. He was one of a handful of guys that kept the team going through, a f- through the five-man team years and got us to where we are today. At 55 years old, he ran his B-Ho's best with an 8.04 at 56 years of age. Wow. And his best C-Ho's, 12.77. He right, would dig in a pinch at 52 years old and was just the backbone of the team. So thank you uh, to Eddie LaRocca. 36-year career came to a close. Congrats on a great career and uh, good luck in the future. You know, yes, we've had a relationship with them for a long, long time, St. James and Henrietta. And uh, Eddie's been there as long as I can remember when I was at my youngest age when we first met them, and great guy, nicest guy. I know he served on the rules committee up there at a Western and stuff, and uh, heck of a nozzle man over the years, and uh, congratulations, Eddie. Great career. And to get to, to relate it to the topic of the day, what would you like about 2015? Let me read down to you the Henry the All Henry's team summary. Uh, best eight, best times in all eight contests this year. Three-man ladder, 677. B ladder, 534. C ladder, 931. C hose 1277, B hose 804, efficiency 937, pump 638, buckets 2477. They're working it. That's a great team summary right there. Here's Baldwin. Tomcats bringing in a little bit deep at the hydrant. Hydraman gets back. He gives him water. Nozzleman and Breaker both go by. Breaker waits for the Nozzleman. I kind of like that. I kind of like the way he sat there and waited until Nozzleman got back and got the coupling. The time's not going to be competitive, but... Time uh, for the Tomcats, 9.93, 9.93. Good patience by the breaker. Yeah, it looked like the Nozzleman stumbled coming Next off the back of the line, the New Hyde Park termites. So I had to rush a little bit through those old Henry times there, guys. But, I mean, that's a pretty good, that's a very good... Uh, you talk about your best time in each contest. Ladder's looking good. A 677, 534, and B ladder, and a 931 and C ladder. We just mentioned... The 1277 and the 804 with Eddie running, Eddie LaRocca running Nozzle, two of his uh, team best right there in his career, you know, in his, in his 50s. So, I mean, they're doing the right things there to get to get better at, at running these contests. 937 in efficiency, 638 in motor pump, 
and a 24-77 in buckets. Obviously room for improvement in buckets, but in those other seven, I would say a very good year for the Henrietta Henrietta uh, yeah, Hall. I'm no. just glad it's uh, it's not Patty Marshall retiring as queen of the uh, camp because she can run a good camp. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She does it very well. She keeps her girls in line and. Uh, She's the queen. Up there with Bayshore and South Hempstead as far right as Right there, right there. Uh, <laughs> definitely the best in Western. <laughs> the best in Western. <laughs> uh, South Hempstead's a, uh, they're a uh, force to be reckoned with on yeah. camp uh, camp yeah. tradition, I guess. You, you know. See them later today. Today's Lobster Monday, right? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I saw the uh, the food truck pull up today. <laughs> <laughs> so and, uh, if you're hungry later, come over to the South Hempstead <laughs> camp. Lobsters, gyros, all the good stuff will be there today. Tell you, Luke, Luke and Spats do it upright on there over there, you know. All right, so New Hyde Park on the line here, 20. Yeah, New Hyde Park, 10.5 county points, and B-Hoes on the season. They can win it. They have to beat Port Washington's shot. Port has not run yet. So they're going to have to set the table here, are the New Hyde Park Termites. Six points on the day, currently third place. Here they come. Hot drop at the hydrant, a little too old. Frankie gets back to it. He finds a stick. Anchorman ends up way down the road. No. I don't know if they're going to be right, super the happy with that. 8.49. Uh, 849. I don't know how Frankie got Just back to Just a reminder, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, there's people going around in the stands selling 50-50. Please support the uh, 50-50. It's now more than $3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so yeah, Frankie got off the truck. It was a little... Uh, Bit warm up the hydrant. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he got it on. He just he just didn't have uh didn't have the brakes to right. turn around and right. snatch that line, handle. The Westbury Turtles. I think the click and the the, the grab almost stopped him stopped and he came him, back yeah. to it. It not quite the the quick hand he wanted to have back on the stick, but a uh, nice recovery and uh, you know eight four. That's not yeah. too shabby. You know, looking at the numbers going back and B-Hose at this drill. I mean, there have been some great shows since uh, since 04, especially. It's been sevens, heavy sevens to win the contest. Patchogue 776, the Westerners 61 and 05. You got a couple seven sevens. You got a couple ties for first in there. North Lindy Westbury 787 and 08. And then again, North Lindy versus the Rascals in 09, both running 778s. And if I remember correctly, the runoff that day, was 780 to 781. Ooh. New high uh, North Lindenhurst beating South Hempstead. I mean, that was a fun show to watch at the 09. Not too shabby. And then in 2010, North Lindy runs a 756 here in uh, Behos. Not their team record. Maybe Chris Connell's best as a hydrant. Probably. I mean, unless it's something faster. I mean, that's a heavy number right there. Following it up, 781 by the other Hornets in, in 12, 776 in 13 by the HYH, and a 780 by New High Park last year. So where are the sevens today? We're early on. We got an 849 by the Termites. Let's see if this contest heats up. Yep, here come the Westbury Turtles. They're going to make every effort to drop it down into the sevens. We all know the water is there to do it. 465 water today. Turtles across the timing line. Can he stumble a little? But he gets it. If he puts this nozzle on. I drop at the nozzle end. Got it on. He's got it. Ooh, a little wash on the target, but a good take, good hit. I got a seven on this yeah, one. Yeah, that, that was a nice shot. I mean, I was... I thought he was going past Westbury. it. Westbury, 7.79. Wow. Go. 7.79. He finds the target. They're in the 7.6s, maybe 7.5s. See bottom line, the Merrick Buckeyes. Kenny looks real psyched there. Yep. Is that Westbury is super psyched. I, for this I don't know. Is it? Is that a team record? I got them as a 7.87 in 08. Have they done faster? Have they put it in the 7.7? Somebody from Westbury. Uh, Kenny's Kenny's looking really excited. So They've I'm been waiting for that all year, man. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, is it psyched just because it's a 7-7, or is it because it's a team record? 631-495-5008, someone from Westbury clarified a team record in B-Hose. Yeah, we, we thought we were going to be a little short, but uh, John joined us up here on, on the arch. I would have went down, but uh, that'd be a good interview. Yeah, let me go down. Well, you got to go remote, but yeah, see if you can catch him. What's he, blue? There you go. <coughs> so... Westbury Turtles running a nice shot there, 779. We got Frankie Rizzo joining. Rizzo, us. you're on. So, how you guys doing? Watch your mouth. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, with a first name like yours, you never know. <laughs> Sal Rizzo. Sal. Frank. Yeah, Frank. That's, that's not what I know him as. Charlie, whatever. Charlie Rizzo. <laughs> Told it started Old with an man F. Rizzo. Let's hope he's not on today. Tell your old man I said hello. He you says a lot of yourself. nice things. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Rizzo. He's texted a bunch of times. Now let's loot him off the group. <laughs> Merrick's on the line. What's their best? Well, Merrick still trying to catch North Belmore for fifth place in county points. Down right. eight and a half. Here come the Buckeyes. They need some points. Nice drop at the Hydrant. Couple extra steps. Oh, Hydrant couldn't handle it. He has to come back to it. Handle pops up on him. Nozzleman and Breaker both go by. They get back. Breaker leaves it right in front of the Nozzleman, but a nice hit on the target. Guys, got me up there? Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right, I'm going to have the, uh, the Buckeyes, 10-17. All right, guys, I'm down here with Kenny Gask. I'm going to hand over to you. on the line at North Belmore Rinky Dink. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. Hello, hello up there. Kenny's on. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Kenny, tell us about that run, man. It looked a little warm, but you, you were able to hook it up. Yeah, we were tight. I uh, moved him in a little bit because we run a little deeper in practice. And, uh, you know, it went down real good. I kind of got this thing with, like, two uh, stick with, like, two fingers. But uh, it looked real good. I, you know, I was, we've been trying to break 8-0 all year long. We've been doing it in practice. You're like, it's got to happen sooner or later. Come on, you know? That's that's kind of what we said. They've been looking for that all year. Is that a team record? That is a team record. Uh, 781. I ran with uh, Ralphie Frail back in probably like 04. Okay. I think we tied North Lindy that day at Labor Day, and it was like the worst runoff ever. I think we ran a 12 in the runoff, and they ran like 11.5. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, congratulations. Great run. Thanks, guys. All right, Kenny. Have a good day. You too. Ralphie Frail Jr. running with the Westbury Turtles several years back. So congratulations, Westbury, on a new team record. First time in the seven sevens, and uh, late in the season to do it. So a lot of teams hitting their stride a little late in the year. But congratulations, Westbury, seven that's seven. That's a hell of an accomplishment. A, a seven yeah. seven and behold. Yep, that's a number. That's a, you know that's not just a, a seven nine. You know, right? Everybody says, oh, I hit the sevens. Right. All right, but here comes North Belmore now. Rinky Dinks bring it off the line. Yeah, Rinky Dinks back on the track since first time since B ladder. And they're on with water in a the hose. They got a shot at a solid shot here. Nozzle's on. Got to hit it. Ooh, a little left to right there. Rizzo, what do you think? Ah, uh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Time for the rinky dinks. 8.73. 8.73. Could have been a real low eight, I think. Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. So that 8.73, currently third place. It could have been lower. You were right, Lenny. There was a good hook up there at the hydrant. Um... Talking about the county point race, though, like we said, the New High Park Termites running at 849. Right now, that's second place. So when Port Washington, Port Washington's on the line right now to win county points in B-Hose, they just have to beat New High Park's shot of 849. If they don't beat the 849, then they need to hope that the 849 gets bounced out of the money to sixth place. 
Port Washington, though, big picture, looking to win the drill today. They're down two points to the West Westerners, 17-15. to 15. Port Washington not winning a major motorized on the island since the early 70s, according to text messages that I've received up on top of the arch today. So, again, as we said, Port putting a little bit of pressure on West Hempstead. Even though West Hempstead's having a real good day, Port's hanging in there with them. So, see what happens. We know uh, this Port Washington Roadrunner team can run some really solid hoses, as we saw in Sea Hose. And we see uh, Doherty and Rizzo up here giving them the whammy. What is that? They're giving them the whammies up here, folks. I don't know if that's on the camera. But <laughs> <laughs> he's selling them out. Not true. Selling them out. Not true. <laughs> what do you say? Trip, trip, trip? No, and, no, not true. And no Sniper to self. Do not rob a bank with Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> all kidding aside, all folks. All friends racing. All friends that's racing. That's what it's all about. Run your shot. If I can beat you, I will. If not, so be it. Since 1991, got the Yellow Hornets winning B-Hose here six times. Piston Knockers and Termites, three. West Hempstead, two. Teddy Boys, two. Rascals, two. Paul Washington Roadrunners not, uh, have never won B-Hose, at least since the 90s, since the early 90s, in la at Labor Day. So, got a chance to do that. They'll have to beat the 779. If they want to win county points, B-Hose for the season, they got to beat the 849 or hope for help. Roadrunners going through there. Little pregame. Back of the truck. A couple of our Westerners announcers on edge as well. Can't wait to see this run. Edge. Edge. Seems <laughs> <laughs> to be taking a little extra. Yeah, not sure what the delay here. is. Thought we set the table nicely there. I was waiting for the truck to pull off the line. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Danny Revenant now. There we go. See small, see Smallwood stretching it out on the right side of the truck there. And they're up the line. Nice drop. It's a little tight. Oh, but Smallwood finds the stick. Truck cocks a little bit at the, at the nozzle end. The nozzle's on. A couple's in front of him. Oh, what a hit on the target. That's a seven, really folks. Nice that is a seven. Time for the Roadrunners. 7.8. Two, seven Woo! and two. Second really place nice. shot, and it was solid. Uh, is there such thing as a sloppy 782? Because no. <laughs> I'm telling Next you, I see him out of line. The call place I, I thought I thought Donald did a guy, nice job there at the hydrant. I thought he was a little tight to it. I, I listen. I don't know anything about running that spot. I'm just telling you what I thought I saw. It was a nice job. He kind of got himself under control, got it on. Then the nozzle man, I thought, had to deal with the breaker length a little bit, and he was still able to hit the target pretty well. And a, a 782. With, with what I think, there's room for improvement. I don't know, Len, you're the, you're the expert hose guy here. What'd you see? Well, you, you called it just like I did. Yeah. It was a little bit tight. I think they're getting coached by a guy that used to wear maroon and white. Right. And he liked it tight at the hydrant. And uh, so it worked out well for them yeah. there. And I called it during the run. Though. Yeah. And we I see heard. it so much, the breaker leaving the coupling in front of the nozzle man. I know. And a good job by the nozzle man overcoming that right there and putting the first water on the target. So... Um, sloppy 7-8, I guess you could call it that, uh, but 7-8 to 7-8 to 7-8. So Port Washington, uh, with that shot right there, that's going to lock up B-Hose county points for them. So they won C-Hose, and now they won B-Hose. They also have a chance for efficiency and pump. Port Washington having a nice year countywide in the hose contests. But more importantly, that puts them in position to potentially take over first place in the drill. Of course, West Hempstead has not run B-Hose yet. <laughs> Waiting for them. We'll see what happens. So 782, second place right now. 
Give you the rundown. 779 Westbury, 782 Port Washington, 849 New Hyde Park, 873 by the Rinky Dinks. John, that puts a little pressure on your team. You guys ever feeling it? Or do you think they know, um, even know it back there? I'm not really, a, I mean, me personally, I speak for myself, but I'm not really a big scoreboard watcher. You know, I'm really, I'm really not. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not always glancing over at it going, going, oh, 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 you know. I mean, yeah, Rizzo, it's right in front of me right now. I know that Rizzo, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm, when I'm in the camp, when I'm in the camp, I, I definitely don't, you know, I'm not not looking over there and just right. run the run. Just you run know? your shot. All right, here come the frogs. That's a nice drop of Dr. Oh, missed the stick. Bounced. Oh, he oh, bounced oh, off, yeah. too. Yep. Bounced off. Now it's a half a stick. He doesn't even see it. It's a half a stick. Now he's got it down. Two or three teams have uh, had that half stick go on today. Yep. They actually have a different driver today. They're, uh... Actual drivers out Time there. for the Frogs. Wow. 1 2.32. That's a good. Uh, Next team on the line, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Wait, say that again, Rizzo? That's the backup driver? That's the backup driver. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the other driver's working. Must be Pretty nice to have backup. a backup driver. Yeah. I mean, you think about how many teams have a backup driver. <laughs> well, I believe he was the driver, you know, in the early 2000s. Yeah, I got you. Oh, right, right, right. And they brought right. him back. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a nice year for them this year, huh? Call place. I mean, uh, scored in a state drill. Uh, are they going to the Hunter? It's it's interesting. They're, they're actually 11th place. And contrary to popular belief, by scoring a point, that doesn't automatically put you in the Hunter drill. It usually does. Yeah. Because only 10 teams score points. Exactly. This year you had, like, 12, and they're in 11th place with two points. So what they'll need is, is one of the teams to, to not be able to make it. Right. Okay. And then Spinelli extends the invite. That's how okay. he runs the drill. So, I mean, still got two points, a point in... What was it? Efficiency and motor pump. Yep. And then we talked about them earlier getting a point in B ladder today. First motorized ladder points have probably quite some time. I so mean, if, if I was running a hunter and a steak dinner just happened to come my way or something <laughs> like that, you know, I may extend that. That's what I said. To them, you know, That's exactly what them, I said. And get them on the track for the hunter. <laughs> Doherty, we have that similar physique. And well, I said the same thing exactly. one race ago. I'm like, you know, if somebody took me to dinner. <laughs> so uh, somebody find Matt Spinelli if you're with the call place frogs. And, uh, Matt Spinelli is on the, back of the, truck, right on now. the truck right now. As the well, Hempstead the frogs can wait on the track. <laughs> Roll up his hose for him or something. <laughs> <laughs> the Yellow Hornets on the line here. Five points on the day. Coming off a 12.59 and C hose. Again, yeah. if they want to come down top five, they need to score big here. They ran a seven here uh, a month ago. All right, here we go. All right, they're off of the hydrant. Oh, oh it's baby. a hot stick. All they got to do is get the nozzle on and find a flat. Matt's got it. Oh, waves it a little bit. I don't think Benny and Matt played nicely there, guys. A little no, they bit were, of a fight going on. Down there. Yeah. Time for the old Hornets. 8.01. I mean, that could have been a heavy, heavy seven right now. on the stick. Yeah, they were definitely going Let's for it. on the line. The Hicksville Hicks. I mean, Mikey Spatz crushed the hydrant back there. It was, it was a great hydrant hit. Uh, it, it was, like we said, at the nozzle end, it wasn't a clean break off of the coupling between Benny and Matt. So to coin a phrase, well, to, to use a phrase coined by Kevin Connell, the breaker man and nozzle man just didn't play nice. <laughs> at least I think he coined a phrase. I don't know, Lenny. Does it go back further than Kevin Connell? Oh, Kevin's older than me. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Well, he was the first person I ever heard this. It thing, wasn't smooth. That's what I would no, say. But that 801 puts them in third place in the contest. That's going to, you know, put it, put some nice numbers out there. 779, 782, 801, 849. And then that puts that 873 by the Rinky Dinks down at the fifth. That's but the you, number to beat. You know, you say 801 is third. Yeah. Most drills you would say, wow, that's a little tough. Yeah. But you're in Hempstead, right. so. 
kind of falls in line. 465 water today, so exactly. And you know, you got Hicksville, West Hempstead, Manhasset, Levittown, the final four teams to go. Gun range seems like they're uh, practicing. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. The game on for the police over there. For those of you that don't know, it is a police gun range real close to the area. Luckily, they're shooting the other way. <laughs> uh, Hicksville's uh, going over there. Call off right now. Stepping on the back of the truck. Getting ready for their behold shot. Hicksville Hook's getting four points in B ladder with a 553. Haven't scored since then. Didn't run C ladder today, according to my scorecard. 1650 in C hose. Gives it a rev. All right, so Hicksville leaving the line. Across the timing line. Nice drop of the Hydrant. Oh, Hydrant Man got those little alligator arms a little bit and didn't quite extend. He's got it on now. I don't think it's going to put them in the money. Nice hit on the target, but Very nice all for naught. Time for the Hicks. 10.27. These last couple of years, I really thought... Uh, the Hicks were going to make a little Next bit. Next on the line of West Hempstead Westerners. A little bit more progress. Uh, they were coming around the last few years, and I didn't see I them really year, take the next step. I think this year was a little tough for them, you know, due to uh, some injuries. Okay. And, uh, like, they haven't been running sea ladder, you know, stuff like that. You know, I mean, as the year went on, I think they, they ran. Did they run sea, did they run sea ladder this no. year? No. They no. didn't. So, I, I mean, you know, they're taking out of that. That might ruin, a, that might ruin their, uh, you know. The morale a little bit. The morale bit. a little bit, you know, knowing that they're coming into an event, not run, not running it, you know, so it's. No, it you're could be tough on it. Could be D tough on the team. You're already absolutely right. I actually texted Dougie Chiz about this earlier in the year. Richie Smith was the name of the guy. He was pretty much out for the whole season this year, uh, and Mike Lang was another guy on their team who was just not operating at 100%. Richie's, you know, one of the mustache twins. Yeah. If you look at them. You know, he runs, uh, I believe, what is he, second man and three man ladder thrower in B and C. He's a B and C nozzle man, top cupping and efficiency, top guy in the ladder for buckets. You know, when you lose a guy like that, it's it's very difficult to fill in. And, and so that's what, Hicksville's been, that's what Hicksville's been dealing with this year. You know, but even with that, they still break their team record in B-Ladder earlier this season. Yeah. You know, I believe it was a 5-16, coming down from a 5-18. Again, I'm going what, Was that the Hempstead invite? It was yeah, a 5-1, right? Yeah. The original 5-1 was run at CI a couple years back. Nice. But here we go, guys. Big shot in this tournament. West Hempstead Westerners are on the line. They have a two-point lead over the Port Washington Roadrunner, 17 to 15. Oh, but this is big. Port Washington is sitting in second place with a 782 right now. 801 is third, so you know potential for a tweener. Oh, folks, you got to see it. Rizzo's covering his eyes. He can't watch. <laughs> They're off the All line the into the hydrant. Stick is down. Oh, Johnny's on heavy. This is looking good so far. Couplings broke. Nozzles on. Nice oh. hit on the target. That just looked oh. easy. That looked easy. They made that look so easy. I think that, that, that might be shot. first place, folks. Time for West Hempstead. 7.66. There it is. 766. Wow. 7.66. That was textbook right there. Very, Next very nice. on the line of Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. You can look now, Rizzo. And I'm not <laughs> saying it because it's West Hempstead, but that was a very clean shot. Oh. Uh, you know, when you compare it to someone like, you know, uh, who ran that 7, the 7, 8 that you just... Uh, that was Paul Washington, 7, 8, and Westbury, 7, 7, 7, 9. how it yep. wasn't like the cleanest looking shot. I mean, everything right there, Jonathan, 
crunch the hydrant, and, you know, they all came down the track and did their jobs. It was a nice shot. It looked easy, that shot. It looked so textbook. It was pretty. It was fun to watch. I mean, who was running nozzle today, Craig? Or Craig, or? Craig. Okay, so Craig. You, Craig had time. Yeah. He was just waiting. Yeah. I mean, it's not too often that you just wait for water. And I it's not, know. I'm not saying anything big about John. It was just that good of a drive, and it was that good of a setup. I had 239 on the stage. Yeah, heavy shot. Nice, pr you know, pretty shot. And I think that's probably the second fastest time this season. The, the time of the year is held by the Hobos, 7.59. At the North Belmore North in Belmore, yeah. 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 So 766. Not too often you hear a 7-6. That was a target hit away from a state record yeah. right now. Oh, your shot Ryan, right there, you think? No, yeah. Ryan Murphy. Oh, the Ryan Murphy, Murphy shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get your digging. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Murph. Only only for Ryan, that's it. <laughs> He's got one on the pinky now, though, Bo. Yeah, no, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> that's hard to argue with. <laughs> Nah, real, group, uh, real good group of guys over there. Of course. Did you guys, uh, anybody talk course. about Newhoff? Or, uh, yeah, we talked about that. We gave him the send-off before. We've been uh, talking about a lot of good things here. Yeah. So if anyone has anything at home, what would you like about 2015? 631-495-5008. Come chime in. That's our topic for today as we say goodbye to the motorized speed contests with the final two shots, yes. B-Hose. We say hello to the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen on the line here for B-Hose. We're going to put up a shot. Not only that 7-6 by Westbury, how pretty it was, it was a pressure shot that's going to keep the lead over Port Washington with a tweener, Westbury Turtles. So it's going to gain them two points. Anyway, Manhasset, go ahead. Manhasset across the timing line. A little bit deep. Hydraman has to pull it back, break a man with him. They got water in a hose now. Stanley Divis on the nozzle. He's got it on. Tilting his head down because he knew the water wasn't there. And, uh, he's ticked off. Time for the Minutemen. 9.98998. As a nozzle man, you can just you just Next know. Next on the line, the Levittown Rebel. When you do your job and the breaker man's there and you put the nozzle on and you set up you, especially here in Hempstead, you want to feel that water right behind you. And if you don't, that split second, it's it's frustrating. You know something bad happened on the back end or the front end, I should say. And um, looks Stanley like very frustrated. We'll see. Oh, yeah, uh, no, I know. I, I mentioned that before. Yeah. Is, is Dominic back right now? Yeah, he's right there. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. So we, uh, Dominic's uh, back from New High Park. Torn Achilles tendon. Get well soon. He's out there hanging out on the side. True racer, though, right? All racers, all racers come back. And, uh, you know, I don't care, you know, unless. Well, he was out five years, right? Many. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, I'm saying come back from oh, the I'm hospital. Saying, yeah, oh, right. I'm saying, but if you get banged years, up, you're like, finish up call yeah, like call you want us to take you home? No, bring me back to the drill. Yeah, exactly. Wow. There's a, you know, some ice cold beverages. Yeah. yeah. Sort of a sort of a selling point. You're not saying he wants to put ice on his foot. He wants nah, to <laughs> no, he may be able to rest his foot in in that uh, in so that barrel cooler. The Levittown Rebels come to the line now. In Bihos. Go get him, John. No points on the day yet for Levittown. Give credit for Levittown coming out year in, year out, participating in these contests, fielding a team, taking some points here and there, motor pump every now and then. A few years ago, I remember it was a big thing for them. So, what a 790! Almost, almost had a point in the state drill this year. They were hanging in fifth place for a, the first half of motor pump. Rebels are off the line. Whoa, whoa! Hydra man almost goes down, stumbling and bumbling a little bit, a little, a little hot for him, I think. He's got it on now. Nozzle man waiting for water. And he's got it. Finds a flap. That is not going to be in the money. So 
20. What you have is what you Time get. Time for the Rebels. 13.65. 13.65. All right, so that's going to do it. The top five are going to be West Hempstead, 7.66. They're going to get five points. Second place, that's 779 by the Turtles, and a new team record for those guys. Congratulations. 782 by the Roadrunners is third. They're going to keep the pressure on, even though West Hempstead is kind of gaining some ground. Uh, I should say, you know, setting apart the difference between the two. They hey, Twan, uh, down here with uh, Dominic. Uh, All right, hold on, give me one second. Words. Yellow Hornets going to get two, Sorry. and then the Rinky Dinks are going to get one. Go ahead, quick interview with Dominic, then we'll send it to commercial. All right, hold on one second. Hey, Dominic, how you doing? It's uh, Lenny up here in the arch. How you feeling? All right. I've been better. All right. What? Yeah. T- take us through it. What happened there, brother? <laughs> trying to come back. You know, that, that uh, the old team that we had was uh, – um, we had four first-place finishes, so I figured uh, why not just, uh, um, sh- you know, try to show everybody up a little bit. And uh, little do I know uh, – I'm not as young as I used to be. What was it, on the push-off step, right, as you come off the line? Yeah, in the push-off step. They ran two and a half miles the day before, and I guess uh, I guess this keeps me in the fire department for a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to see you back out here on the track. Yeah, um, it's great to be here. You know, I appreciate everything you guys do up there. Tell us uh, tell us about when, when you were leaving uh, the hospital there. What'd you, when they said, do you want to go home, what would you tell them? I said, let's go back. I can drink now. Move <laughs> <laughs> the equipment. Doherty right there nailed it. So uh, right thanks thanks for the words, and uh, we'll see you soon. Get well. Always a pleasure. Thanks. All right, thank you. Thanks for everything. Bye-bye. Okay, with that, we're going to get the official That's word. The completion of Beho's contest. <laughs> In first place with five points, the West Hempstead Westerners. Second place, four points, the Westbury Turtles. Third place with three points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Fourth place with two points, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. And in fifth place with one point, the New Hyde Park Termites. Okay, with that, we'll be back after these words. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business. All Port Washington Roadrunners report to the foot of the arch. saw fire apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Hurry up, Phil. We're waiting for you. 
Hello everyone. My name is Mike Athenis, for any one of you that don't know me. Uh, first off, we want to thank the West Hempstead Fire Department for allowing us to do this presentation. And we congratulate Paul Washington Roadrunners on winning this trophy. Unfortunately, it's not us. It's not often that a person for whom the trophy is dedicated is here to accept it or be around. And we don't have to fill in for him either. Phil, is, Phil has always broken the hose for, B, for B and C hose, but has been the ultimate fill-in, running every position and being good at them, except for driving. Phil has raced off the trucks for 35 years and run in all eight, at least one tournament in every one of those years. He has eight Nassau County point champs, 15 top five in the state, and a few are oh so close. 16, I'm sorry. It's been my honor not only to be Phil's brother, but also his teammate. Therefore, we dedicate this five-year leg trophy for BNC total hose points in honor of Phil, Phil and Athenas for 35 years of getting off the trucks. rundown of the total points so far for the day. Roslyn Highlands, three. New High Park, seven. Westbury Turtles, six. Merrick Buckeyes, four. North Belmore Rinky Dinks, three. Port Washington Roadrunners, 18. Call Place Frogs, one. Hempstead Yellow Hornets, seven. Hicksville Hicks, four. And the West Hempstead Westerners with 22. All right, Twan, that was a nice presentation there. Yeah, huh? nice presentation for Phil Athenas. It was, uh, what is it, a five-year trophy for motorized hoses, I believe is what that they said. That sounded right. So, yeah, so congrats on a great career, Phil. And the Port Washington Roadrunners were the people to take it home today with the team to take it home with eight points out of the ladder contest. It was competitive because you had West Hampstead seven out of ten. You had the Yellow Hornets getting six out of ten. So that was a... Uh, Nice trophy to win for the Port Washington Roadrunners. Did you see how the trophy was put together? I didn't. Freddie talked to me about it. Here. Okay. It was a dedication to Phil. His last sneaker. <laughs> the, the columns that hold the top of the trophy. The platform, yeah. Is covered in duct tape. <laughs> and on the bottom is a roll of duct tape. <laughs> because to Phil, uh, that's a power tool. I remember him ta duct taping pads on and shoes and, and whatever it took. And uh, I can't believe he's he's finally uh, hung him up. I, I he just kept going and up. going. And I'd always break his chops about it, you know, about going on so long, Twan. But what yeah. a career! No, no doubt about it. You know, he's been a staple. I mean, for like, you know, he's been on the track year in year out every year. You know, so congrats on a great season, great career. He's gonna coach. Is he, I was just going to say, is he coming back? He's, he's going to coach. He's going to coach slash run? As of last uh, practice, <laughs> he's going to coach. Yeah, I mean, he's not leaving. He's not going away. I mean, there's, there's room for him up here. Do you want to grab a microphone? You know, join us up here, Freddie? You know? <laughs> Get the termite camp, send Phil up to the arch. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to adjust the cameras. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's if he can reach him. Ha-ha, <laughs> Phil, I got you. <laughs> uh, but what an athlete and uh, what a great... Uh, person in racing right there yeah got close to a uh, couple state tournaments there second place quite a few times 01 oh 2000 2001 2008 
come to mind immediately, in which the New High Park Termites had a shot at winning it all, or at least they finished second place for the day. So, all right. As far as this tournament's concerned, though, <coughs> West Hampstead's out to a lead, 22 to 18. Uh, over the Port Washington Roadrunners. And again, the Roadrunners looking to win their first tournament, major motorized since the early 70s, like 74. To do so, they'll have to overcome a four-point deficit with three contests to go. Now, after the 18 points, we drop way down to seven. So, And the New High Park Termites have seven. The Hempstead Yellow Hornets have seven. So those two teams are tied for third. And then from there, it would go down to fifth place. And right now, that would be the Westbury Turtles with six points. I thought that um, <coughs> that Beho shot by the Westerners right there really, really, I'm not going to say put a dagger in Port Washington's opportunity, but Port Washington had a nice shot up there, and West Hampstead just put an awesome shot up You there. know, it's definitely a tough beat because the, the Roadrunners had that 782, Lenny. Um, that was second place at the time because Westbury had the 779. So not only did West Hempstead beat Paul Washington's time, but they also beat Westbury's time. Yep. And they gained two points on them instead of just gaining one. Yep. So Westbury with the 779 becomes a, an important tweener. Um, but as far as the year is concerned, the Paul Washington Roadrunners go home with the Behoes Nassau County Total Point Trophy this season. Mm -hmm. So they've won Behoes and Seahoes now. Believe it or not, according to what I have here, that's West Hempstead's first county B-Hose points of the year. So, as we move now to the efficiency contest, um, the, the next event will be the efficiency contest. The state record for this event is 8.40, held by Central Islip. First team on the line will be Roslyn Highlands. Uh, if I would have asked you five or seven years ago, Twan, yeah, that would Donald Small would be the hydrant man on the best B and C host team <laughs> in Nassau County. <laughs> would you have said yes? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah? yeah sure, why I not? He was you know, good hydro man you're in your app. Am I supposed to say no there? Like? No, he <laughs> ran it no, I just I no, wouldn't oh, have guessed I, it. I wouldn't I, have guessed yeah, it. Yeah, no, I hear what you mean. Well, he's, and he's run, you know, several different positions. That wasn't his specialty, but I gotcha, I hear you man. And plus, you know, you had a lot of good ones retiring along the way. Yep. You know? Mike right. Renoi Park, Jojo from the Yellow Hornets of course. Sorry so. we just missed Time for Rosalind Island one zero point zero zero. Ten flat. Ten flat. So as far as efficiency county points for the year are concerned. Next up on the line is Baldwin Tomcats. The Roadrunners are looking to go three in a row here. They have 11 and a half points, and, I mean, it's all but locked up. I mean, Hicksville, North Belmore, and Merrick are the only teams that could catch them. Hicksville and North Belmore have only seven, so they need to gain four and a half points to tie, gain five to win. The only way that Merrick can take it home is if they win the contest and hope that Port take zero points, so they have six and a half points. So we talked about West Hempstead sweeping ladders for the season in county points. The Port Washington Roadrunners have a, has a, have a chance to sweep hoses, including motor pump, which will be next. The topic of the day that we've also been talking about is what did you like about the 2015 season? I got one text message up on top of the arch, and I actually don't remember this. I and it, I got to go back and double check the uh, the website. Um, just for confirmation on the time. But somebody wrote, East Farmingdale taking third place in motor pump at the Hempstead Invite. So it's nice for them, for the East Farmingdale Hairs, getting some points at a major motorized like that. East Farmingdale, a team that's been around for a long time. Yeah. And uh, you see them getting out there each and every week and trying and like to see a little more progress. And I'm sure they're watching video and get to practice with some of those other Town of Babylon teams. 
Anytime they can find some points, that's a big positive. When did they get their new seat truck, Len? Was that this year? Uh, that I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. I'm just scrolling through the uh, that tournament that day. Yeah, there they are. East Farmingdale, third place. It was a 718. Again, not obviously 718 usually is not getting your points. At Hempstead, it's a little bit of a different story, though. Uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. so. so that was one of the highlights for someone listening at home. Thank you for chiming in. If you have anything else, highlights of 2015, send me a uh, text on top of the arch, 631-495-5008. Baldwin Tomcats. Baldwin still looking to get on the board, Lynn. On the line. They went out to Hageman, correct? They were there. They were there. A lot of teams doing double duty this weekend. Hydra Man breaking the light. Yeah, way early. You still had the couple of on the line. Water in the hose, 342. This Nozzle Man's trucking today. Ooh, just sweeps by it. Came up a little short at uh, Hagerman. I thought he maybe stopped the line short in Hagerman. He was over Nine the line the today. Nine for the Tomcats, 1-0.21. 10-21. So, yeah, he ran through it today. Maybe uh, watch some video or... Listen to the broadcast. Like I said, he came up a little short Saturday in Hagerman. He ran through the line. And, and Twani, you, yeah. did you run Nozzle? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I was more of a backup Nozzle man you know, throughout the years. I mean, years, when did you I start throwing Next on the brakes? Next team on the line will be the Westbury Turtles. When did you start throwing I, on the I would always just try to go off of Joe. Joe would yell pocket Twan, meaning that time to us to get set. So I would really kind of go off of him. But uh, not until that third line of three-man ladder or the middle line of three-man ladder. I guess that would be the... Or 25 uh, before, 25, yeah, 25 before, before, yeah. yeah about that, that gave you two or three good strides right, to, 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 to knock it down and, yep. and, and get into your lock position. Right. Get pointing straight. The other thing about that Baldwin shot, too, and you hope that they're filming, but uh, the Hydra Man was off two, three steps before the, the middle coupling guy, though I guess, the, I guess the bottom coupling guy, was even off the line. Did you notice that? Yeah. As we welcome back Jackie Cloudman. What's up, Jack? What's, What's up, up, man? How's the kid? Everything's good? Everything's good. Uh, right. Mom just got here, so I got a little more relief. There you go. Now Grandpa can have a good time? <coughs> well, maybe not. All right. Turtles are on the line here, folks. Westbury Turtles coming off of a team record, 779 in b -hose. See how they follow it up. They're off the line. Kenny charging the hydrant. Ooh, a little late on the stick. It's down, but it could have been a little bit quicker. We got water coming out the nozzle and uh, washing the, the road a little bit. 3.30 open. Uh, it's going to be in the mid-10s. Time for the Turtles. 1-0.43. 10.43. Is there a reason Westbury ran before New High Park? I have him. I have Westbury 6 on the line and on the score sheet in New High Park Next 5. Next on the line running out of turn with permission. Ah, there we go. The New High Park termites. New High Park must have been waiting on someone to get here. Yeah, either that or maybe because of the trophy ceremony. With the that's Filipinas, could be that very possible. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. What'd you think of that ceremony, Jack? Did you get to watch it? Uh, I actually didn't. I okay. was chasing chasing my kid around. Okay. <laughs> Looking for another. Uh, what What was the ceremony you? for? I didn't know. Uh, well, Filipinas retiring. Oh, that's. And his brother Mike uh, doing the presentation was really nice, and a bunch of current and uh, retired termites around him, and. We says we say that we see Phil warming up, stretching out, ready to put that stick down. Yeah. Every bone in that body is competitive, and Phil has shown that over all of his years. It's almost uh, it's almost surreal. I just kind of kind of figured he was never going to retire. To tell you the truth. That's what I said. I said I can't believe I'm finally seeing it. I broke his chops for years, and uh, finally going to happen. Watch this. He's going to be shot out of a cannon. The handle will be down. The guy will be two steps from the hydrant. <laughs> 
Look at him ready to start. He's just got so much energy. And they're off. Come the termites. And he's right on top of it. Nice hookup. Good stick. Frankie coming into the nozzle line. Pointed out there. Oh, just missing with the first drop. But it's still going to be a low nine, guys. Be the first nine of the day. Time for the termites. 9.13. Oh. 9.13. He hits that. It's an eight. 3.06 on the open. Nice job, Mr. Athenas. Next team on the line, the Merrick Buckeyes. I think he's too good to retire still. Yeah, I think so. He's still too good. <laughs> Phil, one more year. One more year. The Merrick Buckeyes come to the line. Uh, earlier in the day, they had a chance at getting top five in county points for the season. Since that time, they have kind of stayed within only eight and a half points of the North Belmore Ricky thing. So they haven't really gained what they needed to gain. They still are mathematically alive for it, but they need to score some points starting in efficiency. Their best contest of the year. They have six and a half Nassau County points in this contest. They actually have a chance to win county points for the season in efficiency. They would need to take first place and hope that Port Washington stays at 11 and a half. And no other teams and, uh, and come Hick into play? And they got to worry about Hicksville and North Belmore also, who have seven. So again, Port Washington seemingly has it locked up, but they got to run the numbers if Hicksville, North Belmore, and Merrick put the pressure on. Here comes Merrick. Nice start. A little late on the stick. Yeah, you saw the Hydra Man click and wait for that stick to yep. come down. Hydra Man's putting it out there. Nice hit on the target, though. That could be an eight, guys. Yeah, huh? With a stick that could have been a solid eight. I got 895. Three, Time three thirty-five. the point eight six there you go 886 what could that have been if the stick was down guys? i mean you're talking at least two more tenths right uh, at least a tenth and a half no more rinky dinks well as you guys know that can affect the hit if it's you know in the water flow correct it's a little too hot right maybe it's not as good exactly but that's a great shot listen it puts the buckeyes in position to potentially win efficiency in nassau county this year that that'll give them five points again they had six and a half, so if they get five, that's going to put them in a tie with Port Washington. Port Washington has 11 and a half. Hicksville, seven. North Belmore, seven. Efficiency point totals for the year. North Belmore is going to come right on the line right now. They have seven points on the season in efficiency, not on the day. On the day, North Belmore, three points. Just just a funny event. They, he might have turned the water on right away, and they would have ran a 920. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He might have caught a coupling man short or... Even the nozzle man a little short, not not quite in, locked in and aiming. One Solid thing I will shot. say though, if, if you're gonna run with a turn on, you gotta, you know, Hydraman has one shot. You can't you can't wait, because he could have turned on himself by that by that time. For sure. Now is that a team record? I bet that question. is for the Buckeyes. I, I don't ever remember hearing uh, Merrick Buckeyes and efficiency associated with an eight. So congratulations to them. If it isn't, uh, so be it. It's still a great run. <laughs> All right. Now we got North Belmore Rinkydinks on the line. Everybody licking their chops when you get on the line for efficiency in here because everybody can get it done. The angle he takes on that hydrant. And ooh, nice hookup. The handle's down. The hose is out. Good hose lay. Nozleman's got to hit it. Oh, and he gets it on the he swipe. gets it across. I had 316 on the open, but I only have it as a low nine, guys. I don't think it's going to be the eight. But nice hit. Time. For North Belmore, eight Oof. point eight <laughs> nine. Surprised me. Eight eighty nine. He hit it so quick. First spray. 
And that is a big shot from North Belmar at fifth place in the county right now with 24 points on the season. Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Not only do you have the Merrick Buckeyes breathing down their necks, but you also got the Westbury Turtles who have moved in who have moved in the close. They have 18 and a half. And you have the Yellow Hornets who have now come into the play here, potentially grabbing that fifth place spot. They have 15. Twan, we have another guest announcer. Yo, what's this? up? Paizo. Anthony Paizo joining us from the ISO Pools. What's up, Ant? Are you on there? Click on. I didn't hear him. He, he did say what's up. There we go. Try again. Really close, Anthony. Oh, there he is. is. What's up, Anthony? <laughs> Can you hear? Yep. What's going on, Pies? How you doing, man? Good, man. Doing well? Yeah. This race is heating up. Oh, I just got confirmed that was uh, Merrick's team record. So congrats couple, to Merrick. Couple, couple team records today. Yeah. Going yeah. And again, uh, we all know Port can run some efficiency. I would say most teams' records are here in efficiency. Right? Yeah, right. No doubt about it. This is the plays. So we saw Merrick's team record in efficiency, 886. Earlier in the day, you heard Westbury break that team record in B. Hose with a 779. So the Paul Washington comes to the line right now. They have 18 points, four points down from West Hempstead Westerners for the tournament. They have 11.5 points in efficiency on the season. They could take home county points here. North Belmore actually is out of the mix because they're in second place. So only Hicksville... Merrick or Port Washington can win efficiency for the season. Let's see what they and do. Port's off the line. Good start. Salerno's on. Good stick by Zach. Ooh, a little bit of a trip by the man in the hydro link. But they get it out straight. Oh, he came right of Oh, nozzle man goes down. The backup man not quite in the right position. He did find the flap. I missed him catching the flap. What'd you have first water? I missed it. Oh, you missed it. You just sat in. I mean, impressive that he still hit the target. I you don't know? know how he hit it because I thought he felt. Time for the Roadrunners, 9.52, 9.52. Must have caught it on the backswing. They Next just team on the line, the call place wrong. Yeah, we had we hadn't seen it in the um, the Hempstead invite really. Right. Uh, but uh, we've seen Nozzleman get tossed around here before, right, Paizo? I mean, you see him get thrown yeah, around here. Point. Pressure here can do it. So, so this is interesting now. With that that shot right there, guys, that puts them into fourth place, right? So they're getting two points as of right now. That'll move them up to 13 and a half. But you got Merrick in first place. That gives them 11 and a half county points on the season. Now, if two teams come and beat that 952 and Merrick holds out for first, then the Merrick Buckeyes are going to tie for first in that county point efficiency trophy for the season. Hicksville's also in there. We need to say them run. They have seven points on the year. So Merrick Buckeye's putting themselves in a chance to take a chance to take home a county point trophy, guys. I'm, I'm Pretty cool story I'm, right I'm there. I'm rooting for them. You know, I, uh, I'm not rooting against anybody, but I'm rooting for them to, to do something big that they haven't done before. Yeah. The Car Place Frogs may have something to say about it. I'm sure, Merrick's hoping. They need to take that five points, though. If one team beats that 886, then they are mathematically eliminated from potentially winning. See some stump jumper shirts over here. Hey, Twan, what's do you uh, know offhand the, the track record? I, I know that the it's Hunter drill was it was like an 830 something, yeah, something yeah. like that. But yeah, uh, the track record is the state record, the 840 by CI right, that was run here at, at 2011. But yeah, that that Hunter drill that one year was nuts. Yeah. Was that a 36? Yeah, I think it was 37. I but Westbury I think Westbury ran a 40, ran a 40 or 45. Yeah. That's right. Turned uh, well. Like Paizo said, a lot of teams have been running <laughs> at yeah, right. that. Yeah, no, we didn't really. <laughs> 
We just said go like, with it that oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> I said turn it up. That's why I, I don't. We don't count Joe Hunt or uh, Hans as team record. No. I don't think I'm going to I agree with you. So unless, Carl, it's a, unless it's a four and be louder. Carl plays frogs, taking the line. And they're off and going. And they're on wow. with a nice stick. Ooh, oh, the first coupling blows apart. That is a tough miss for the Carl Place Frogs, who should put it together. Took a point earlier in the state drill this year in, in this contest. Not too often you see a miss at the bottom coupling. Well, that hose looks short, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. I mean, he's aiming. He's a good 20 feet behind the line, right? A couple 15. of squiggles in it. I don't know. Yeah. Time for the Frogs. Two six point six zero. 26.60. I had a 2.97 open. That's not off the Next light. Next on the line, the Yellow Hornets from Hempstead. What did you say, Len? Two. I had 2.97 two two open, yeah. but that's going off the light, uh, off the line, not off the light. Right. We're pretty far away. Yellow Hornets come to the line with seven points on the day, grabbing four and C hose and two and B hose. There's another contest that they can run. They're a, a year removed from running, I, I believe, an 869, I think was the number that they ran last year, with pretty much the same guys. A couple guys are missing today, though. You got that guy, Junior, who's been running third man for them. Went on a cruise. I was going to say, is he coming <laughs> back? <or? laughs> yeah, he couldn't make it today. He had a vacation plan for a while. He, uh, he didn't grow up in, in racing and uh, realize <laughs> you don't plan vacations in the summertime. Yeah, right. <laughs> Couldn't wait one week? <laughs> Could have left tomorrow. Could have left tonight. <laughs> the way this tournament's moving, he could have left around 6 o'clock tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think he was out three days ago, though. <laughs> so we got Joey Spatz going to be running Hydrant today. I talked, I saw him this morning pulling into the parking lot. He's like, yeah, first time in a couple of years I'm running that spot. So we got Joey Spatz on Hydrant. We're going to have Luke Newball running Nozzle. Mikey Spatz running all the way down the track, backing him up. Give a lot of credit to these guys that can run all these different positions. I was kind of a... That George O'Leary on the bottom coupling, it looks like. He's been racing with the Rascals a long time. We're going to get the full distance uh, start up out of their loop guys way back. Hydrant's on. Yeah. Stick down. Water oh. in a hose. What oh, happened oh, to the nozzle? Oh, man? Nozzle man dropped fell it. or something. We dropped were watching the hydrant. Yeah. We didn't look in the other side. All of a sudden, we saw Luke and Mikey. Maybe they dropped a hydrant or something. Dropped it way back by the yeah. hydrant. Yeah, they're laughing now. They're just like... <laughs> Good uh, call, the hydrant man. A little bit of a walk of shame right now. Stick man <laughs> turning it off. You're right. <laughs> I, think oh. Mike, I think Mike got too tired. He had too far to run. <laughs> he gave up at the hydrant. <laughs> Yellow Hornets, 2-3.56. 23-56. Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. That might go in as one of the all-time highs for efficiency. <laughs> 23. Well, the car replacement at 26. 60. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no overtimes today, obviously. All you could do is laugh at that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a mistake. Yeah, you you finish the shot in case there's some type of a water issue. I, I'm guessing somebody stepped on the hose or something. Uh, yeah, we weren't watching. We were all watching yeah. Joey because he hasn't run it in a while. And then all of a sudden, we look back on the other side and... The nozzles laying. Mike and Luke were just kind of hanging out right by the sewer over there for the motor pump drain. Hicksville Hicks come to the line. They have four points on the day, but more importantly, they have seven county points in this contest for the year. 
They need to beat that 886 by the Merrick Buckeyes to give them five. That would give them 12, and it would move the Roadrunners back to 12 and a half. So they need to take first place and hope for two tweeners if the Hicks want to take county points home for themselves. North Belmore has been eliminated from county points and efficiency. Merrick still has a chance to get it in a tie with Port Washington. Hicksville, the final of the four teams to run that can take home that trophy. What was it like in Suffolk, Len? What were the, was it like a sweep by the Hobos in most contests? Was uh, there a... Hobos took most of them. Uh, North Lindy in there maybe for uh, a ladder trophy? Islip probably in there. The Susskind boys were more uh, on we top of it. We won efficiency, actually. Did uh, you? First, first team to beat the Hobos in... Uh, Hobos won eight years in a row. Wow. So we actually uh, beat them. It was tied coming in uh, Saturday. Cool. We both ran uh, pretty good shots, finished first and second. Nice. Hicksville off the line. Oh, miss at the hydrant. So they are not going to uh, right, so that help that their chances. That eliminates Hicksville from the running of winning the Efficiency County Points Trophy. So it's either going to be the Merrick Buckeyes in a tie for first with the Port Washington Roadrunners, or it'll be Port Washington all on their own. So Port Washington locking up their third county point holes trophy. They won B-Hose, C-Hose, and now they've locked up at least a tie for efficiency. Time for the Hicks. 2-1.84. 21-84. you calling them hosers? Hosers. Next team on the line, the host for this event, the West Hempstead Westerners. If only Kyle Lewis was around to run motorized all year. Just what if, right? Hopefully we'll get him back next year. And, uh, you know, we'll see some things happen. That tournament was in Hageman Pies. What kind of what kind of numbers did you guys run? Efficiency. Um, we ran at 8.94. That's a good shot there. It's uh, hard to fix the track. I think they ran a 9.0, 9.07, I believe. You just see the differences in the times. Uh, 8, 8.94, 9.0 are great shots on that course, but then you come here and. It, just if you hit the target, it's an 8.88. Eight, eight. <laughs> yeah, Josh crushed, absolutely crushed the target. He did. He had a hell of a hit. West Hempstead comes to the line now, guys. 22 points on the day. Port Washington with 18 on the day. Now, Port right now, if we give you the rundown, they're in fourth place in the contest. So, Port's got to hope for a miss if they want to try to win this tournament today. If West Hempstead scores big here, it's going to be real tough for Port. If you want to hear an interesting stat, talk about an Achilles heel. I, I, I don't think West Hempstead has any points all season in efficiency. That's true. And, yeah, and, and, no, and no county points in B-Hose until today. Oh, Johnny went down. Goes down. Ooh, he slipped. Legs went right out from under him. Water across the track. He looks a little sore, but he gets up and puts it on. Yeah, his back's hurting. You can he's tell he's hurting. pulling at his back right now. He went right down, man. Slippery. Time for the Westerners, 14.54. The Westerners haven't scored in the Next team on the line, the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. You could tell he was just going for it right yeah. there. Yeah, and it's an unfortunate miss, and you don't want to see a team miss like that where a guy's potentially getting hurt. What it does do is it tightens up this drill at Port Washington can grab two points right now. So you got the Merrick Buckeyes with an 886. You got the North Belmont Ricky Dinks with an 889. That's first and second. From there, you got to go to that 913 by the New Eye Park Termites for third. Fourth place, 952 by the Roadrunners. And then you got to go all the way to that 10 flat that led off the contest by the Roslyn Highlanders. Well, both of these remaining two teams could slide in there, Manhasset and uh, Levittown. 
slide into that top five. As far as county points and efficiency are concerned, right now, Port Washington has it won all on their own. If the next two teams beat their 952, then the Merrick Buckeyes will win efficiency in a tie with the Roadrunners. But the Manhattan Lakeville Miniman and the Levittown Rebels would both have to beat a 952 in order for that to happen. So Merrick Buckeyes eagerly awaiting the news to see if they've won a county point trophy in efficiency. And as I look over my shoulder here, down at the base of the arch, pretty much the whole team is watching. I could probably count 12 to 15 guys down there. All right. So they're anxious. Yeah. That's the scenario. They are cheering on Manhasset right now. They need to I'm cheer sure. on. They need Manhasset and Levittown to both beat the 952. And Manhasset's off and running. Try and keep an eye on them. They got water in. They got water in the hose. Yep. A lot of loops, but they could do it. Ooh, oh, what a target card. hit. Now, here's the thing. If that That's beats the 86, that takes them out. Close. It's close. I had 318 in the open. I have an 8. Time for the Minutemen. 8.99. Big cheer from the, <laughs> the Buckeyes. <laughs> hopes Next are still alive. Levittown Rebels. So you're saying we got a chance. <laughs> Merrick over here cheering wildly for the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. <laughs> That's I the fun stuff. So Merrick, you know, not only are they looking to win the contest, they could win county points for the season in a tie. The Levittown Rebels need to beat a 9.52. That was run by the Roadrunners, because the Roadrunners would get one point with that 9.52 and give them 12 and a half on the season to Merrick's 11 and a half. Yeah, I wonder if Merrick knows. You think Merrick knows? <laughs> I think they might just be watching because they're in first place. First place. That's, that's what I think. You know? Do you think they know for the county? Yeah? No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. <laughs> But, you know, their hopes lie with the Levittown, Levittown Rebels to run a 9.52. It is Hempstead. Just need a couple athletes. You need some legs to get you down the street. You need to get the water on. Water's got to get in the Water on you know? and hit the target. Making it sound real easy, you right? You could run a 9.5. <laughs> you could dodge a wrench. You could dodge a ball, right? <laughs> little Van Halen atomic eruption in the background. If that don't get you going, nothing will. Efficiency contest got very interesting. It sure did. Let's not forget, Le Levittown can run an 885, too, and, and knock them out hit. That's true. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> yeah. That 899 that we just heard actually helps West Hempstead. It actually gains them another point. Oh, knocks, back. Knocks Port uh, Washington, Washington back Right, it bit. knocks them down. So. so Port only potentially gaining one. Going to close it to... A three-point lead instead It'll of a four-point lead. I'll keep an eye on Merrick to see if they're happy if this team blows it, just that they're happy for the first place, or if they realize they... Oh, we got one around the corner! He scooped it! It's a hip stick, though. Is that what that's called, scooping it? Yeah. Oh, we stopped it too line. Nobody he still hits it! it. Mid-nine, what do we got? Uh, We're too high? <laughs> I got 979. Oh stopped at the wrong line. Time for Levittown. 9.89. Oh. 9.89. <laughs> the drama of it all. You could find three tenths in that shot easily. I thought That's he funny. scooped it at the hydrant. What, right? do, you mean, you, what do you mean scoop All right, it? she had the handle down, I thought, right. before he was totally on. Right, right. I, was, I was going to agree. I, I've seen that on pump. I don't know that yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it in efficiency, right? <laughs> right, I, it looked like a pump shot. <laughs> sucked it up. But then they had a bunch of loops. They didn't get the hose out as perfect no. as maybe they'd like to. But then the nozzle man stopped 25 feet short. I got to tell you, if he if he gets out and hits a target, that, that actually might beat that 950. It would have. <laughs> Wow. But nonetheless, the Merrick Buckeyes are going to take home first place in efficiency 
Not only, not only that, guys, it moves them to nine points on the day. So I was just going to ask. they yeah. got to be in the in the top five, right, right now? So, yeah, I, that's going to move them up. Let me do the other calculations here. So we got 886 by the Buckeyes winning the contest and closing out an excellent season for them in inefficiency. They're going to actually end up second place counting Hold points the equipment. by one point to the Port Washington Roadrunners. the completion Roadrunners. of the efficiency contest. First place with five points, the Merrick Buckeyes. Second place with four points, the North Fillmore Rinky Dinks. Third place with three points, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. In fourth place with two points, the New Hyde Park Termites. And in fifth place with one point, the Port Washington Roadrunners. And that point not only locks up the, the efficiency contest for Port Washington, it also gains one on the West Hempstead Westerners. One, just doing some calculations here. 22. So here's what we got. It looks like West Hempstead's in first with 22. The Roadrunners just gained a point. They have 19. Three-point lead for West Hempstead going into the final two events. Then from the 19, we go down. Third place is a tie between New High Park and the Merrick Buckeyes. They both have nine points. And then we have a tie for fifth right now between North Belmore and Hempstead. Seven points apiece. The Turtles have six, the Hicks have four, the Minutemen have three, the Roslyn Highlanders have three, and the Carl Place Frogs have one. So there's like a battle for first and second, and then there's a battle for three through five. Yep, exactly right. Port Washington has locked up C-Hose, B-Hose, and Efficiency County points for the season. Congratulations, Roadrunners. Great job. West Hempstead locked up three-man B-Ladder, C-Ladder buckets already, and the county on the season total. When we go into motor pump in a minute... Port Washington has a chance to go four for four in the hose contests. Oh, okay. Freddie's saying we're staying on. Okay. <laughs> He's going to run some motor pump. <laughs> Love when he runs with the headphones on. It's the best. So, guess we're keeping it right here. So, anyway, ladies and gents from listening at home, what were your favorite shots of the year? Artie Suskind chiming in on a text. Anyone chime in about maybe, you know, we're talking about our highlights of 2015. Maybe you had a shot that stands out about 2015. Send us a text. We'll talk about it. 631-495-5008. And we have a public service announcement for Lenny. Yeah, 20. Uh, here we are in beautiful Hempstead, New York. Uh, and um, they wanted us to announce at the Nassau County Volunteer Firemen's Parade and Drill Team Captain's Association fundraiser will be on Saturday, September 26th at Manning's Pub and Grill. That's in Carl Place, New York. Uh, featuring a DJ and a live radio broadcast, open bar and buffet. It's $40 a person. It's 3 to 6 p.m. For more information, call 516-279-4444. Very nice. What's the date on that again? Nathan? The date on that is Saturday, September 26th, and that's at Manning's Pub and Grill. Come on out. Hang out with your racing friends. Talk about the season. I think then there's going to be live radio that day, I believe. Yeah, yeah, so I we, said we, that. We might, we, I know you did. No, we might be doing some work that day. Yeah, well, live radio broadcast. Radio so broadcast. far, after the completion of six events, Roslyn Highlands, three. New Hyde Park Termites, nine. Westbury Turtles, six. Merrick Buckeyes, nine. North Belmore Rinky Dink, seven. Paul Washington Roadrunners, 19. Call Place Frogs, one. Yellow Hornets, seven. Hicksville Hicks, 4. West Hempstead Westerners, 22. And Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen, 3. 
So the topic of the day, guys, what are the things you liked about 2015? We talked a lot today. We talked about Josh Kaysen on your team tying a three-man ladder record. We talked about Jay Newhoff. We talked about North Lindy's 501, Michael Maris, five-flat time of the year. We've had a lot of conversations about the state drill and how good it was. We were also talking about some upstate teams, and I wanted to bring the second upstate team up right now. The things I liked about 2015, how about the Point Pleasant Pea Pickers? We talked about Henrietta's best time in each contest. Here's Point Pleasant's best time in each contest this year. Three-man ladder, 6.39. That was run at just at Point Pleasant uh, last weekend or two weekends ago. Their B ladder best, 5.51. C ladder, 9.12. Team record that was set earlier at Seabreeze this year. C hose, 12.73. B hose, 8.09. Efficiency, 9.20. Motor pump, 6.17. And buckets, 24.26. Point Pleasant and Henrietta both putting it together this year, guys. What do you think? numbers. Good numbers, right, yeah, from, really good. from them? So, I, I think, yeah, the, a lot of those times would be good in uh, in any of the tournaments that that, uh, that we race in. And uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Point Pleasant, I heard, got a, uh, a cone time penalty on their, on their sea truck. Oh, did they? Twice this year. <laughs> brand new? Throw that, throw that tidbit in there. They, their, their sea truck is moving. So it's a brand new sea truck? Or I don't, is it I just don't know if it's new. Refab? Yeah, I don't know if it's new, but... It's good to see, you know, always teams getting more and more competitive. But those two teams seem to be pushing each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you see that sometimes in, in the different areas. Um, you always want, you know, five, six, ten teams. But uh, where Western is limited in the amount of teams, Northern as well, to have two teams like that pushing each other and just see them getting better and better each year, really impressive. I mean, the ladder times really stand out to me, especially a 639 in three-man ladder. Uh, you know, not too many teams run in three, th- six threes. You know, over the past few seasons, obviously this year the three-man ladder I think picked up again. But at 639, you run that in the state drill this year, you're taking four points. But that to me should you be know? a race where you can't say, well, we don't have the money for equipment. Yeah, exactly. Or we, we can't get the motor, or we don't have the newest trucks. That's a race you just practice, yep. you study, you learn, and you can improve on that race. It's the purest contest we have, aside from individual ladder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... That goes to all teams out there. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to. If you have a wooden ladder and an arch you can put it up against, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to improve um, year after year. And the final thing I'll give about Upstate this year, things we liked about 2015. How about the Great Bend Cobras? We talked about this a little bit before. They broke the Northern New York B-Hose record. It was uh, with an 894. Did you read about that online? I'm not sure what the record was previous to that, but... You know, a couple teams, uh, a couple years under their belt, and you know, already making a mark yep. on history in terms of state records. And so. they won the Northern Championship yeah. as well. Yeah, They got a hell of a sea truck, I heard. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are those are a fun bunch of guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, they <laughs> stayed at Firehouse uh, to say that they're fun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Paizo chiming That's in. All, all they stayed there for the state trail this year. Came no, down. No, they stayed at West Sable. We actually uh, um, gave them to. Uh, the Dutchman for the year, so it was, uh... What, they stay with you earlier and they weren't yeah, allowed back? Couple, no, no, no. <laughs> they stayed uh, a couple of years before, and, uh... When they gave pulled, them. Up, when they, when they yeah, pulled right. up, it was pretty fun. Pretty funny, uh... <laughs> we gave them to the yeah, Dutchman. They, <laughs> they were fun. They were, they were just, like, you know, they really, uh... You know, they just, like, made themselves at home, and we, we were glad to have them. We, we welcome everyone at our firehouse, you know. It's a welcoming place over there, but, um... It was just funny how, like... After uh, the first night, we came back there, and you thought it was that firehouse. Like, but we have no problem. But they were all sitting around, grilling, you know. The feet up. <laughs> yeah, the feet were up. That's really <laughs> the cool. The cooler was empty. <laughs> you know, we don't care, though. It's easy in that corner, boss. 
I don't want to say that we were like, you know, <laughs> we were happy to have him. Yeah, that's happy, cool. We're happy to have him back also. Yep, really cool. And is that's such a good part of racing is um, again the the associations we make, the the island teams, whether it's northern teams or western teams, and uh, you know the the hospitality when they come down here or we go up there and they reciprocate. It's it's really nice. The the total brotherhood of the fire department uh, community and. That's what a lot of people that don't understand the racing community, they just don't get the camaraderie that's built over the years and the, and the brotherhood that's built over the years and what we would do for them and they would do for us. And, you know, people that don't know much about the racing world uh, just sometimes never understand that. Yeah. The, the first thing that we, uh, when they pulled up, uh, they showed us they have a, a working tap handle in their B-truck. <laughs> <laughs> working, not just a handle. It's not just a handle, it works. <laughs> That was pretty interesting to see that they had a tap going in their V-truck for after tournaments or whatever it is. Good stuff, man. Another uh, text message I'm getting, something that someone liked from the 2015 season in terms of uh, a shot in particular. The Cutchog Panthers took a year off over the past year. This year they come back, and they end up taking two points at the state drill this year in motor pump with a 662. So the Cutchog Panthers, another nice story from the 2015 season. So we're just talking about the Panthers Lenny taking two points at the state drill summit. We got some people chiming in about the Cutshaw Panthers, so another thing they like for the year. They ended up getting two points in the motor pump at the state this year. Yeah. Cut, you know, so good to see that. Cutshaw always known for their bucket team, right? Yeah, but more so team. back in the day. Next uh, event will be the motor pump contest. Motor pump state record is held by West Islip and Central Islip at a time of 5.47. First team on the line is Rosalind Highlands. You know, the, the current Cutshaw Panther team came from their old-fashioned team. I believe they had a motorized team years and years ago, but um, when they came out of old-fashioned, they were running some real good efficiency in buckets, and that carried over for some time. They're kind of in a rebuilding phase as well. Right. So as far as motor pump is concerned for the year, we're looking at a race between Port Washington and West Hempstead. Port Washington is 12 and a half. West Hempstead has 10. Port Washington looking to go 4 out of 4 in the hose contest as far as county points are concerned. But first, it's the Roslyn Highlanders. Here comes Roslyn. They're off the truck. Hydraman comes in. Stick is a little slow getting down. Nozzleman sets up just over the line. They got water. Oh, nice hit. A little slow on the stick, though. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, and, you know, I, I've seen a couple guys do it. I never... Time for never the Highlanders. 8.37, 8.37. Never agree with that. They, they the line, Baldwin Tomcats. They let the suction drag, you know, like uh, flop over, holding it with one hand when they get off instead of having it out in front of them. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how you can control it like that, you know. So what do they, they have to then raise it up and get the coupling even with the adapter at the last second? Or? It, that's what it looked like. It's, it was like he, you know, he's holding on a truck with one hand and when he got off, the, he was holding the pony back a little bit and it was flopped and then you got to grab it and try to aim it you know you want to get your hand on that as soon as you get off the truck if you can do you guys remember the time I didn't write it down sorry what was that westerner that, that Highlander time I didn't I didn't hear okay I'll get that from a minute you get that from Yeah, just get that for me, Jack, if you can. Thank you, pal. Just trying to keep track of it here. 
837, thank you guys. 8.37 for the Highlanders. First time of the day. There is a 10 second overtime, as many of you all know, due to safety reasons, regardless of the amount of teams that are here. So if only four people score, uh, run a number, there'll only be fourth place given out, and there will be no fifth place for the day. Can I take the trophy home? <laughs> Can the host get the money back? Can you refund <laughs> that? <laughs> All right, Baldwin Tomcats are readying themselves on the line. They're rolling forward. And across the timing line, off the truck. Stick is down. Hose is out. He's got to just hit it. This could be a good shot. Oh, got off of it a little bit on the gas, and he caught it on the way down. 219 open. Time for the Tomcats. 8.33. 8.33. First drop of water on there. You might have had a, a mid to low seven. Next team on the line, the New Hyde Park Termites. And again, for... You fans of racing, doesn't sound like a great time in mid to low seven, but here at Hempstead, this is the, the one hose race where the uh, the pump setup just doesn't work for you. Right. Um, so what's the, uh, uh, the last time we were here, I, I think there was a little possible wager involved on, on times that we're going to place in motor pump. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to ask, what's the what's the number here on the over-under? What's getting in? 750. Ooh, yeah, I think so. We got a little so. complaint going down here at the Hydrant. I'm going to say the Tomcats take a point today. How about that? All right, so you guys are making the over-under 750. Hang on. Anthony Paizo's got a little story down there. What do you got, Anthony? I don't know. They're messing with the Hydrant down here. I don't know. Uh, Andrew Brom came over. I think they're just tightening it up, maybe. I don't think anyone complains, but... Yeah, I just saw him moving that stick back and forth, but not the way it's supposed to move. Trying Let's to ask Andrew loose. what's going on. What's up, what's going on over there, Andrew? Oh, uh, you know, just saving lives. That's all. <laughs> was the gate, park, was uh, a gate loose, maybe? It was a little bit crooked, so we had to fix that for them. A little bit crooked. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just tightened it up a little crooked. Do I, do I hear rerun? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> The new High Park Termites now come to the line. Thank you, Dan Paizo. Paizo, is he saying the Westerners are a little bit crooked or the Hydra? <laughs> what is he saying? I, I don't know. I think, I think they both. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shut it off so you can hear it out here. All right. Paizo from the Ice of Wolves joining with us today. Just to give you a rundown of county points on the season, though, I, I, I said it many times. The Westerners have locked it up. They have 117 and a half on the year. Port Washington and New High Park are currently in a battle for second and third in county points, but the Roadrunners have moved that ahead. They started the day deadlocked at 63.5. The Roadrunners have gone up to 79 and a half. New High Park has 72 and a half. So the battle for second and third is between these two. The termites who are on the line, they have to, uh, they have some work to do. They have to gain seven points on the Roadrunners with only ten points left. But that second and third are locked up, at least it'll be one of those two teams. Then there's a battle for fourth and fifth between North Belmore, Hicksville, Merrick, Westbury, and the Yellow Hornets. North Belmore has moved into fourth with 28. You got the Hicks with 26 and a half. The Merrick Buckeyes with 20 and a half. Then you got Westbury a little bit lower, 18 and a half. Yellow Hornets, 15. All right, so actually, with you know, all of that said... Actually, the Yellow Hornets are mathematically out. Cross them off. They can't catch a 26 and a half. Go ahead, Len. Sorry. Juan, giving you the numbers and the stats as he always does, and a great job, 20. People enjoy that. That being said, here come the termites rolling off the line. Drifting out a little bit. They're on solid. He scoops some water. Scoops they go it. old school slide right here. Oh, and just 
swept the target. He came up from below, and we, you know he came up slow like he was supposed to, but he was just a little bit to the side. Time for the he termites. missed it on the way up. 7.66. 766. He missed it on the way up and caught it on the way back down. I think that was Frankie Miller out there running nozzle. Frankie Sonnenberg? Uh, Sonnenberg, excuse me. <laughs> That's all good. Too many Frankies. First seven of the day. First place right now, 766. 833, 837. Paul Boonsie, 833. Uh, yep. It's getting the point. <laughs> uh, let's, th let's take a look at some numbers throughout the years here. You know, motor pumps. Steve on the line. The Westbury Turtles. What do you got, Twan? Oh, you know what? I just got so confused for a second. I'm looking like 01 Labor Day, New I Park wins it with a 581. And I'm like, wait a minute. The track record's 597. Obviously, in 2001, we were at Hicksville. This tournament, the Labor Day tournament, always at Hicksville. That was up until 2003. That was the last time we ran Labor Day in Hicksville. So since we've been in Hempstead, the numbers that have won it have been actually the fastest is a 629 by New High Park, but that was 10 years ago. 2005. Since then, 6'4s, 6'3s. Since 2012, though, 702, 683, 657. I was going to say, in the last last four or five years, I, I think CI might have run a 6'1, and I, I don't remember I don't anything uh, under 6'3, 6'4 here. Uh, at, at the invite, yep. And yeah, the invite's been 6'3. The 09 State, we ran a 6'30. So, I mean, that's kind of been the number here. And then the Hobo's right, 6'17 all of a sudden at the 13 State. Again, I, Heavy. I made a double mistake there. I was told Frankie was running nozzle there. It didn't look like him once the helmet came off. We'll ask Fred when he gets up here. But that being said, here come the Turtles. Rolling off, decent speed. Off the truck, stick is down. They're pumping. Oh, just can't yeah. find the flap. Stream is really breaking up. And the 8-3 is still safe. <laughs> overtime for Westbury. Overtime. And with that overtime, the Westbury Turtles are going to be mathematically eliminated from winning, from coming top five in the county for the season. They're still mathematically alive to come down top five today, but they're not going to win fifth place in Nassau County total points. So the Turtles eliminated from that conversation. Guys, I'm down here with uh, Billy Falk from the... Uh Hempstead Yellow Hornets and uh, Isaac. Exit on the line, Americ Buckeye. And flukes. <laughs> and flukes, right? He ran pump here for a long time. Billy, uh, what do you think about this track running pump? Uh, actually, it's good to see you, Paisel. You guys on top of the arch. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Good to see you. Um, it's great to be here today. It's it's a very tough course to run pump on. Very tough course to run pump on. I remember uh, two years ago in the state tournament here. I believe the whole balls ran a 6-1, which is very impressive. Of course, I missed. Yeah, bad day for me. <laughs> and uh, I believe Patchogue or North Lindy ran a 5.9 here. Uh, the best time I've ever ran here was a 6.30 in the state drill. I believe that was back in 2009. I'm not sure the, the Antoine would probably know. He's right. But it's very tough here. You know, you've got to have a really good stick time here. You have to have a good nozzle man and the driver to pump at the right time. It, it, it just, it all has to come together on this track. And it all depends on the type of pump you have. Most of the times you have a big hail in Suffolk County. It works out that way. And, uh... That's just the way it is. It comes out like that way. Thank you, Billy. All right, good job, Paizo. Nice interview. As Merrick takes the line. Big, big shot for the Buckeyes. Yeah, big shot. 
and seems it, to be our new term of the year. And it's a big shot because Merrick, you know, they could still win top five in the county. They they have to get they, they have to gain six points on the Hicks in the next two contests. But more importantly, they're tied for third in the tournament. Nine points tied with the Termites, who just ran a 7.66. Right. See what the Buckeyes can yep. do here in Motor Pump. Buckeyes leave the line. Haven't Cross taken any pump line. points yet. Got the crossover handle, man. Stick man, he's got it down. They're pumping. Nozzle man's set. He's looking for the flap. Oh, he goes high. He still hasn't hit it. Overtime. You Buckeyes know, have overtime. You got that laid down on the nozzle, nozzle man. And, uh, it's just different style than I know. But, uh, if you, I mean, it's hard enough to see when you're kneeling to see what's going on. When you're laying down. You're really going on a prayer, I think. How much, how much of that can you actually see, or is it more of a feel thing when you when you get out there? You know what, Jack? You could see it um, as it's as it's skipping across the road, and that's the way I was taught when I first started doing it. Watch the water across the road, and when you see it getting to the target, just bring it up slow. At some point, you're right. You lose vision of it. Next team on the line, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. Again, as as I did it more and more, you learn you can raise it just a little bit quicker. That's the way to learn your timing. But you know, laying down like that, you can't see anything. I mean. Uh, I don't know how much experience that nozzle man has, but it is timing, but you got to develop timing, and it takes years. We've got Georgia Thomas chiming in on the uh, instant feedback here up here, asking about Billy Fork's comments about motor pump. He said, Twan, didn't we run a 609 or a 608 in motor pump? We did. Uh, I think, George, what Billy was saying is that was his fastest as a hydrant man, not the team's fastest here. But, yeah, that was a 98. You know, Georgie Thomas comes over, Lenny, and Jack, you know, we weren't good at motor pump. And he came over and he said, well, we're pumping in the wrong gear. And you got to do this. And the next <laughs> thing you know, we're running six O's. A man could run some pump. Yeah. A man could run a lot of good positions. It, it was too bad we didn't have him in 97. You know, we have 19 out of 20. <laughs> we missed some B-hose. We could have hit in B-hose. Efficiency, we should have, if it would have, should have, could have, whatever. But motor pump, we knew we didn't have, we had no shot in motor pump. In 97, we were basically giving the contest up. We On your own track. Yeah, we didn't, we were never good at it in, in the late 90s. We just, we didn't get it. We ran a seven flat that day. Anyway, he comes over within the year, six O's, six ones. We're like, are you kidding me? You know. But anyway, our man was a heck of a, a BNC hose nozzle man, and of course a really good pump hydro man as well. But running six Hello, O's, Georgie. Yeah, what's up, George? Running six O's have kind of gone away at this track for some reason. So that's 6:30 by Billy as a hydro man, his personal best. We ran a 6:3 here once in pump with I think six guys on the truck. We said we're going to pump one good shot, one blast, and we knew we, it was me and one guy behind me. And um, not, uh, the Hydra Man turned on himself and uh, ran a 6-3. It was third or fourth, I think, believe it right. or not. But different animal here to run motor pump. Same as it is to run efficiency. I mean, you got to be ready at the efficiency nozzle. But here come the rinky-dinks. Rolling off the line. Across the timing line. They got water in it. Oh, and a discharge. And one of the things we saw at the 2015 state drill, that discharge, or wild mouse, whatever you want to call it, getting blown off. How did it get Hold that it up. Name? You have overtime. How does it get the name wild mouse? Do I, you, either one of you guys know anything about that? Or I, I, even I you probably know. always heard, but I, I have no idea what I came Never from. heard it called that. How we about got, you, Paizo? No, they just started calling that this year. No, we joke around about it, the wild mouse. We never heard that. We always called it uh Next team on the line, Port Washington Roadrunners. Go ahead. I heard it called the snap, yep. on the door. Yeah. What? Yeah, Billy Falk's next to me yelling wild mouth. Yeah, well, I've heard it for a couple of years now, but I don't know where it came from. And I don't know if it's just a Hempstead thing, but, I mean, as long as I can remember, even when I started, it was always wild mouse. I you, don't know. The first guy I might have heard it from, believe it or not, was up here, was Laverty. I think yeah. that's the oh, first boy. time I might have heard it. So, 
Hello, Dan, if you're out there listening. I mean, with me, I have always remembered, you know, with Steve-O running there, you know, Steve Marrero running there for a long time, I always just heard it called Wild Mouse. I don't know. I, I never really questioned where the name came from. <laughs> no, I'm with Paizo. Maybe you it's know? a Suffolk thing. We called it Snaps, or again, snaps. I call it the Discharge. It's funny. We were talking about this, how you, you take it for granted, those guys. And you, it looks so easy until they miss. Yeah. Once they miss, they're the center of attention. Yeah. It's yeah, you don't you don't want to be the center of attention if you're running that spot. No. No, there's no um, there's no slipping there and regaining it or whatever. Like you miss, you miss. It's yeah. over, Johnny. There's no recovering. Hydroman can click once and come back and hit it. We've seen the real good ones do that and still score. And Nozzleman can click once sometimes and get a second shot at it. The big shot of port coming up right here. Yeah. Down by three. Hey, Port, Port, you know, I didn't realize they, they are winning or have a chance at winning all four hose events. And then, like you said, Twan, you, you think about if they if they had a Kyle climbing all season and, uh, you know, what the – not that not that whoever came in, whoever out of the two or the three of them that came in did a bad job, but – Yeah. Sorry, I'm texting. You always <laughs> go with the – no, you always <laughs> go with the experienced guys. I know what you're saying, Jack. Uh, I think the filling guys did a hell of a job this year, but it's just it's that what if. Yeah. Roadrunners come to the line, 19 points on the day, down three to the Westerners. Up two and a half county points on the season to West Hempstead, so they want to lock that up. They need to run a shot here. If they miss, it'll be open for West Hempstead to take the motor pump trophy for the season. This is the last trophy up for grabs. And take the tournament. True. That's right. That's right, Lenny. They could go above five, so, so we'll see. Here come the Roadrunners. Good truck speed. Cross okay. the line. Here we go. They got water in a hose. Nozzleman is set up. He's just got to hit it. And he Ooh, does. Decent hit. That's going to be a six. So we're going to need to watch some buckets today, ladies and gentlemen. Time for the Roadrunners. 6.65. 6 6.65. That's a good shot here in Hempstead. Next team on the line, the call place Frogs. So that's currently first place. Puts them in position to gain on West Hempstead. It puts them in position to win the county points in motor pump. West Hempstead is yet to run, though, and they can definitely run motor pump. 665 Port Washington, 766 New High Park, 833 Baldwin, 837 Roslyn. Those are the top four times. Other than that, you got three overtimes. Does put a little pressure on West Hempstead to do something. However, yep. let's remember this is their track. Yep. Guys, I'm down here with uh, Mikey from uh, New High Park. Go ahead, Mikey. Uh, we'll talk about how it, uh, the difference of uh, driving here, motor pump, than anything else, driving at a different track. Uh, on this track, you just have to be a little careful. It, it, it slopes a lot towards the hydrant, so if you're not careful, you're going to drift way in. Same thing goes with B and C hose also. But uh, And I always found that running when I ran on the other side, hitting the hydrant, that there's a big dip here. The hydrant, you're running into a dip before you hit the hydrant, you know? So. Did you pump any different at this track than another track? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. You hesitate a little more here, you know? That's about it. Other than that, pretty much the same. Thank you very much. Sounds like he was holding back on you when you asked him about pumping. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I was trying. <laughs> trying to figure it out. All you can do is ask. Exactly. exactly. I wasn't asking yeah. for you guys. I was asking for us. <laughs> Heck with the listeners. Yeah. Personal. Sorry. Uh, Mike's a good guy. Another long-time racer. Out of New High Park. Perennial termite. As the car plays frogs. 
See, it's funny that he said that because I think, Lenny, you said when they came off the line that they, they came out a little bit, actually, New Hyde Park. They the stayed out, out, you know, not in the middle of the street, but out away from the hydrant a little bit. Yep. All right, Frogs on the line. Well documented about the point they took in the state drill this year in this contest. Yeah, so let's see what they got. Capable of putting up a mid-six run. And they are rolling, and they drift out just a little bit and then straighten it out. Oh, miss at the hydrant. Ooh, nice recovery, though. Nozzle man puts in with a little bit. He finds his spot, but cannot find the flap. Hold it up. Uh, hold it up. You have overtime. See the hose snapping and whipping back there? I don't know if the stick man turned it off, oh, thinking the, it was hit. The, uh, adapter, the adapter stripped right off. Oh, okay. The came right off the... So uh, a little bit of a miss, but a nice recovery down there. Was that an overtime? I missed the number. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know how that adapter came off the way it did, because the adapter... The next team on the line, the Hempstead Yellow the Hornets. Say that again, Paizo? It blew off from the adapter. They never twisted the adapter off after the run. It's so the adapter blew off the gate? The adapter blew off the gate without turning it. It didn't strip the threads? I don't know. I, We're going to find out right now, I guess. I'm going to call it down and take a look right now. Yeah, let's see when... Uh, let's see what they got here. Well, let's see if Hempstead could get their adapter on. Well, that would be quite a delay. Yeah, uh, well, you have to uh, switch out the gates. All right. They should. Uh, There's only a couple nicks in it, but it, I don't think it should have blew up. I don't know how much they put it on, or if. Uh, Hope the Hornets are comfortable with. Uh, it's interesting. Like you don't get a chance to turn the gate on to see if it'll stay on. You know what I mean? Because you put water on the track, but it's one of those things that you would just have to not accept it right from the get-go. Well, is that something? I mean, it's right. I, I was never an adapter man, but do you do you look at the threads before you put them on? Yeah, if you see them, right. you know. Yeah, I, I, pulled it, off there's a couple of dings in it, but nothing that it should have pulled off. I wonder, I don't know why it came off like that. Just Maybe. Pulled, I mean, he missed the hydrant, and then uh, on the second, well, as soon as it, yeah, they were pumping through, it just blew off right at the end of the run. What about all that red-blue stuff that goes on? I was going to say, did it, blow off, one? did it blow off the actual gate, or was it off the, the gate adapter? You know, it, the, was the, off, the, it was off the, the, the gate adapter, the blue, you know, the, from the adapter to blue, the blue, the blue buffalo. Might have had the wrong one then. It's possible. Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out right now. <laughs> if this blows off, then we'll notice a problem with the. Well, uh, well they run. Gate. They're running red here. Oh, they're so. running there. So yeah, for you folks at home, there's two different gate adapters you can use, blue or red, depending on the type of thread you're running. I don't want to get too far into it right now because the Hornets are running, but there are two different ones and they're slightly different threads. Here come the Hempstead Yellow Hornets on their home track. They've got nice speed coming in. Oh, missed initially. Now the stick is down. And they stop pumping and the target's not tripped. Hold it up. You have overtime. Yeah, you kind of saw Mikey Spatz bounce off the hydrant there and then uh, Ray taking his foot off the gas thinking that the target was going to go up. Probably a little bit of a safety issue in there too, because if usually if you miss first and second water, you're gonna hit that 10 minute over, right. 10 second overtime. Excuse that's, me. That's minutes. something we never did in St. James was get off the gas. No, I know you just keep <laughs> they it going. They just right? stayed on it. They didn't care if we were going curb to curb if that light wasn't tripped. <laughs> just keep <laughs> keep it down. <laughs> I, I've told the story, and for those that haven't heard it, we were in Lindenhurst one year, 
and uh, Phil Coward Jr. It was his first year driving, and he used to run behind me on the pump nozzle for years and years and years. And now he moved to driver, had a new guy behind me, and I don't know exactly what happened in the run, but we didn't get the target with the first water. And in Lindenhurst in those days, you slid easily, and we started sliding a good eight or ten feet, and then it whipped sideways out of my hands, and you know <laughs> he shut it down, and you know the nozzles bouncing around. Yeah, right. Luckily nobody got hit. That was before helmets. I right, think. right. That's crazy. And, and we picked up the hose, and you know everybody's checking everybody. Okay, we're all good. And we pick up the hose, we're all soaking wet, and we get back in the truck. And my spot as a nozzle man, I'd always get right on the the running board next to the driver. He goes, you okay? I said, yeah. I said, but you got to get off. And he goes, you got to hit the target. <laughs> Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, that's one way to teach a pump nozzle man to get good quick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Either that or you need another pump nozzle man. But what it comes down to is I always said, if, if the stream starts a little left or a little right, I can yank it over. But if it starts straight and then starts going sideways, it's over. We're, we're out of control. So that's, that's the way I always uh, tried to explain it. Again, that's, that goes back to what we mentioned, too, that, that hose behind you being straight. Yeah. But if you start straight, and then it starts S in one way or the other, it's it's over. Forget You're it. just holding on. You're just going for a ride. Right. That's a wild mouse. That's a wild <laughs> mouse. That's right. <laughs> so. uh, Hicksville Hicks come to the line now, ladies and gents. They are in fifth place county points, 26 and a half. So they I need think, to. I think they've run a couple decent shots this year, too. On pump. Just looking here, yeah, with Merrick missing, the Yellow Hornets missing, I think Hicksville locked up at least fifth place on the year. Yeah, they did. They can move up to fourth. So the top five are finished at here this they point. Come. Not in the drill of county points, though. Sticks down. It's looking decent. Everybody's in position. Nice target hit, eh? Probably seven. Yeah, it might what be a got? high six. Okay. That's going to be big for Hicks. Nine for the Hicks. Getting him in the running. Six point nine zero. Six nine zero. So that's our fifth time yes, of the God, day. That's our, what I said. our second six of the day. Next team on the line. Today's host for this event, the West Hempstead Westerners. Big shot coming up. Yeah, so here we go. 22 points for the Westerners on the day, 19 for the Roadrunners. The Roadrunners right now sitting in first place with a 665. So if the Westerners beat the 665, they're gaining another point, and they'll have a four-point lead going into buckets. If they beat the 690, but not the 665, then it'll be a two-point lead for the Westerners going into buckets. I'm good. If they miss altogether and don't take any points then the Roadrunners could be, at best possible scenario, they could have a two-point lead over the Westerners going into buckets. So a lot of things depending on this shot right here. The other thing, too, as far as county points are concerned, West Hempstead needs to basically gain two and a half points to tie, three points to win. The only way they're going to do that is if they beat the shot and then hope that Manhasset and Levittown beat the 665. We're talking about county point trophy for the season. So Paul Washington in a good position right now. West Hempstead needs to run a number. They want to keep that lead going into buckets. Well, again, they should be comfortable here. Their practice track. Worst case scenario, they're down by two going into buckets with a miss. Best case scenario, they're up by four. 
going into buckets. The track is clear. The crowd is quiet. The West Hampton Westerners are starting to roll off the line. Take it, Lenny. That's it, 20. They're across the timing line now. Miss at the hydrant. That's going to mean a lot. It's going to tighten this tournament right up, folks. I mean, net trip net. to target just under overtime. they got to beat that 837 to at least get fifth. They're not going to. They're just under overtime. And that is a huge turn of events here at this Labor Day invite, guys, 2015. Because the Roadrunners are going to have a two-point lead now going into buckets if they hold up for first place. A little bit of a communication going on between the uh -oh. officials. Are they going to get lucky here? Is it lucky or is it no time? What could it be? No. Could they be getting a rerun? I don't see any flags. Could they uh, be getting maybe. a no time? I haven't seen a red flag either, Len. Good call. The officials are talking to each other, communicating through Something their at radios. The start line. Yeah. Something at the start line. you imagine if he didn't set the light? The light went off on this end. You saw a Paizo? Okay. But it didn't go off on the other end. It didn't go to red. I mean... On the hit, you mean? I had over, I had overtime before you hit the target. Yeah, uh, I had the nine, nine, nine or something like that. You hit it. So I don't know what they're doing here. They're trying to figure it out now. Retention, please. West Hempstead will get a rerun. Oh. Electronic malfunction. That is a huge gift for the West Hempstead Westerners. Obviously, wow. they would have, they would. They go from being down two going into buckets to having a chance to be in the lead. So we'll watch that rerun. Yeah, it's a, it's a gift. It's, it's part of the sport. You know, you, you think about history. You think about times when teams have run heavy numbers only to be given a rerun. Some of the things that jump to my mind, I, I mean, I'm a ladder guy, so I, I can remember, you know, being a 17-year-old kid in the stands at the 1995 New York State Drill watching the West Sable Flying Dutchman run a three-man ladder shot that was heavy but digital era. And they got a rerun, only to come back and run a heavy number again. So it happen it hurts you, it helps you. That's just the nature oh, of the sport. Oh, it can go both ways. And, oh, uh, uh, Central Islip, uh, but it wasn't a digital error. That's right, in 2013. Yep. 2014, last year, excuse me, and B-Ladder getting that rerun, so. Wow. Port Kick. Washington's got to be. Uh, yeah, they're a little deflated. Gritting their teeth. What do we have to do? I mean, Paul Washington is still sitting in first place right now, so if they hold up for five and West Hempstead beats them, I mean, at the worst they're looking at is a four-point deficit. The best they're looking at is a two-point lead. Depends what Manhattan Lakeville and Levittown do. Paizo, see if you can find out what happened, if the, if the clock didn't stop like you were suggesting possibly, or maybe you can ask some of the officials. Do you guys ever remember, like, a big shot? There, there was a... You know, a team ran, a team, what am I trying to say? A team uh, ran a great number. There was a digital error, though. They got a rerun, and then they missed in the rerun. Do you remember anything like that ever happening? I'm sure it's happened, but I know anything come to mind? <laughs> anything in, like, a major spot, though? Like I remember I remember, I remember. two, uh, well, actually, Manhattan's going to run two yeah, the well. other way that, that stand out, actually, in my, in my head. All right, we'll give uh, Manhattan Lakeville their run down here as they come across the timing line. Mike Ward on, 30th year running. <laughs> High on the top. Yeah. Started low and then just swept over the top. Hold it up, then has it. You have overtime. Jackie, that was the style you were talking about on the pump hydrant, I think. He yeah. had it hanging a little bit low when he brought it up right at the end. Yeah, too many too many moving parts when, you, when you're when doing that. 
The next team on the line will be the Levittown Rebels. So what was that story you were telling, Jack? Oh, no, uh, 1996 actually uh, sticks out in my mind because I was I was dragging for Pat Cook and then the Sea Hose, and as we've talked about up here, I, I didn't make that right turn. Right. And I handcuffed them a little on a hydrant, and uh, somebody must have had an ambulance or some flashing lights on or something down at the end of the course, and we got a rerun and came back and won Sea Hose in the state tournament. And that ended up... Putting you second place for the day. Second that day, place right? for the day, which oh. was which ended up being huge. And then uh, I remember in Utica too. I, I want to say Isaac Blows. I don't I don't know if they won the tournament, but they ran a, a seven seven or something along those lines in B Hose, and for some reason ended up having a rerun or, or oh, run two. a shot over. And then I think they ran a seven fifty something back <laughs> behind it. That was O two. I believe they were both seven sevens because that's when we won. We were in the run and we we are that actually helped us. We ran like an 8-0. Attention, was it the, please. This the is fourth. the last call for the 50-50. If you see that gorgeous girl walking around selling those 50-50s, <laughs> buy them while you can. It's now more than five bucks. <laughs> was that the whole event, Twan, that they ran? Oh, my God. B-Hose at the O2 State was the worst. It was the greatest contest for us, but it was the worst contest ever because I think it was like six hours. Where was that? Uh, it, was in, it was in yeah, Utah, we, we in O2. We ran the contest. There was a couple teams left oh to run. Oh, my God. It was and terrible. The sad thing is that they set the timing lights up wrong and knew they were wrong the whole time that everyone was running, <laughs> and then someone brought it up to their attention. That was uh, when the checklist came into effect after yeah, that, okay. Mike, as Mike Camaro They knew it was of. wrong after like a couple teams and thought that no one would figure it out, and uh, <laughs> they did. They come the Rebels. The non-Confederate flag Rebels, I might point Ooh, out. A little miss at the Hydrant. Oh, wow. Now they're pumping. Staying low on it, still low, still Hold low. it up. You have oh. overtime. Washing out the sandbags a little bit, but not the flap. So what that overtime does is is it gives county points for the season and motor pump to the Port Washington Roadrunners. Next road team runners. on the line will be the West Hempstead Westerners on their rerun. Regardless of what West Hempstead does, because Port Washington's in first, West Hempstead's two and a half down. They can only gain one, so the Roadrunners clinch. All four hose contests in 2015. All the ladder contests go to West Hempstead. All the hose go to Port Washington. Buckets goes to West Hempstead. It's been a two-dog race all season and a nice show put on by both of those teams. I think Port would trade one of those hose contests to get West Hempstead's last pump run. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so here's how it is right now. We'll, we'll set the table again for you, ladies and gentlemen. 22 points for the West Hempstead Westerners. 19 points for Port Washington. Port Washington currently sits in first place in the contest, and that would give them 24 going into buckets, which would gain two, which would put them in a two-point lead over West Hempstead. So, if West Hempstead beats the 665, then we're looking at a four-point lead for the Westerners. If they don't beat the 665, but they beat the 690 for second, then it'll be a two-point race. It'll be, you know, it'll be West Hempstead up by two. Any, anything yeah. after that, 766 will get them three points. So then it would be 25 to 23. So 23, so two points up. Even if they don't beat the 665, if they just even a third place shot is a huge swing. Uh, you know, with, with Fort Washington being up going into buckets as opposed to tied, I, I, I believe right. So let's three. see. Yeah. So third place is a 766. If they run that, Port will go to 24. To West Hempstead will go to 25. They'll get three. If they get fourth place for two points, they'll be tied. And fourth place right now is at 8:33, which I told you was going to hang out there, Jackie, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You <laughs> did. If they now here's the thing: if they, if they don't if they don't beat the 8:37, uh, 
which is fifth place right now. Only five numbers on the score sheet in this contest. If they don't beat that number, then the Roadrunners are going to have a two-point lead going into buckets. All right, so you're, you're the Hydra Man here. You missed once. You know there's a lot riding on this. You nervous? No, you can't. With, with this, in my opinion, with this event, it's it's uh it's an attack event. You yeah. can't think about it. It's just try to knock the hydrant over with the with the suction. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe you might be a little nervous. Just once, you know, you need it. Got to be playing on the, the head a little bit. So West Hempstead with a um, happy birthday rerun here. See what they can do with it. They're rolling off the line. Across the timing line. They're on this time. Now they just got to hit it. And, and there it do. is. And there it is. A big shot for the West Hempstead Westerners. In a big spot. That's Does it beat the 665? Yeah. yeah, I think that's going to be first. So the rerun to the Westerners. 6.48. 6.48. And what of a turn of events here at the oh. 2015 Labor Day Drill. Unbelievable. Going from a miss to home, a first place home shot. Home cooking right there. Five home point cooking. swing. <laughs> so it'll now be 27 West Hempstead, 23 Port Washington what going a, into buckets. Swing. What a swing right So we there. went from being down two to being back up four going into the final contest of the season here on the motorized circuit. Well, I, I will say this. It, it was out of their control that they, they lucked out to get the rerun, but they, they did do what they had to do on the uh, on the next shot to, to take advantage of it. So I completely agree with you. You know, it was a digital error, not making control, and you, get, you, you, you do what you can with what you're given, and they put up a nice number right there. So good job, West Hempstead. So first place, five points, going to be the West Hempstead Westerners. Second place is going to be the Roadrunners with a 665. That third place is going to be the Hicksville Hicks with a 690. Fourth place is going to be the Termites with a 766. That's a big point for the Termites. I'll tell you why in a second. And then, I'm sorry, that's fourth place, two points. That's 11 on the day. Move the equipment, start setting up the buckets. The and results of the motor pump contest. And Baldwin's getting one with the First place with five points, the West Hempstead Westerners. Second place with four points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Third place with three points, the Hicksville Hicks. Fourth place with two points, the New Hyde Park Termites. And in fifth place with one point, the Baldwin Tomcats. <coughs> so 27 to 23, West Hempstead versus Port Washington, a battle for first and second. The New Hyde Park Termites move into third with those two points. They're the third team to double digits today. Took them all the way to motor pump for anyone else to get double digits. Then we go to nine by the Merrick Buckeyes there in fourth place. And then we have a battle for fifth place and really fourth place as well. Three teams have seven. We got North Belmore, Hempstead, Hicksville, all with seven points. We're going to set up for buckets. We'll bring you the exciting conclusion of the 2015 Labor Day invite. In just a minute, we're going to pay some bills live on top of the arch. We'll be back in a few. 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored-to-be-the-official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Brasserie 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted Anthony Rizzo to the arts. Anthony Rizzo to the arts. Flying Dutchman, now. Carlos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515.
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to Trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive Khan, thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of SCOT, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services, for the right help in your time of need. Since next...
All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are up on top of the Arch 2015 Labor Day Drill, the motorized circuit coming to a close. We're going to finish the day with the bucket buckets contest that's going to decide the winner of this tournament today. The Roadrunners have a shot. Mathematically, they are down by four points to the West Hempstead Westerners. It's 27-23. So what Port basically needs to do, they need to, to win the contest, hope West Hempstead gets zero in order for them to win it outright. Obviously, if they win and West Hempstead takes fifth, that's be a, that would gain the four points for a tie for first. So Port Washington needs to put up a number. West Hempstead needs to have some type of a miss and not come down top five. Other than that, if that does not take place, then the West Hempstead Westerners will win the Labor Day invite Westbury Turtle six for the fourth Merrick consecutive Buckeyes, year. Nine. North Belmore Rinky Dink seven. Port Washington Roadrunners twenty three. Call Place Frogs one. Yellow Hornets seven. Hicksville Hicks seven. West Hempstead Western is twenty seven. Evan Hassett Lakeville Minutemen three. All right, so we have that's the battle for first and second. New High Park is in third with 11. Then we got the Buckeyes, Merrick Buckeyes in fourth place with nine. And then you have three teams with seven points. North Belmore with seven, Hempstead with seven, Hicksville with seven. And you got the Westbury Turtles with six. So here we go again, Len. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah, well, you ready for this or you just want to enjoy the it's show? It's fun <laughs> when it comes down to buckets. Hey it could have been a little funner. Go ahead. I'm over here in the crowd with oh. a couple of the guys. Um, talking to Mike Welton from the Isaac Wolves and uh, how important it is to finish the year off good. Oh, yeah, it's always very important. You know, you know, next year, you think about next year and get it going. You know, you end up in a good note. You know, a lot of times at the end of the year, it's like you don't practice that much. And, but you finish the year off strong, it's always next year. And that's the biggest thing. That's what's great about Labor Day's tournament in both counties, that it is always hope. And, try and to the final event for this afternoon is Buckets. State record is held by the Central Islip Hobos. 1968 is the time. The first team on the line this afternoon, the Roslyn Highlanders. Paizo, will, will Islip continue to practice even after uh, the season's over now? We, we talked about practicing a little bit. We'll, uh, we'll have a little team meeting this week um, and uh, talk about it. The first team's going to run. We'll go back into the crowd. Okay. All the guys want to talk to over Yeah, here. that sounds good. All right, the first team to run today is going to be the Roslyn Highlanders. Three points on the day. They have an outside chance of coming down the track. They need to have a lot running. of help, though. All four guys on the ladder, and they get up clean. First bucket is in the barrel at 10.34. He's throwing the buckets real high. Actually, the first two hit the facade at the top. Pace is a little bit deliberate. Almost bounced back into the barrel, actually. A little slow, but uh, hold it up. Too shabby. They, they got some work to do. Time for Roslyn, 25.97. 25.97. Again, a little methodical. I see him on the line, the Baldwin Tomcats. It wasn't sloppy. You know, it wasn't that guys were throwing buckets at each other. It was a little slow, but it, it was it was relatively clean. I like, like the thinking there. I know there's a lot of new bodies there. You work on that uh, maybe even a little bit in the offseason and into next year, and all of a sudden that pace picks up a little bit, and all of a sudden you're into 23s, 22s. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, guys, back of in the crowd here, I'm with uh, Vinnie Bogart from North Linden. He was bringing up good points about uh, the end of the season. Go ahead, Ben. 
Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, up, yeah, man? usually like the last tournament of the year is the like deciding tournament for a lot of individual contests, county points. So uh, it always actually comes down to this last tournament to decide like who's gonna win what and what event at the county points. So it's, it's an important tournament, even though like it's after the state, it's still an important tournament. So you gotta get you gotta get your contest done and then try and do the best you can. All right, thanks, Vin. Baldwin's on the ladder. A little bit uh, slow getting that first one up there, but they get the first one in the barrel at 13.06. Trying to establish a pace. Dumper throwing him down real early, not getting a complete empty. Yeah, you know. I see two guys on the ladder looking up on every bucket, not a, uh, a, a, a tried and true method. Usually you just want to get it to a point and let the guy grab it. Hold it up. Have to look up. What were you going to say, Jack? I'm sorry. No, I was just agreeing with Twan. That's, yeah. that's why you fill with, you know, 13 or 14 instead of the 11 or 12. You got to get Time every... Time for the Tomcats. 36.30. 36, yeah, definitely throwing the buckets down too quickly. You want to keep it there for a little bit. Let it's it drain out. Line and for his final run, Phil. The new Hyde Park Termites. His swan song. We'll mention it again. This is the last run in the history of racing for Philippines. We think. We think. Uh, we, we, we mentioned it before. 35 For over 35 years. years on the track. Phil, our hat's off to you. And he's still on Congrats. the ladder. He's still on the ladder, by the way, in Bucks. Still on the ladder. 53 years old. Assuming he was on the ladder for those 19s back in 1993, I'd have to just clarify that. I'm there not was, sure about that. I don't that. know. I'd, I'd have to clarify. There were three in a row yeah. in 1993. I'm not sure that he was. Don't know if he was a man on the ladder. Sorry, Phil. I know you listen to this at home. It's like Tuesday. <laughs> and you're probably like, oh, my God, I was on that shot. You know, uh, you know anyway. the termites want to go out in that blaze here. Yeah. Honor of Phil. They're off the line. Plus, they want to come down top five. got to run a shot. They have 11, third place right now. Okay. All four guys are set. This first bucket's coming up. Looking pretty good. 981. What are you seeing, Jack? Uh, they, they were falling behind. There you go, the middleman drop one. They were falling a little behind in the pace, but interesting. Uh, top is locked. You don't see that too often. It's old school for an Hold old it up. there. Yeah, I thought the middle guy was catching a couple. Yeah. JoJo trying Time in. for the termites. 24.51. 24.51. Congrats, Phil. Ric Flair. The text from JoJo. He does kind of look like Ric Flair. <laughs> That's funny. Congrats, Phil. Phil's coming up, shaking everyone's hand up top. Thanks for a great career, man. Want to come grab a headset? Phil for the last time on the track, folks. Give him a hand. Jack, Jack, give him your headset. Phil. Got the entire crowd, the entire south side of the stands here, giving us... Giving a round of applause for the just great Philippines, who's now joining us on top of the yard. Yeah, just quick, Phil's a little out of breath, which I can understand. What are you out of breath for? You've been doing this for 36 years. Come yeah, on, man. West 35. <laughs> just hang with us for one race here, Phil, okay. we give you an interview. See, Johnny Ingram here is going to be dumping for the Westbury Turtles. Climbing for them for a long time. He's the guy who ran all the good Ooh, numbers. He, he stumbles off the, off the line, but that's all right. You can still make it up to the top and not have an issue. Take us through it, Jack. Oh, I forgot you handed up your headset. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. First okay. <laughs> I was like, dead right. silence. Turtles are going, oh, a little sloppy on the ladder. That can't quite form a rhythm right now. Now they got it going. Dumper's yeah. throwing the buckets way over by the guardrail, so the guys are really having to run out and get them. Johnny's good, though, up top, man. He's dead center. It's like he hasn't the skipped the beat. Hold it up. What's up, Johnny? 
It, it's funny. I, I, I did something like that. Time in the for the State, Turtles. Man. Two seven point nine six. Twenty seven ninety six. But anyway. Next team on the line, the Merrick Buckeye. All right, so Phil, again, we've been uh, heaping your praises all day, and uh, um, you know it's all well deserved. We heard something about 16 different top fives in the, uh, in the, state. In the state drills. Yeah, never uh, first. Pl plenty, plenty <laughs> of memories. What's your fondest memory of all these years of racing? Uh, 87 County, down 15, going into efficiency. County Hempstead points. Hempstead zero, zero, zero. New High Park five, five, five. five. We tied them for the year. I didn't nice. know it went down that way, Phil. That's very interesting. That's very interesting, yeah. isn't it? I always, <laughs> I always knew we were coaching. I mean, I'm only nine years old during the time. I don't care, yeah, you, well, know, you like, don't remember back then. That's right. But that's funny. I didn't know it went down that way. All right, here come the Buckeyes, Phil. If you'll stick with us a little bit, we'd appreciate it. Give the Buckeyes their due. Buckeyes looking to come down top five, guys. Nine points on the day. And the first one's in the barrel at 10.96. Good spot in the barrel there. He's right in the center. Nice pace. Steady. Little Not double clutch on yep, one, but yep. maintained it. Not the cleanest buckets. This is some water on the ladder. Wow, it Hold took, it up. took him 14 buckets. We should let Merrick know that Phil Athenis is out for hire now as Time a coach. Time for the Buckeyes. 2-8.66. 2866. Starting his own coaching Next business. Next on the line, the North Gilmore Rinky Dink. Charges $200 a night at practice, <laughs> $500 for tournaments. <laughs> what What are your future plans, Phil? Are you going to still hang in there with the termites, help yeah, them out I'll, a little I'll, bit here I'll, I'll still be around the coach. I just, I, I can't jump no more. Uh -huh. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's time. Hey, I, I, used to, I used to ask the guys 10 years ago, when do you know when it's time to quit? And they all looked at me and they said, you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> Phil, were you on the 19s? Yes, the I was. You, what, what spot did you run? I was a bu I was a bucket man. You were a bucket man for those three 19s. Yep. I wasn't sure before the but shot. But I'm in I I'm in, I'm in the 20 club with Levy and, and Dominic Kassar and Frankie and Dominic and uh, Vinny Papa. Right. And not Star. Okay. But Star did come back to, and Hempstead and help us win that tournament. Okay. Interesting. All right. Phil's gonna stick with us a little bit. Here come the rinky dinks for that bucket shot. North Belmont with seven points on the day, so this is a big shot for them. Ooh, they want to last man bottom. on the ladder slips, but a nice recovery, and they get the first one in at 10.98. North Belmont, another team that's made some pride. Ooh, they're looking a see, little you see what the, the, the dumper did something smart there. He There was a drop. He, he double-clutched it, but instead of trying to dump it, he threw it behind Threw it away. Them. So this way you don't drop two. Yep, sometimes you got to throw Hold it, it away. We've been talking about that. Uh, that's a good, smart move right there. So... Time for the Rinky Dinks. Two, six, point, six, six, twenty-six, sixty-six. Phil, I got Steve one on the for line, you. The Port Washington Roadrunners. Phil, I got one for you. You know, talking about bucket times. Today is the 23rd anniversary of what probably could be considered one of the greatest bucket days, Cross County, um, in in 1992. I, I, I know Port Washington is getting ready to go, but 23 years ago today is the 23rd anniversary of the 1947. You know what Correct. you guys ran that day in Hicksville? 1940. No, 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 no not no. that good. But you guys <laughs> ran <laughs> Hicksville. 2001 for first 2001, place in okay. Hicksville. So I'm going to give you the top five times. If you combine Hicksville plus Hagerman 23 years ago today, were you, what were you running in 92? Do you remember? I was what a position? Were you I was still, a bucket man. Okay, so you were running Bucketman back there. I mean, for you to be running Bucketman, there had to be some team. I mean, you ran that spot middle of the ladder, top of the ladder. Yeah, only after, only after Timmy left. Gotcha. 
after Timmy and Roger and Star and Frankie stopped. Gotcha. Right. Let's save that for the next pause, guys. The tournament's on the line right now with Correct. the Fort Washington Roadrunners on the line. They need to take first place, which right now is a 24-51, but then they have to. They need a lot of help from West Hampstead in terms of them missing. All right, Roadrunners are set. Here they come. Oh, third man slips getting on. It's over for them. Now yeah, they try and get I mean, it going. Yeah, they're still waiting for that first bucket. That's going to seal the day. 14:46 for the Westerners. Actually had a bucket roll off the back of the barrel, the back of the, the top of the arch. Hold it up. Time for the Roadrunners, 28.51, 28.51. Next team on the line, the call plays Frog. Phil, Phil, like I was saying, September 7, 1992, you had the Hobos run the 1947, the second 19 ever. You guys run a 2001 at Hicksville. The Pistonockers are 20. The representative from the Lindenhurst 2022. Go to the beer tent. East Islip runs Somebody a, from a 21 to the 10. Beer tent, please. And the Teddy's boys run a 21-21. If that was all one tournament, you'd have Patchogue with a 21-24 in sixth place. <laughs> St. James, 21-47, would have taken seventh place. <laughs> so, I don't know, 2001 at Hicksville. That's no joke right there with no, that high arch. You know arch. what I mean? That used to be a high arch, yeah. All right, I got one more question for you, Phil, and we'll let you go. Watching Dominic go down the three-man ladder, any flashbacks? That was 03 State, right? Uh, oh, th no, 0-3 Joe Hunter, I think it was. Oh, I thought it was 03 State. I thought it was in Ridge. Ridge. No, no, that was my ha that was my hammy. I oh, thought. that was okay. a different. <laughs> you yeah, got a long list, man. That was a that was a different leg injury. Hey, before Phil goes, uh, the guys over here want to wish him good luck in his retirement, and uh, it was an honor race against a guy like you, Phil. That's Anthony from the Ice of Wolves. Thank you, thank you. All right, here come the frogs. Thought the first bucket man might have broke the light there. Something you really don't want to do. Like the dumper to do that. Three guys around. Fourth guy a little bit slow getting set, but they got the first one in at 10:38. This is a nice little pace. Fog's looking good. I like it. Really like nice it. in the barrel up top. Smooth. They're just coming up the ladder. Smooth. Hold it up. Wasn't quite the pace you wanted. Uh, the, I mean, the dumper was real clean up top, man. I don't know if the yep. buckets were only three quarters of the way filled, maybe on the way up. I don't know if you noticed that. Time Woody for the was frogs. Two six point nine four. Twenty six ninety four. You got any more questions Next for the man? Line, the oh. Hempstead Yellow. No, just uh, thanks for a great career. Thanks, guys. Any, any, Thank you. For any words everything. of wisdom? Any parting words before you sign off? Be safe, boys. Be safe. <laughs> just right. to let everybody thanks, know, Bill. everybody that contributed to the fifty fifty. Philippines of the new Hyde Park termites. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. That, this is a different fund. This, we collected $300 for the Billy Nipper Fund. All right. So the, the New High Park Termites have a chance to go out with a first-place shot in buckets and Phil's last shot ever. It's a 24-51. That would lock up third place for the day for them. Uh, Port Washington can't do worse than second. West Hampstead, the tournament's locked up. They can't do worse than first. So first, second, and third locked up. The Yellow Hornets on the line with seven. They need to gain on Merrick Buckeyes. Merrick Buckeyes have nine. They ran a 28-66, which is... Currently out of the money. Yellow Hornets have a chance to move up, come down top five. All right, Jack, this one's all yours. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, uh, clean set. Oh, a little trouble. A little trouble at the end there. They're on now. Good pace. Luke dropped Luke one. Dropped yeah. one. 
into the drop. He's a little out the back. Good correction. Hold it up. I think that's the best pace we've seen. They had a good pace at the state drill, too. The yellow one, so... Matter of fact, if they don't drop one at the state, the Dutch Time for the Yellow Hornets, on their two own. Five point eight zero twenty-five eighty. First one in at 11. Hicks on the line. Hicksville Hicks. They had that little stutter at the bottom at the beginning. So in the battle, so in the battle here for fifth place, which is let me see, the one, two, three, four. Yeah, the battle for and fifth place. We have place the winner of the 50-50. Everybody, get your yellow tickets out. Right now. The winner gets six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. So make sure you find that person when you mug them later. The n winning number is two, six, three, two, six, eight. Last three numbers are two, six, eight. And you can receive your money by the beer tent. Right now there's a three-way tie for fifth place. Each team has seven. It's between North Belmore, Hempstead, and the team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. Of those teams, the Yellow Hornets have a 25-80, which is the fastest time to be run. That would be good enough for four points right now. The Hicks want to come down the track. they got to beat that 25-80. Go ahead, Jack. All right, Hicksville's on the ladder. Clean set. Good pace. First one in, oh, 947. Almost dropped on on the top, but it's good recovery. That top guy's throwing him a little high to the dumper, no? Yeah, he's throwing, they're throwing a couple, actually. Throwing but they've been, they're grabbing him. Oh, no, nah, they lost it. I agree with you, Lenny. Coming up too high. Doesn't... Hold it up. Dumper's got to work too. Yep. It, it's hard to do when you when Time you're for the Hicks. at the hot. Two five point four one twenty five forty one. That was the best first dump we've seen. The next team on the line, the host for this afternoon's drill, the West Hempstead Westerners. Interestingly enough, that twenty five forty one is second place right now for the uh, for the contest, and so that would move them to eleven. You're talking Port Washington. Port I'm talking the, the contest right now. That's right, second place. Uh, so, Fort Washington locked up second place for the day. No, no, no. I Go ahead. Who's got the 24? Uh, that'd be New High Park. Okay. That so, that's going to pretty much lock up third. Merrick has nine points, but with, with four points going to the Hicks, they're going to pass Merrick. And actually, Hempstead, they're in third place right now. They could pass Merrick and move Merrick into sixth place. So, the Buckeyes need a little bit of help if they want to come down the track. West Hempstead, last shot of the year. I'm saying let it rip. Oh, yeah. See if they can get in the 19 club here. They, they're yeah, they're one year it. removed from a 20-35 with the same team that's on the track right now. That 20-35 took four points last year, the second fastest to take second place. What can they do? Let's see. Oh. Nope. Miss on the bottom. Luke. Andrew slips. Still waiting for that first bucket to come up into the barrel. Nothing yet. Now we're in. 13-25, but a heck of a pace now. Yeah. They can pump, man. Ralphie dead center, as always. They throw one away. Yeah. On the middle of the ladder, Rizzo letting one go. Oh, excuse me, uh, Craig. Hold it up. Ugh, that got ugly quick. Time for the Western is 26.72. 26.72. The next team on the line, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. Small potatoes in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So let me give you the rundown here again. West Hampstead locked up the drill. Let me think. Let me think here. Second place is, no is Port Washington, no doubt about it. Third place, New High Park, pretty much locked that up too. They're going to go to 16. Now, <laughs> fourth place, I believe, right now, like I said before, go is going to go to the Hicksville Hicks. 
They're in second place in the contest with a 25-41. That's going to give them 11 on the day. And then that 25-80 by the Yellow Hornets is currently third. That's going to give them 10. Is Marek sitting in? Let me think. Yeah, that's what i got to go to. That's going to give them 10. So then after the 25-80, we got a 25-97 by Roslyn. That's fourth place. And then that 26-66 would actually get one point. So, no, I, I mean, oh, no, I'm looking at the wrong number. No, Merrick is not, Merrick cannot get a point. Nope. So, if Merrick wants to come down to the track, they're going to need a couple teams to beat that 2580 of the Yellow Hornets. Well, they got a couple left. Ac Hassett and actually, they, actually, they just need one team to beat it, and they'll come down. What's the a, number? They'll come down in a tie, 2580. 2580. Uh That's what Manhasset has to beat. They beat that. That bumps the Yellow Hornets down to fourth place, gives them two for nine. And we have a tie for fifth. It's not easily attainable for some teams. There's a couple of guys on from the middle. Second man slips before he gets set. Got a little delay. Now they're going to try and get a pace going. 14.09 on the first one. Pretty clean up in the barrel. If he fills this in 12, oh, we have a drop. Maybe they spoke too soon. Hold it up. Yeah, still pumping away. What do you got, Len? It's over 30. Over 30s, yeah. Time for the Minutemen. 3-1.51. 31-51. And next team on the line, the Levittown Rebels. So something interesting there, Twan. That you ever see a dumper get off the ladder with his right foot uh, no. in buckets? No. <laughs> <laughs> never, you never wanted to try that? No. <laughs> Maybe a new I park. <laughs> Take that extra step up there, you know. Guys, I'm here with uh, Billy Cornell from Westbury. Oh, boy. It's to remind for everybody, go. the Nassau County Fireman's Parade and Drill Team Captains Association <laughs> is having a fundraiser on Saturday, September 26th, at Manning's and Call Place on Old Country Roads, $40 a person really good job. from 3 to Love 6 to p.m. Everybody's asked to come out and support the Nassau County Fireman's Parade and Drill Team Captains Association. <laughs> Billy, Billy, we couldn't put it back on Billy. Billy, we, we really couldn't hear that because the speaker or the uh, the loudspeaker was gone. What were you saying again? To something to Phil? Is that, is that Lenny up there? Yeah. We hey, uh, Phil, Phil Athenas, great, great guy. Hey, watch the run here. We got the, the Rebels on the line. You never know what's going to happen. Take us through it, Billy. <laughs> Rebels are on. They uh, finally... Looking Almost to, got the set. Looking to beat a 25-80. That would bring Merrick down the track in a tie with the Yellow Hornets for fifth. It's Can a big, they do it's it? It's a big shot here for the Rebels. Big shot. Take us through it, though. And they're dumping. The dumper's got it. Oh. He's got one in the tub. He's got one hanging on the arch now. <laughs> Rebels. Rebels always good at these sort of things. Never know what you're going to get. Look at that one. He's got, a, he's got a third of a bucket. That was good. Two more of those, and they got it. And they're almost there. 16. 17. Stop. Hold it up. <laughs> we have a budding radio star. Buckets. That was that was a, almost a rebel record. I, lo I love my, my, my neighbors. Yes, that's down. right. He tried to get me wet. Time for the rebels. 37.42. 37.42. That is going to do it for the 2015 Labor Day drill. Move the equipment. Thanks for your input, Billy. Thanks there, Bill. Yeah, I love you guys. I right, love you too, Bill. Let's do it at the party. <laughs> So after a valiant effort, the Merrick Buckeyes are going to come up just a little bit short of coming down the track at the end of the day today. They're going to finish with nine. That's going to be sixth place on the day. 
They just come up a little bit short, too, about coming top five in the county points for the season. So, anyway, great season by the Merrick Buckeyes. Congrats. But the talk really should be about your 2015 Nassau County Point Champions, the West Hempstead Westerners. They end up winning three-man, B-ladder, C-ladder, and buckets for the year and total county points. In second place, will be your Port Washington Roadrunners in Nassau County points. I'm talking about they win B-hose, C-hose, efficiency, and motor pump for the season. And that's it. Those are all the, the trophies right there. They're being divided equally between West Hempstead and Port Washington. On the day, you're going to have the Westerners win it with 27. The Port Washington Roadrunners, second place with 23. The New High Park Termites and Phil Athenis's last shot ever as a termite. They take first place in buckets. Nice. 24-51 to give them 16 on the day in third place. In fourth place, the Hicksville Hicks getting... Some points there are going to, they, they get four points in buckets to give them 11 on the day. And the Hempstead Yellow Hornets are going to come down the track after getting three points in buckets right there with a 25-80. So that's your top five on the day. Congrats to the top five. We'll get the official word in a minute, and then we'll uh, call it a season, I guess, huh? Yeah, uh, you know, a couple of days ago out at Hagerman, Paul asked around and said, you know, what were your thoughts of the season? You, you've pretty much been doing that all day, Twan. I thought yeah. it was a, a real good season. Again, CI. Yep. Real strong all year, but they uh, proved to be not unbeatable. They, you know, they were beat uh, at times, but came up strong uh, when they had to in the state. And West Sable doing the same, and co-state champs for the first time ever. Will we ever see that again? I know. I mean, there's only one day a year where all the teams are on the track. It makes you wonder if we had those more often, what would they all be like, right? Yeah. But yeah, co-champs is a, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. That question remains to be seen. We'll talk about and that And a result forever. of the bucket yeah. contest. First place with five points. The New High Park Termites. Second place with four points, the Hicksville Hicks. Third place with three points, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Fourth place with two points, the Roslyn Highlanders. And in fifth place with one point, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. So, uh, Anthony Pizer, you got to join us. What were your thoughts on the season? Uh, I thought it was a great season overall. I mean, like you guys, CI was the, the most dominant team, and uh, obviously... State yep. tournament, they didn't put it together. Um, still managed to get a to get a tie, which shows you how strong that they are. I mean, they had if you would ask them if they had a horrible day, and they still ended up being co-champs. But uh, the tie in the pines. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to make money off of that. I know it. Now, is Billy Cornell a budding radio star? I mean, he, he's not I was, shy. I was a little nervous because <laughs> you know that he. Uh, there's no, there's no dump button. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah, live radio. Yeah, and, uh, you were brave. I, I give you that one. It's a leg event. We know how he feels about the old <laughs> leg events and old-fashioned stuff. I don't think he's too fond of it. That's funny. So, yeah, it was fun in the stands, and they were uh, they were, they were good. They were pretty fun up there. Good. Getting a little uh, rowdy towards the end, but uh, pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, it was a great season, man. You know, we, we, we covered it all today. Go back and listen to the show. We talked about the emergence of Copag, running three-man, winning it that year. We talked about the upstate teams putting together some good overall shots in all eight contests. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm looking forward to next year, I'm looking forward to watching the Lindenhurst Snails and the Bayshore Redskins come back out. I want to see Carl you know? Place and Copag. Yeah. That, that's a couple teams yeah. that really open I, I want to give a big shout, too. I mean, we, we talk a lot about CI as a third in a row, but, but how about the Dutch? Mike yeah, Barrett, this right. guy's pulling out a, another state tournament. Uh, yep. Another you state know. tournament, a fastest shot of the year in B-Ladder at, you know, 40-something years old. 20 in buckets when you need it. Yeah, exactly. I forget who said it at the state drill, whether it was us on the radio or somebody on the track. And they said, you know, this is their, um, I'm sorry, it was CI's 10th state win. championship, but they, don't they still didn't get any closer to what's <laughs> <Yeah>, saying. <that's laughs> right. 
12 to 10. Because they got 12. It's funny, you know, you talk about numbers. I remember growing up, the number was always 7. Patchogs number. Yep. Yep. Oyster Bay's number. I mean, to think that that's third place now. You know, 12, 10, 7. Yep. Is there even another team ahead of 7? I, I don't know. You go by uh, Lice up 6. A lot of 5s out there. North Lindy, right? But, uh... Yeah, definitely a great season. Had a lot of fun working with all you guys this year. A lot of fun listening. I know Paulie and Artie couldn't make it today, but they put a lot of time up here on the uh, the headset as well. And the MVP, Fred. I mean, Fred, Fred doing is here the thing. consistently behind the scenes. Yep. Um, does more than anybody could even know. We're working and pushing buttons and setting stuff up beforehand and yeah. breaking it down afterwards. Fred, we're uh, very thankful to you and the, the, the people at home listening and watching. I'm sure they are too. Chris Murphy also, the busiest man in racing. You know, you watch that guy before a tournament. <laughs> He's yeah. up here doing everything. Yeah, and I, got tired, go I got tired watching him. Yeah, I try exactly. not to watch him. Exactly. It's a good thing he don't run ladders or yeah. there'd be no radio broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just waiting on the official word. There's some tabulate, tabulating some point totals. And then we'll give the official word and then we'll uh, call it a season. I think they're almost ready to go, but what do you think the most approved two teams, one from NASA, one from Southern? Ooh, man. I, I think uh, that's I a good question. Merrick, actually. Merrick is probably the team. Merrick from Nassau. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, North Belmore, I think, North is up Belmore, there. Yeah, they, they've North been putting Lindenhurst, together some Lindenhurst, good shots. Lindenhurst comes to mind. Copeg definitely. I mean, I that was an Copeg. easier question. I think Copeg. Lindenhurst had some injuries to deal with, and they still did well. And you remember, Kopech lost uh, a, ver a very good race at Billy Hall. <laughs> yeah. Went to the Dutch. <laughs> we even, talked about that earlier. Yeah, day. Vinny leaving a couple years before yeah, him. Yeah. So. Results for the day. Here we go. Top, Top five. five winners in fifth place with ten points. The Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Fourth place with 11 points. The Hicksville Hicks. And in third place with 16 points. The New High Park Termites. Second place with 23 points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. And this year's champs, the host of the annual Labor Day Drill with 27 points, the West Hempstead Westerners. For West Hempstead, it's their fourth consecutive victory on Labor Day. If you go back through the stats since 1991, the West Hempstead Westerners have now won this tournament a total of five times. So congrats to them. They're inching a little closer to the Yellow Hornets and the Termites. Yellow Hornets have nine. Termites have six. Of course, the records don't go past that. It would be nice to get <laughs> some of those on the board. But that's it, gentlemen. All right. Good Calling year, the Twan. Season. Yeah, Lenny, thank you. Paizo. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Jackie, always a pleasure. Good season. So and, uh, <laughs> Dudley helped us out today as well. Thanks, yep. Dudley. And thanks Frank. to everyone that's helped with the radio and the, uh, the scoreboard people the, uh, and the, uh, the sound. Racing season is over. That's and it. it. And if you guys want to catch one more live broadcast, Manning, September 26th. Right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Good luck in your fantasy football drafts, everybody, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next year. Get home safe. Take care.